Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Great beer is about drinkability. Doesn't matter the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut. I'm yeah. propelled at all times. <laughs> How many guys do you think that you have the privilege to slap? Somebody who's never tasted a commercial example. And this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think you know, it's bullshit. The... <laughs> I think it's bullshit, too. Wow. Are you guys going to arm wrestle? No. no. I'm going to teabag fight. Yeah. <laughs> you heard of Junkyard Wars? Can I get another high five, Beavis? <laughs> now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, Beer lovers and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is the session. Well, all right. Happy Easter Day, everybody. Welcome to the program. It's another great session here on Sunday. No paid holidays for these volunteers. No, sir. <laughs> no. The Pope is in the house on Easter. That's true. I was wondering that. about wow. that. Uh, what, how'd that happen? <laughs> Every just, holiday is unpaid. It's, not close. it's as close <laughs> as we get to celebrate an Easter holiday here at the BN. And uh, really, thank you all for your time and leaving your families to come work for free at yeah. the BN. I appreciate it. I was pretty much forced out by my family. So. They're like, don't you have a show to do? I'm like, I can skip it. Like, no, really, don't you have a... Get out of here. Get out of here. I didn't want to spend all day with them. (laughs) (laughs) A couple hours is a... A couple Easter eggs is enough. Yeah. Let's face it. Got an all-star cast today. A lot of people in the studio. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, I'm here all the time, so... (laughs) Don't make a big thing about it. All right, you're right. Well, other than that, it's a boring show. We don't have a whole lot happening. (laughs) No, Sully's back in hey, studio. Yeah. Feels good. Yeah. We always like getting Sully back here. It's been a long time. I, uh, I was looking forward to this, actually. What's cool is when we get Sully back in studio now, it's usually after like a bunch of crazy travels and weird happenings because yeah. you're yeah. always we always gone. So. I was arrested. I had a sex change operation, and uh, <laughs> then I changed my in, mind. And in that order, <laughs> yeah, in so that what, order. What unusual happened to you, though? <laughs> 
And now I'm a baker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and as you can hear, uh, Jamil Zanishev hanging out to do the show with us today, too. Hey, my brothers. You had to do uh, a few hours of Bruce Strong today. Three hours of Bruce Strong talking about Wada. Yeah. Oh, man. Wada Genza. Yeah, Doc. It, it's like... Uh, Candy for your ears. Oh, it was yeah. three episodes of water on Bruce Strong today. It's a lot of water. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of water. Start to finish, though, it was a re- really good shows. Look for those coming up on the Brewing Network. You Can just you hit ever the Bruce really Strong tab. That I don't know. It's a subject that just keeps right, right. Well, going. but I, we took people from uh, you know. I know I use water when I brew. To <laughs> it's wet, right? To uh, the yeah, scientists. you know, uh, you know, what do I do? You know, brewing a certain style. You know, what what sort of uh, actions should I take? And yeah. I, I, I think uh, Rock yeah. did a, an excellent job. Yeah, good. I, it was it was really good. Three solid hours. I mean, we even bypassed my usual uh, uh, waffling of. Uh, Nonsense in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. got right, to right into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. are you it making that it important? Are you making it for lost time now? Or absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we had to cut, we had to cut to the chase too. Uh, not just because we wanted three solid shows with all the information, but we had uh, super guest DJ Sully coming in the studio. Oh, that's right. To, hey, how to, you doing? To spin music from uh, four to five before the show. So. Yeah, that was fun. I uh, I got to thank you again for that. I would just I've always wanted to play music like that. I'm a big fan of college radio. Like I said uh, during the two times I talked during the show yeah. and uh it's a lot of fun i have uh it's great maybe we could do it again sometime all the hits all the time that's right a lot of madonna a lot of uh you know uh, mariah carey it works yeah, out Steph, well because Steph, um, Steph likes jp's a big fan of college chicks uh i, mean, I date you know, a college chick <laughs> you date a college yeah so really it was uh, i'm just friends with college chicks so i can hit on their younger sisters <laughs> yeah uh, it worked out great Gateway. so that was your music before the show today a lot of fun anytime you want sully it's, uh, thank you it's fine people really like it when we do stuff like that. There was a couple of times that I've played extended sets. I don't sit around and pay attention to it. I just throw a bunch of music in the queue to get ready. But people always say you should do more of it. So anytime, Sully. Excellent. They're like, they're like, when you went out of uh, Sister Christian and into uh, that song by Wilco, what were you? What was your motivation? Yeah. Uh-huh. I was hungry. Uh, I needed an extra long song so I could take a leak. <laughs> well, it's good to be back. It really is. It's been a long, long, crazy tour. All right. Glad so. to have you. So we're going to find out. The good thing about about uh, having Sully uh, in the studio today is we've got a, a European guest. It's another UK show for us, and uh, Sully just came back from the UK doing some collaboration beers out there. Yep. And our guest today, Thornbridge uh, Brewery, is Thor- they're Thornbridge Brewing, uh, based out of the UK, and they're pretty big on collaboration beers around the UK also. So we're going to be talking to them about that. Um, and they're hardcore because they're doing. You know, they know that uh, the Brewing Network likes to do all of our shows live, and they're doing the interview live with us. So. Oh, wow. It's a by the time we get them on the air, it, it'll be about one thirty two a.m. Uh, out there. And you remember the last time we did this with the fellas from Destroyster? <laughs> oh yeah. And we wanted to get off the air before they did. We're like, look, it's eight o'clock here, and we're kind of tired. It's four thirty over here. Oh well, <laughs> yeah. All right then. I they guess were. We're, I guess we're still going. You know, having hung out with Urbane and Carlo, uh, the guys from Destroyster, uh, yeah. I uh, I can tell you, it's ex- that's exactly the way they are. They, they just roll keep going. hard. Wow. <laughs> I'm getting Especially old, Urbane. I can't keep up. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'll tell you more about that later. All right, good. So we are in for action-packed European stories. So stick with us, uh, thornbridgebrewing.com. You can go to thornbridgebrewery.co.uk. Get yourself started and ready to ask questions at 888-401-BEER. That's where you can do it. And also, uh, we have a guest chat moderator today. Stephanie's back with us uh, moderating the chat. 
been a long time. It is. Uh, glad to have you. And anytime we can keep JP out of the chat room, is a, is <laughs> yeah. a, it's a good thing. Stephanie's so. great, but I was looking forward to Bevo. To Clevo? What do you know? <laughs> have, you, have you seen what she's wearing today, though? Yeah, it's not <laughs> quite. It's, yeah. she's, she's pretty darn sporty all the time. Yeah, Stephanie's got a little yeah. low cut, but it's not Bevo low cut. Yeah. Yeah. Bevo no. low cut is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot of fun for the in studio audience. I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah, she. Uh, yeah, you yeah. Know, pull that a little further down. <laughs> It'll be all right. I'm a school teacher. Yeah, we got to keep it. today. That makes it even better. <laughs> Not, not, on, not on Easter Sunday. Teacher. Yeah. People not listen on, to the show. I have to be careful. Not on Zombie Jesus. It's a radio show. <laughs> We've gotten her in trouble before, so uh, we're going to be nice today, uh, but great to have you uh, helping out in the chat. Just hit the chat now button on the homepage, and Steph will take all your questions for today's guests and send them along to us so we can get it answered. And then, of course, uh, Dr. Scott's back in studio after some uh, Eastern seaboard travels. Yeah. That's good to be back in here. Yeah. Uh, how was your? Uh, new- we did talk to you on the phone last week. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, you were recovering from a rough night in New York City. Yeah, I had a couple of those. You did, <laughs> not, not too bad because I was pretty sane during the day, and then uh, you know the family's starting to peter out about nine thirty or ten or so, and I was like, uh, right, I'm going out and okay. freaking out yeah. <laughs> and freaking I, it's, out. Yeah, everything's so close and so easy to get around in in New York. It's I'll just go right there to the bar there, to the bar there. Yeah. Met a lot of new friends. Uh, I was drinking next to this guy, and uh, we started talking about it. it. Turns out he's one of Gucci Pilot's buddies. Oh Lord! He oh. Flies the same kind of plane, and that's why I was. Uh, that's why you're texting me about Gucci. Yeah, because I didn't know what his uh, real name was, and I only knew him as that. Yeah. And uh, so it turned out, he was, oh, I know him. He brews beer and small world. Even yeah. in New York City, it's a small yeah. world. Yep. Great, great beer city, man. I, I love New York City. I, I don't go there enough. We need to find more events to do or something. Uh, out, out east, going to Boston in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. or it's next week, isn't it? When next is it? Week? Yeah, next, it's, uh, next Monday, Tuesday, yeah, yeah, through the week for the Craft Brewers Conference. Uh, which yeah. brings me uh, to our announcements and reminds me uh, Samuel Adams Longshot Competition. Our very own uh, Tasty McDole in the studio. Uh, he is in this year's release of the uh, Longshot Six Pack. Uh, when is that? Is it on shelves now? Tasty, is your beer available at this moment or not quite yet? When's the. Uh, yeah, it's on the shelves in the Midwest. It'll be out here uh, next weekend. It's making its way yeah, it's west. It's spreading off in the middle. Like it it's the time, time zone difference. Started in Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay. So. This year's competition is at hand. You, too, can be like Tasty McDole and have your pudgy face on the bottle of a, <laughs> of a bottle of Sam Adams. And have Chad do your bidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, long shot competition. Uh, it's a cool competition. You can enter now. It starts uh, 15th through the 1st, all right? April 15th right. through May 1st is your entry deadline. you got to get it in there in the next two weeks, so enter now. Cool thing about this competition, uh, there's a lot of cool things, but it's free. Mm-hmm. That's the best. After spending <laughs> nine bucks an entry for nationals, yeah, you got to love free. <laughs> free entries is a cool thing. So uh-huh. cool that even Cheapo the Shat entered into this year's long shot competition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so well, producer Chad got in there. And let me tell you this: you know, it's it, a free competition. You know, enter as many as you, if if you got beer and bottles. Yeah, stick it in the competition. Go for it. You never know what'll happen. You know, even if you don't analyze it as a great beer, just enter in whatever category you can. It's free, and the payoff <laughs> is like yeah, thousands huge. of dollars. Yeah, and it's, it's trips, did it's we, did we fame, it's, free? it's fortune, it's yeah. tasty fame. Also, I mean, oh, holy, yeah, holy yeah. smokes! 
I'm going to enter. It's that good. You know, and, and it costs you nothing. <laughs> yeah. Costs, if you have to ship, you have to ship. But, you know, ship them in. You, you got nothing nothing else to do with those. Yeah. You, I wasn't going to. I've just, looked at I most people. Think, uh, you can skip drinking uh, those four bottles. I wasn't yeah, going to. I just, I got so much going on, you know, what of a hassle to get beer and bottles and things. Yeah, but, I, but I you're doing it now. I probably will now. So it's Come on, good. In there. Imagine if we had two of our hosts on the bottle uh, on, on a six-pack of Sam Adams doc. You know, any one of you guys. You, Chad's Jamil, so big. whatever. Chad can't fit on the... Chad, he would take two bottles. He's on the keg. If Chad wins this year, he'll be on the keg. He'll have to go the kegs, new, yeah. uh, Sam Adams. He'll be on the bottom of the six-pack. But I think Chad, Chad could win. You guys are talking Chad about this so it. much. I think I'm going to actually quit the company <laughs> and enter the competition. You can. if Actually, if you brew it at home, didn't you, you homebrew a batch not too long ago, Sully? Yeah, I've got it still sitting in the carboy. <laughs> 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 All right, maybe don't enter that one. Well, and, and the great thing about uh, this is that, uh, you know, if you're just looking to improve your beer, you're going to get feedback from you know qualified judges. Yeah. You know, judging is uh, you know it's like a coveted thing in this in this competition. At least in San Francisco, we get you know uh, hundreds of judges that apply to judge this thing, and we pick the best judges yeah. to to judge this thing. And you get quality feedback. So if you have any questions about your beer, and you're even just not sure. Just go ahead and send it in. Mm-hmm. It costs you nothing other than getting the beer to uh, you know the, the the destination, and then you're going to get back uh, good score sheets that'll kind of explain what they found, what they think was wrong, what they think was right, uh, what you might do to improve that beer. An example: so, uh, They might say something to Sully like, "You should go ahead and take it out of the carboy when it's done fermenting." <laughs> It'd say something yeah. like that, or yeah. you should really put more watermelon in this. Don't, beer. Yeah, don't, don't don't wipe your butt with the uh, fermenter. Yeah, something yeah. similar. Uh, yeah, good right. for feedback. Go to samueladams.com, samueladams.com for all the details on how to enter, where to enter, how much to enter. Everything's right there on samueladams.com. And I just think it's so cool because uh, our boy Tasty's face is Yeah, on, he's right here. In fact, there's a banner in the studio. With his, so, so if you think you can't win, you can if you think that like, it's some distant <laughs> person, like it's not like winning the lottery. Tasty didn't think he could win he either. Could win, he's like, no, I'm not going to win. It's just like a, a competition. Make a good beer, you yeah. got a chance. Yeah, or you know, make a make a bad beer. Enter and get some get some decent feedback on yeah. the damn yeah. thing. Yeah, these, these right? are, are you know accomplished judges, so you'll get some really good feedback. No yeah. Stephanie you know, asked help me before the show if I was entering a, a beer and oh please, <laughs> yeah. have you brewed a beer? Didn't Jamil just say enter a bad beer? She has been away. Too have long. you brewed a beer in I know, the last year? I don't have any beer to enter. Uh, Do you even have a bad one? It's not like Nothing. we don't comment no. on your beer. We comment a lot. <laughs> yeah. Justin, you've achieved a certain success, though, that at the Rat Pad here, you have people bid- uh, brewing for you. Yeah. So, yeah. like Chad. And yeah. If you think about so it, much so I, I appreciate that, Sully, because you're right. Yeah. So much so that his name is Co-Brewer. <laughs> so it's like Obama. Obama doesn't need to brew. You know, people will do it for him. Just give it to him, yeah. yeah. It's kind of. But that doesn't make him a great brewer. No. But I don't ever claim that. I've stacked the deck in my favor just to have good beer around. Speaking of your mom, when are you going to teach her how to make beer for you? <laughs> I don't know. She already does your yard work. I got her doing the yard work. Right. A oh, little bit craft, of house cleaning. All the craft work on the uh, Shipping. show. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of craft work, uh, not the band. You're going to go see them? <laughs> <laughs> not the uh, German greats from uh, the 80s. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, 
the reminds me of our BN Donation Man uh, raffle bucket that donation my mom man. Uh, created for the BN. Our more beer donation giveaway ends today. Uh, it's been going on since last Sunday, and we're giving away a full temperature control kit. We'll be raffling it off uh, on tonight's episode, probably right around 7 o'clock. So stick with us, and somebody's going to win a, a dual stage Rinko, Ranko, Ranko temp mm-hmm. controller. Thank you. By Rinko. <laughs> By Rinko. And a thermal well stopper mm-hmm. and a firm Ooh, wrap heater. Yeah. Come in handy. It's a full temp right. control kit. All you need to do is build yourself a little box to put it all in or your well, chest freezer or however yeah, you want to do it. Any, any fridge or whatever. And I'll tell you, temperature control is going to make the biggest difference in most people's beer. If you're if you're not temp controlling right now, you, your beer is going to be like mine. You know, well, no, you, not, well, not well it used to be like yours. Yeah. Did you see the look Jamil you know, gave? Yeah. You, your your <laughs> beer is going to be thoroughly disgusted. Yeah. Easily ten times better with this kit. Yeah, I guarantee you, it, your beer is going to go to new heights if you if you add fermentation control. Great you're going to wonder why you could even make beer before. <laughs> right, that. exactly. I, the, the difference is huge. You it like, is do you night like, and day. Do you like the way Jamil kind of like brings his show into your show for a little bit there? Kind of like he brings it. the yeah, information absolutely. in and yeah. uh, I whip it out. Let me slide it around. You slap, slap it, it on, on the on the on the counter it's, here. This is Bruce Strong light. light. Yeah, <laughs> yes, right. Bruce Strong session. When you got it, bring it. <laughs> bring if you it. don't, be like uh, JP. <laughs> now you're going out for you. It's going to spread around the love tonight. Great. It, we do these raffles once a month, courtesy of Beer, Beer, and More Beer. You can go to morebeer.com. If you're a recurring donator in the BN Army, you've, uh, a donor, uh, forgive me, uh, if you've hit that recurring donation <laughs> for any amount, $2, $5, whatever it is, you're automatically entered into every month's raffle. Or you can buy tickets if you want to up the ante. This week's tickets were 5 bucks a pop. But don't enter now yeah. because it's over. We stopped at midnight last night. you got to oh. pay attention. you got to sign up for our Twitter uh, announcements where we give you reminders that's twitter.com slash brewing network we always let you know when the raffles coming to an end and uh, what you got to do so uh, if you want to look at uh, what you missed if you didn't donate and try to get into this month's raffle just hit the on tap tab right on our homepage, and you can see the full temp control kit courtesy of beer beer more beer speaking of crafts yeah you got some cheese brought some cheese with you i made something for for the studio for the studio you did yeah you made something i made something is it the right time for this i don't know do you want <laughs> i don't know i'm worried in a small sack well i was dying easter eggs <laughs> yesterday sack. you were for yeah. who for me because you know you're just like at home by yourself and yeah. stuff well i well i <laughs> wow. see i all right you want to know i i when they're still wet i cover them in catnip <laughs> i hide them for my cats you don't yeah you don't have an Easter egg hunt with your cats. Totally do. Oh, JP. Who else is going to play I with I can't. Them? This so, is just unbelievable. Wow. So I made one for the studio. A, a catnip right. one? No, it's not a catnip one. What is it? There's a little holder. It's got a stand. There. Oh, that's the holder. Okay. Oh, you've made it. You've colored an egg for us. I see. There's the holder. Here comes the egg. And, uh, oh, it's a suck it egg. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really, that's really nice. It's pretty good. It looks, it's got stickers on it's it. It's got stickers. You want one of the stickers? And the, and the, it, the suck it is in like a glitter paint thing. It's, uh, uh, there, there's a little duck and a guy riding a bicycle, an extreme rider. Uh, oh, there's, uh-huh. um, <laughs> extreme. There's a flower and a butterfly and a lady. Suck it, tasty. <laughs> So yeah, I'll, I'll Twitter this, and it says sand is yellow sand. It's a pink egg. You were really wow. making those to have a, a hunt with your cats, it's like a uh, unicorn like, or rainbow egg. Oh man! Oh, don't eat it, by the way, because they're not fully cooked. 
<laughs> because the cats don't care. As long as you put catnip yeah. on them, they're happy. Yeah. I kind of broke one and it shot everywhere. Oh, man. All right, couple. Thank you, JP. That's beautiful. It's a wonderful addition to our Easter yeah. show. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. Couple more quick announcements. We've changed the way we uh, sell our AHA memberships. The way that you can help us by helping yourself out with a membership to the American Homebrewers Association. Now you can just click on the AHA logo right on our homepage. It's down. Scroll down to the bottom right, and it will give you the ability to buy one-year, uh, two-year, and three-year memberships. You can buy family memberships. You can buy international memberships. A lot of our international uh, listeners were wondering, and you couldn't do any of that before, uh, and now you can. You click on the link. It's right there on the homepage. It says AHA. It'll take you to where you need to go to buy your uh, membership. You get a, a great magazine, Zymergy Magazine, pub discounts at wonderful establishments like the, the 21st Amendment and, yeah. and Downtown Joe's in Napa. Yeah, I know yeah. they're part of the program. Very popular uh, program. I, I use the uh, pub discount program myself on a regular basis, and I I recover uh, like, you know... <laughs> Five to ten. Not times very well sometimes in the cost. Of the, uh, <laughs> five to ten times the cost of membership. Right. You know that that won't be for everybody around the world. Yeah. But uh, you know, if you got a place you like and it's on the pub discount program, it's going to pay for itself. Right. Absolutely. And then uh, you get discounts to things like the uh, National Homebrewers Conference coming up in June in uh, in uh, Oakland, California. Yes. But you better register pretty soon. Uh, it's it's selling out. You better you know get your butt there and buy. And uh, you, can, you can be there and you can participate. I heard as of this week the seminars were almost completely sold out. Yeah, there was still the grand, room at Pro Night and Club Banquet Night. Is sold out. Banquet's gone, right? Right. Uh, uh, the okay. seminars JP, are you're, near you're gone. going to have to get a more beer ticket to the banquet. I always forget to get the banquet. And oh. I, I, always, I always crash the more beer table. Hey, guys, come yeah, on. You you're not going to make me starve, are you? Yeah. You're not going to make me sit over here and watch you eat, are you? I got a free pass for Chad. <laughs> they don't have, oh, they don't he have actually top ramen. <laughs> Damn you know where to yeah, yeah. buy top rum? Maybe the Walgreens is open. You have like your equipment here. Like I'm just carrying my, my sound equipment with me. Can I just sit at your table? Yeah, I just need. To, uh, maybe I could move this salad plate into my belly so that my equipment can fit. <laughs> yeah, uh, squeeze over. There's only 14 it's, people. It's going to be one of the greatest events on the West Coast. Yeah. to ever happen. I mean, uh, it's like 1,100 people. You Except know, for the opening, great, 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 great bearing. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, yes. Brewing Buddies, and it's going to be... Fantastic. And one of the best parts of the week is going to be BNA4, our fourth yeah. anniversary party. It's happening Wednesday right before. It's going to happen at Linden Street Brewery, but we got a bus tour going on uh, all day Wednesday. So we're we're hitting the, uh, we're going to be in the bus at noon. I know, Doc's shaking his head. Oh, man. <laughs> I've been thinking about that all week. Uh, oh. We're getting in the bus at noon. <laughs> we are going to Anchor Brewing Company for a private tour. Yeah, we are, are going to Marin Brewing Company for a private tour. Tour. We are going to Beer, Beer, and More Beer for a parking lot extravaganza where there will also be uh, several breweries beer on hand. I hear that uh, there might be some 2-1-A beer on the bus. What? Really? Uh, that's, been, that's been rumored. Yeah. In cans. Um, yeah. Not to mention uh, several others. So you're going to want to sign up for that tour. Tickets will be on sale in the Brewing Network store this week. That's going to be I'll tell be you, the, uh, the, I got the, 80 seats. That's the it. The More Beer parking lot? More beer doesn't do anything half ass. No, no, that's why I went. I said, they hey, really guys, bring it. I want to have. I, I figured, well, look at, you know, you'll you'll blow your socks off. I figured a lot of I people guarantee. coming in from all over the country already shop at More Beer. Several of them don't, and a lot of people want to see it anyway. So yep. I thought, you know, They've why heard not? About it. Because we have a big group. So yeah. I'll tell you what, I was you limited in where we could go based on just our. I mean, I can't take 
I can't take 160 people to the Tornado. Right, right. Uh, so you know, uh, so what we're doing is is uh, I'm going to get some uh, professional breweries to set up their uh, you know some jockey boxes in the parking mm-hmm. lot. We're going to have a little mm-hmm. festival out there. You're going to get to see yep. what the whole operation is about. Morby um, will show you that they love you. Yeah, you'll get Don't the worry. you'll get the star treatment. We should uh, we should swing by Monument Liquors. <laughs> All yeah. of us with the two bus tour buses. It's pretty good. Those guys are great. It's a good stop, actually. Yeah, yeah. Justin, that is good stuff. Yeah, here's these oh, are, are going to be for the bus ride. Are these bus ride gifts? Oh, I can. Oh, I I have a guess at this. Are these oh, nutters? Oh yeah! Doc brought us nutters <laughs> for the bus tour. <laughs> oh wow! Who has legs that thick though? Look at that. Uh, I, I I got them yeah. as a lot. That's, that's like these a must sh- be shats. Shats. Yeah. Shat. Right that has a stain on it. Or McDowell. Yeah. They're all brand new though. Oh actually. thank God! I thought maybe you got them at the Salvation Army. Wow! I can't fill those. Up. Look at the crotch on that one. I can't hey, fill that. We can give them. I we can get more. Yeah. It's a shatter McDowell. Oh, can we go put them on right now, please? <laughs> shatter and McDowell. Can like, we go wear these? I like so these like TP. Two people in the studio that can fill those. All right, now we've got uniforms for the oh. bus tour. It's going to be a good time, so pay attention to the, the Brewing Network store uh, tomorrow or Tuesday. I'm going to have tickets up for sale. There's only going to be 80 available, so you're going to have to get them while they're quick. Again, sign up for the Twitter if you want to uh, first. 21st notice. Amendment. 21st Amendment. 21st <laughs> Amendment. Okay. I got hey, Roger. Hey, I, I got a new, I got a new game Rock. for you. You do? I got a new thing. Okay. I was listening to last week's show. Yeah, yeah. And I heard Roger say Triple Rock about 100,000 times. He did. Well, I got a new thing for you to raise money. Okay. What you do is every time somebody says, it's on the show like a guest, and yeah. they say the name of their place like that, Yeah. it's 10 bucks. 10 just, bucks a name. I just said it three times. You did. Here you go. We just made 30... <laughs> Uh, I got one more on that one. Jay Z, your salary. You just we just made your salary for Woo-hoo! the year, right All here right. with these. With I'm Sully's actually getting a salary. Sully's new plan. Thank you, Sully. I, I, I saw that uh, you, Roger Roger took some heat in the uh, form. I was checking that yes, out. Will. People and, weren't uh, too happy, were yeah, they? No. So I decided that uh, let's make something not so good a good thing. I and, like uh, it, Sully. <laughs> so uh, I like it. Any you, time. Right. I'll say 21st Amendment. I just said it again. That's okay. You had given me an extra 10. We need a big fish bowl right in front of you. I'll tell you this, though. (laughs) You know, these folks, like like Sully, come in from working a hard, full day and come in uh, and and provide their... uh, Flying to Belgium. You know, provide their uh, expertise in on the show. Yeah. You know, uh, some free it's plugs. All, it's, it's all right yeah. if they get some free plugs. I'm seriously, you but know, and Roger and the other, you know, you have a limit. You, 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 he does make a good point about the about the Roger limit. You though. you can go you, <laughs> you can go you can go overboard, but it, yeah. it's nice of these guys to show up and and show their yeah. support. You get so, five uh, free plugs. Agreed. You'd have a new studio if you charge Roger ten dollars a plug. That's a good. You'd, you'd point. have a new Lamborghini yeah. if you charge. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's assuming he would. Uh, we could collect. Yeah. 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 He'd need a better job, I think. <laughs> well, also though. For any of the naysayers who were maybe worried about how Yousef felt about the uh, blatant advertising for Triple Rock, they're good buddies, and uh, Yousef was all about it. He thought it was real funny, and uh, he told me, me, you know, uh, um, on the down low, I... uh, I actually invited Roger to make me look better. <laughs> <laughs> and so, it totally yeah. worked. Well, I wasn't y- supposed to say anything. Y- Yusuf has uh, done an interview for uh, Can You Brew It? That's right. We're going to have uh, some Ballast Point beer coming yeah. up on a future episode of Can You Brew I'll It? I'll tell you, one, my favorite Ballast Point beer is going to be on Can You Brew It? Oh. I'm going to brew it myself. Nice. Whoa. nice. I didn't you know they watermelon wheat. I, 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 and, you know, I'll tell you... <laughs> No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Are you going to give me ten bucks every time you say say something that have to do with watermelon, JP? 
No, <laughs> I don't have that kind of money. He did say, "Can you brew it?" Oh, that's can. Right. Oh, like the word "can." That's, that's true. Fine too. That's I won't true. pay for that one though. What do I have to say for you to give me ten bucks? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you just have to stay quiet. I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. I can do that <laughs> for every ten minutes. You don't say anything. <laughs> I'll set the timer. <laughs> don't do that. The show would fall apart if you were quiet, JP. It's uh, impossible. Well, All right. Sign up for Twitter. Go on to Facebook and uh, search for the Brewing Network. We get a bunch of updates that way too. All right, chat. Uh, what's happening? in uh, your world of announcements. Yeah! Uh, My favorite segment, by the way. I love you, Shetty. Uh, well, first off, on the 18th, City Dust. Go to CityDust.com. They're putting on a uh, Belgian beer tour in New York City. Uh, it's actually a friend of mine, so when? check that out. The 18th. I'll be there. Yeah, Saturday. I'll be there. All right. Uh, then the uh, poorhouse in New York City is uh, having a homebrew contest, which is on the 21st. That's being put on by Sam Adams. Go to uh, going.com slash best brewer. Uh, Craft Brewers Conference coming up in Boston the 21st to the 24th. Justin will be there. Yeah. Uh, on the 25th, we have the Mead Free or Die, which is basically a uh, all-mead competition going on in uh, New Hampshire. All uh, entries should be there by the 17th. And uh, just check out uh, their website, Mead Free or Die. May 1st, the long shot. you got to have all your beers in. I've already got uh, mine set up, ready to uh, drop them off. Well, let me interrupt for a moment. All right, so May 16th is going to be the uh, long shot judging in San Francisco, uh, or Oakland, actually, uh, the Marriott in Oakland. And then we're going to be, all those judges and folks are going to be out, you know, cruising the town. Uh, San Francisco, all the hot spots, the 2-1-A, all those good good spots. And uh, if you want to join us, uh, you know, come on around. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We made Twitter. Who, who knows? Well, make sure you go to uh, SamuelAdams.com and check out the uh, long shot competition and uh, get those beers in. Uh, then on the 2nd, the Orlando International Beer Festival is putting on a uh, home brewer competition. So go to uh, CFHB.org to check that out. Uh, another one on the second where uh, the entries are due is the uh, Southern Star Brewing Pro-Am competition. Uh, beers must be greater than 5%. Go to southernstarbrewery.com. Then, uh, basically, the homebrew at the WEB competition is taking place from the, uh, well, they're accepting entries from the 6th to the 24th, so you have the 24th. Let's get those beers in. And, uh, basically, every entry that mentions the BN will get a buck uh, donated to the BN. So go to uh, hbd.org and uh, check out the Cass Rivers uh, homebrew competition going on there. And uh, don't forget about morebeer.com. They have the Hop Addiction Month going on. Click on Regan. You get all kinds of discounts. Pretty good deal going on. I love that. Click oh. on Regan. Yeah. It works. That's the best promotion you guys have ever done. You know, there's another one Click we're on doing. Regan. Right Thanks, now. A chat. It's an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> They have cats involved? Swear to God. No, no. Cats. But you go on the front page and there's a little logo. And so what we did, we took like 25 products, made a coupon code, and hid them somewhere. So these coupons, I'm not going to tell you JP's the product. Crutch. Oh, this is so you, real? For real. Seriously. Oh. So you go through, and uh, and if if, you, if the product you're looking at has a coupon code in it, yeah. then you can save money on that coup- on that product. Okay. So wow. Go check that out. It's pretty fun. Morebeer.com. Morebeer.com. Who thought of that? Oh. Um, not I can't JP. remember. Not me. Was it John? <coughs> I just had to do it all. 
right, let's take a quick <laughs> phone call, then we're going to go to break. We're going to do feedback at the end of the program, I think. I might squeeze in one question while we got Jamil here in case he has to leave early. But, uh, squeeze it. Because we've got our squeeze European him. contingent on the line with us today, we're going to try to keep things moving. But let me take this phone call. Looks like we've got a call from uh, Denmark. Erwin from Denmark. Oh. I think he's already calling in for Drunk of the Week. Erwin! <laughs> <laughs> Erwin, what's happening, brother? Hey, it's half past 2 a.m., I mean... Yeah, it's not hey, early brother. for you. It's just early for us. Yeah. I mean, we haven't we've, we've just we haven't even started the interview yet. So technically, he's drunk of the week for next week. That's true. If you want to get technical about it, next week, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take whichever, yeah, what, uh, whatever you would like to hand me. I will I take it. I've got to get myself to Denmark at some point. I tell you, I, I love a lot of listeners there. Seems oh, like yeah. a great place. Uh, so, well, you want to tell us what you've been drinking tonight, Erwin? Uh, some of some Belgian Easter ale. Seven and a half percent. Then some German. What was it? German white Polana. Okay. Mm-hmm. He could say anything, really. He doesn't. The fact that he can hardly remember, I think, seals almost seals the deal. Yeah. All right, Erwin, you are definitely in the running for our, our drunk of the week. I don't think you're going to make it too much further into the show. Eh, no, I'm not. I'm falling off my chair right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long, slow fall. I mean, there's a reason I was falling in for the wrong of the week before the interview. I mean, or, no, actually, I'm that shows make... really strong drunk of the week etiquette. Because usually, you know, we get them in the middle of the interview. We can't take the call. Yeah. They pass out before we get to the end of the interview. <laughs> this guy, he know. He, he said, "Hey, I've listened before. If I don't get my call in right uh, now, yeah. I'm out of the yeah, running." I'm going to pass out before the interview. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Erwin, you are definitely in the running Irwin for tonight's DOTW medal, my friend. Uh, thanks, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. I just almost handled him, handed him the medal, and he's like, okay, okay. That's because he's because he's, he's deserving of yeah, it. That's, that, that's why. I want you know. Next time you ask someone, so what, are you going to tell us what you had to drink? I want someone to say no. It's, yeah. it's really none no, of I'm your not. business. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a personal thing between me and my beers. <laughs> Please do not ask me. That is like asking if my boy is a boy or is a girl. Or I'm a boy or a girl. No, I'm a boy or girl. That's I'm very a girl. Right. You meet me on the club okay, on the dance so the, floor. Uh, and the why are these crickets in the dance floor? I don't understand. <laughs> I never get it. All right, yeah. real quick. Oh, my God. You've got mail. Kick our feedback segment's brought to you today by White Labs East Company. Go to whitelabs.com. Check it out. Good company, good dudes. Uh, I'm just going to do one quick one because we got Jamil here and we couldn't cover this last week. Then I'll do the rest of the feedback at the end of the program. So, Jamil, we had somebody write in a, with a BJCP question. Uh, he says, hey, guys, I just wanted to thank you all for the awesome job. Um, thanks for the new shows and the old standards. So I was talking about you also, Jay-Z. Twelve. Needs a little advice on the BJCP exam. He says, I'm studying my off, and I'm taking the exam in the first week of June. Uh, my goal is to get a national score. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, do you guys think it's possible to do that if I give general number sets for a particular style? And he gave an example. You know, uh-huh. so if the style is American Pale Ale, can he give a general set like OG ten fifty four, Final Gravity ten twelve? It's got an ABV of five point two, thirty five IBUs, uh, SRM of six. Will this kind of a general answer for a style get him that national score he's looking for? Yes. All right. So with this one caveat, so. Uh, those numbers that you give, they need to be in the range of the style. And ideally, they'd be in like the middle of the style. 
if you're giving like the high end or the low end or outside the style, then you're kind of you're shafted. But you don't have to give the absolute, uh, you know, high and low of the style for for the numbers. Just give something in the middle, and you're done. So that'll work. Uh, you just need to make sure you're, uh, uh, you know, covering all the other information well. Answer every question on the test. If you leave a question blank, you're pretty much screwed. Okay. That you know, a blank que- blank answer doesn't really get you national. You Sorry, need to answer every. Just fill in C's or whatever well, you have to fill in. Fill in. Well, it's all essay. So if you write a whole bunch of C's, you're kind of screwed. Okay. Um, you're write a C. Same as a blank in this right. case. So yeah. you need to kind of know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you you know give a basic understanding of everything and uh, you're really good on 80% of stuff, then you'll get national. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jamil. We got lots of good feedback this week, so stay tuned. At the end of the program, Chad is not going to let me forget to do the rest of uh, the feedback. Am I right, uh, right. Chad? Chad's been uh, smoking meat for two days and roasting coffee and doing all sorts of stuff, so we got plenty to talk to the Chad about and uh, lots to do. When we get back, we're going to be talking to Thornbridge Brewing Company out of the UK. You can go to thornbridgebrewery.co.uk. We got Keith Ryan coming on the line with us. Plus, we got Sully here to uh, confer with about the whole European experience. Stick with us. It's the session, and we'll be back in just a second. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Homebrewers, listen up. Have you seen Mike McDowell's picture on that sweet Sam Adams six-pack? Well, it's your turn. Did you know that two prior Longshot winners have gone on to become professional brewers themselves? It's time to enter this year's Samuel Adams Longshot American Homebrew Contest. Jim Cook first brewed Samuel Adams Boston Lager in his kitchen using a 100-year-old recipe from his great-great-grandfather. This is your chance to have your handcrafted homebrew recipe distributed all across America. Be the next homebrewer on the Sam Adams Long Shot Six Pack. This year's contest is going on right now, and you should be a part of it. Time is running out, though. All entries must be received between April 15th and May 1st. Go to samadams.com for all the details and to register your entry, which, by the way, is free. The Samuel Adams Long Shot American Homebrew Contest. Giving back to where it all began. Enter today. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Catherine the Great Imperial Stout, are the perfect accent to Riverside Dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, special rotating taps, and happy hour all day Mondays. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. 
The Brewing Network brings together the winner of the Sam Adams Long Shot Competition and the most awarded home brewer in history to do battle in the next chapter of The Jamil Show. Can you brew it? Every episode, Jamil Zanishev and Mike McDole lay their reputations on the line to brew your favorite commercial beer and put their results to the test. Perfect match or perfect drain pour. Tune in for the recipes, techniques, and interviews with the pros that answer the question, Can You Brew It? The Jamil Show, Can You Brew It? airs every other Monday on the Brewing Network. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. White Labs. It's all in the vial. And now back to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters. On the Brewing Network. Welcome back to the session. Uh, Jamil has informed me I'm, I'm already screwing up the show. I already messed it Son up. Again. Yeah! It's Kelly Ryan from Thornbridge, not Keith. Ryan. Keith is his cousin or something. I don't know. I don't oh, yeah. Kelly so, Ryan. That's 10 bucks for you. <clears throat> Here's Sully. Here's 20 back because I've already screwed <laughs> up the show. Well, yeah. Here, let me just bring it up. Uh, it 21st good, Amendment. Here you go. If it's a good thing. show, then, uh, yeah. All right. I should have Kelly on the line with us so we can get started. Kelly, are you there, brother? I'm, I'm here indeed. All right. Hey, thanks for. Uh, All right. Things are going just fine uh, for yeah. us. You're the one who's dealing with the middle of the night interview. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's all good. Nice. Uh, just just after one thirty here, so uh, I've got a couple of Red Bulls next to me, so I'm good to go. <laughs> you and, might and need a beer, that. a beer close at hand as well, so that should keep me going. I think. Okay, that's important. The listeners would have started calling you a sissy real quick if it was only Red Bull. <laughs> I gotta say, this is Red Bull now. I probably had a few beers under his belt already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I had a couple. Had a couple, but not not too many. I've got to keep myself pretty uh, sane. I think. If if I remember right, my producer tells me that you actually live right up above a pub, don't you? It's right, yeah. It's sort of um, straight up, uh, straight below me. As I'm speaking, oh, that's as, uh, points uh, right pub, there. Pub kitchen. That's great. You can run downstairs yeah, if you great. have to. It's brewing by day and, and, and pub stuff by night, pretty much. So it's, uh, it's pretty fantastic. Keeps, keeps me busy. Keeps us busy. It's really a goal of mine, I will say, that the Brewing Network one day, the, the studio is either above a brewery or a pub or something, like so that we're connected officially and and logistically yeah. of course to a pub or a brewery instead of being parallel to a brewery because you got one outside in the backyard yeah but that, you know yeah. chad can't keep up with us anymore his fermenter isn't <laughs> isn't big enough he's try as he does uh you know we, we still drink him out of house and home so one day we'll be 
You know, that would probably be okay for like a week, and then uh, you'd realize, hey, we're uh, not doing any shows right now. <laughs> hey, I forgot, I forgot I have a job to do. <laughs> I never leave the house. The pub is great, though. Yeah, that's who, who needs a liver anyway? I mean, you know, <laughs> only a small organ doesn't do much. Yeah. Agreed. Now, now, Kelly, what's your association with Thornbridge, so that everybody can know who we're talking to, and then I'll introduce you to the crew here. Cool, cool. Yeah, so I'm the uh, brewery manager at, at Thornbridge. Um, started off there as an assistant brewer, uh, moved up to brewer, and now sort of just oversee the production and, and uh, look out look out for sort of sales and marketing, all that sort of fun stuff, and, uh, and make sure all the beers that, that leave are, are tasting and, and behaving as they should, pretty much. So that's sort of uh, my day-to-day job, as well as we're setting up a new brewery at the moment, so getting stuck into uh, to sort of organizing that and, and getting that up and running in the next sort of couple of months. Okay. So a lot of uh, quality control on your part, it sounds like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yep. Lots of uh, systems and all that sort of thing, and just in sort of keeping everything as, as consistent and, and interesting and, and uh, tasty as we possibly can, really. All right. Uh, listeners, our number, 888-401-BEER, if you've got questions for Kelly, or you can uh, join Stephanie in the chat room by hitting the chat now button. What I'd like you to do is check out thornbridgebrewery.co.uk. I have to tell you, uh, Kelly, I, I, and I really mean this, it's one of the best websites I've seen uh, uh, of any of our guests. You guys have done a it's very very modern, makes you guys look very rock and roll. It's kind of rock star look. Uh, you guys, Did you look at it, guys? It's very upbeat. It makes me... It, it looks like I want to drink your beer. <laughs> well, it's funny enough, when I heard the, uh, the start of your show, I heard Rage Against the Machine playing, and, and the guy that took the photos had actually, the week before, just taken photos of, of Rage Against the Machine. He's quite a sort of famous uh, photographer of sort of rock stars and, and sort of from people people like Bill Hicks right through to David Lynch, sort of yeah. all, all sorts. So he, uh, he was the one that did, did the cool photos for us. So we've got him to thank, really, for a... Uh, Sort of rocking us up a bit, which is uh, <laughs> it does. It looks good, you, know? you guys do look more like a band on the site there than you do like a brewery, which I like. I think yeah. you know, step outside the box. You guys look like a band. You look happy to be there. Oh, and, absolutely. You know, give, give us a couple of beer bottles and we can play some great tunes on them, you know, sort of blow it out. Okay, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if you don't like it, I'll smash it over your face. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So check it out, every thornbridgebrewery.co.uk, and you can look about. And you guys are also, you're, you're pretty heavily into keeping people up to date on what's happening. I see you got a, a, a brewing blog there on the site, too. Yeah, I mean, I sort of, I've, I've um, joined the, what, I don't know if it's the good or the evil that is Facebook and sort of yeah. do a sort of Thornbridge Brewery update there and just let people know what's happening and, and what we're doing sort of daily, as well as uh, yeah, a few ramblings in my blog. And, and yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's kind of, it's cool. I like reading things on, on other breweries' blogs to see what they're up to. So yeah. I thought, well, might as well do the same same with us, you know, and, and keep people informed because people are always interested, you know. They are. And, and like you say, fortunately or unfortunately, Depending on how you look at it, it's it's pretty much it, you got to do it. Uh, our guest host today, Sean O'Sullivan from the Twenty First Amendments in Studio, he he after two years uh, convinced me to finally <laughs> sign up for some of these social things. And and you know the the truth is just getting the word out to people who want the word is it changes. Yeah, a lot it's of all about putting you know eyes in front of the prize. And any way you can do it in this day and age on the interweb or with the uh, Facebook or the twittering. I mean, yeah. it's all about. But I'm looking at his website right now and uh, i didn't expect that i mean i thought thornbridge brewing would be kind of a stuffy you know yes we're having marmite and uh you know uh, it does uh, sound traditional but yeah you guys are you guys are handsome 
<laughs> it does look like an album cover. Yeah. Paintbrush, paintbrush. It's all, I mean, what, no, but paint, um, Photoshop. Photoshop, yeah. 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 MS yeah. Paint. Something like that, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it looks awesome. See, I was just checking out on my iPhone. <laughs> See, Sully's about as modern as an old guy can be. Is basically what the deal is. <laughs> yeah, that no, looks great. Good. There's an iPhone holder on his walker. It's great. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about your brewing history. How do you get to be a person involved? Uh, you know, a, 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 a brewery manager in a, in, a, mm-hmm. in a place like Thornbridge. Um, it sort of all began at university, really. I, I went to, uh, to university where I'm from in New Zealand, um, a university down in the South Island of New Zealand uh, called Otago, and uh, started off doing sort of medical stuff, actually, um, medical laboratory science, and then I went back to this, you know, being in a, in a sort of white coat, stuck in a laboratory from 9 to 5 every day, and then not seeing a lot of days, probably not going to be that much fun. So... Um, did a bit of a change and, and start, actually did a microbiology degree. And while I was doing that, I thought, oh, I might as well study something else and, and studied food technology as well. And, uh, and did kind of equivalent, I guess equivalent to a master's in, uh, in America for, for food technology. And had an amazing lecturer, um, a Belgian guy called, um, it was Professor uh, Jean-Pierre Dufour. And uh, he was just being crazy. He'd set up the uh, master's brewing program in the Catholic uh, University in, in Leuven in Belgium, and it was just right into it, and he was amazing. And introduced me to, to sort of loads of different beer styles, and, and uh, we did sort of some post-grad papers on fermentation science and all this sort of thing, and I just went, oh, my God, this is awesome, and, and I got hooked straight away. So that's how I sort of began, you know, start, started getting into brewing, and then uh, started as a trainee brewer for a company in New Zealand called DB Breweries. Um, who are sort of under the wing of, of Heineken, um, Heineken Brewery. And, yeah, did my sort of two years trainee brewer program there, and and uh, it was, that was really interesting. Um, used a, a kind of a crazy technology called continuous fermentation, which I can chat to you guys about later on if you want. Yeah, we've um, got that uh, plan to talk to you about. Sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah, well, for sure. It's really, really fascinating. Um, and, yeah, and then sort of took a couple of years off, uh, taught English in South Korea for three years, actually, just to pay off student loans and all that sort of thing. So, so <laughs> just went to South Korea and just, uh, you know, teach <laughs> English. Bit of, a, yeah. bit of a change. Sell you know? my body and, um, to pay off student loans. <laughs> definitely ate, ate lots of crazy foods and, and, uh, and, you know, sort of tasted lots of weird flavors, and which was fantastic inspiration for, for you know, now with, with brewing and things. But, yeah. Um, yeah, did that, played a lot of rugby sort of around Asia and that was really good fun and uh, then, yeah, came over here to, to follow the dream of brewing pretty much and, and learn about this weird, wonderful sort of enigmatic thing called cask ale and, uh, and I've been here for sort of coming up, getting closer to three years now. So, okay. so that's sort of the path to date, really. All right. I can't imagine Asian people playing rugby. I can't imagine, you know what I mean? Like, like you think rugby and you think like traditional, like like just Irish, just yoked, just big necked. A good point. Dudes with bright red oh, hair. And there's, then, some uh, big, uh, there's some big dudes in Asia. I mean, some big Korean guys. Uh, they're sort of known as, as one of the bigger, you know, Asian races. And, really? Um, yeah, they're massive. But do they have enough giant, of them to fill out giant. a team? Yeah, haven't, apparently. Haven't, haven't you guys seen K1, that guy, um, Chui Hong Man, he's like this massive, like, seven-foot-tall K1 kickboxer, and he was oh. like, this champion Korean wrestler, so they, they get pretty big, they get pretty big. Yeah, because here I'm thinking, like, uh, you know, Kelly's not too good at rugby, so he goes, <laughs> hey, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the Asian team. 
<laughs> you know, stack it deck. down. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They won't even notice me. <laughs> <laughs> now, no, it's good. Good fun. Good fun. I do have a question about how uh, kind of your goals as a brewery and, and, and what it appears that you do. Uh, now, now you say that you get there and, and you, you got excited about cask ale, you know, real ale. Um, sure. When I look at your brewery and when I look at my notes uh, uh, about what you guys are producing and, and you're doing some collaborations and things like that, well, m- my first thought, and, and it's probably be probably because I'm American, that I think, wow, they're, they're, you're really sort of following this American microbrew model where we're really about uh, spreading the word and collaboration and, and, and going. But but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe it's a very English model, and that's just my American perspective. So I'm curious how you think about uh, what, you, what your goals are. Oh, I'd 100% agree with you. you know, I mean, that's sort of the inspiration for, for us um, as a brewery is... is the, the United States sort of brewing scene, you know, and it's, um, I mean, right right through to, to sort of our flagship beer, Dry Poor, when it was first developed by, by our head brewer, uh, Stefano Cossi, he, um, you know, that, he looked at, at the American um, sort of brewing and, and sort of had, had talked a bit with Garrett Oliver from Brooklyn and stuff and, mm-hmm. and got a few ideas from, from him <clears throat> and uh, we really started to play with American hops and, and went, right, let's, let's make some big beers, you know, not not do these, uh, this sort of standard 4% cask ale, which is really abundant over here and um so it was really just uh it grew from a love of these you know not quite extreme beers but extreme beers by by a british standard and yeah. um and yeah that's definitely definitely sort of a um a model that we follow is, is we you know we, we love love american beers we try as many as we can over here we uh we get in touch with as many american brewers as we can um you know we have them come come over and visit just last week we had a. Uh, um, a girl from Kim Schneider. I don't know if you know her from um, Dragon's Mead Brewery. I don't know if you guys know that brewery. Uh, uh, so, I think I know Colorado. the. I know the name. Yeah, I know the brewery. I don't know her. No. And yeah, I mean, so it's really cool. You get to meet. You know, we sort of meet meet lots of people. Talk about sort of processes and and beer styles. And and you know, I'm sort of often reading sort of the Brewers Association and, and the BJCP stuff, and just getting an understanding of concepts and, and trying to sort of bring those concepts into cask ale as opposed to you know bottled beer or, or sort of keg beer or that sort of thing. So it's well, um, yeah, I, had, no, I agree with you completely. I had uh, this is Sean. I had uh, I was just over in England actually, and I was at the White Horse in Parsons Green, oh, right cool. outside of London. And I, I did I actually didn't know that you'd made this beer until just now, the Jepper mm-hmm. uh, IPA. Uh, Stephanie, Stephanie and I, my girlfriend and I, were there, and we had this cast beer, and it mm-hmm. absolutely blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. And it was it was as and I even said to her, I said, the, and the, the bar manager there at the time I said, this is a, an American IPA. IPA and it's being served here in I, I that's all I drank I, I know I, it was it was fantastic I mean it really blew both of us away this is Stephanie as well um, but it, it really blew us both away to after we drank these ESBs and all these bitters to walk into the White Horse and get such a bitter American style IPA and not only that but just, uh, the ar- the aroma coming out of that cast was absolutely phenomenal and I got to commend you for that it, it was oh, uh, it really just stood up and uh, and uh, it just made you want to drink more of it. It was, it was absolutely phenomenal. So, uh, how are those oh, styles oh. received by your traditional cascale and real ale drinkers out there? Well, I mean, it's kind of a sort of a, you know, a lot of different style of cascale drinkers. Really, I mean, you've got your sort of people that just want a pint of bitter, and yeah. um, generally <laughs> they'll, they'll taste the beer like Jaipur. 
and and I'd say a good 80% of people go, wow, that's really nice, really drinkable, and it's really cool because predominantly over here, real ale is, is drunk by men, and it's um, we get a lot of lot of women come in come into the pub, and we're always offering tasters and stuff, and we do like tasting trays and that sort of thing, and uh, get people to try it, and they're always like, oh wow, that's re- I could actually drink that. And um, so, you know, I think pe- people are open to it. I think sort of the way that the, the brewing industry is moving, and even in the last two years of, of or two and a half years of being here, just seeing, you know, how sort of more open people are to, to drinking the beers. And I think from having a bit of coverage on television, sort of with, with Carscale starting to, to be... Um, understood by a few more people and, and doing things like putting food and and bringing it into the 21st century it's it's making a big change so people are keen as to to try something new to try something a little bit different than the standard kind of neutral you know stood sort of 50 feet away from the copper when you're throwing hops in and, and most of them go on the floor <laughs> instead of in the beer yeah and that sort of thing it's um so no it's it's a a changing marketplace, which is good. You know, it's really good. How does a, an organization like Camera, which basically uh, uh, kept cask beer alive for so long mm-hmm. when it was really like going down the tubes back there, respond to you introducing these new flavors? Are they, you know, the, the perception is they're kind of a stodgy kind of organization that uh, sure. uh, doesn't uh, look highly upon maybe certain techniques and all that. So how are they? How have they responded? Are they going along with the ride? Or are they? Yeah, generally they are. Um, but, I mean, they, there is still a lot of hang up about you know how, how is your beer carbonated or is it done this way? Is it done that way? Instead of taking the beer as a beer and that's that's really the toughest thing for for a lot of brewers that are that are pushing the, the envelope a little bit and trying to do something a little bit different is that 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 camera do sometimes go you know it's more about how is the beer produced as opposed to is the beer good and and that sort of um that, that's tough for for sort of a lot of the micro brewers over here to, to deal with but saying that it's always the the small minority that you know that, that you hear with camera so there's these there's the loud vocal ones that are the ones that are full of disdain about you know not using English hops or doing something slightly different or playing around with different yeasts. But then you know probably ninety five percent of camera I just love a good pint and uh, and are keen as to to just drink as much as they can really. So it's, um, nice. so yeah, I mean it's, it's I think it's a it's a love hate relationship that that a lot of brewers have with with camera over here because you know it's, they've done an amazing job of, of saving real ale. But I think now is the time you know it's, it's being saved. It's the, the saving's been done, and, and now it's time for, for camera to go right. Let's promote this, hmm. not just to, to the audience that they have been promoting promoting it to for the last thirty or so years, but to a new audience that you know the ones that are that are so used to supping sort of boring keg lager and, and, and alka pops and, and that sort of stuff and yeah. really kind of just you know push it to a, to a new generation of people and teach them that that a beer doesn't just taste like beer or it doesn't just smell like beer and and i think you know they've, they've got a vehicle to use that you know to do that really well well, I think you're definitely onto something. I mean, just as in Belgium, uh, the beer came across the, the pond to the United States, and we've really taken upon uh, the brewers out here to brew Belgian-style beers. And the same thing happened early on in the craft brew movement in the United States, where we were brewing a lot of English ales, English-style ales, and then we adopted these new hops. So it's kind of neat to see it kind of go back to uh, the U.K., and you guys are uh, using new materials just as they are in Belgium. I think that's a great, great thing to do. I think it's funny. It's a reinvention, you know. It's we we it's it's a you know taking that like you said the UK style. It's it's gone to America in, in a way. It's it's coming back home here, but with all the sort of the 
the amazing groundwork that, that American brewers have done, it's now time for, for the British brewers to kind of uh, use that as well and, and sort of bring it up a level. And then hopefully it'll go back across the uh, across the you guys again and we can, you know, it can keep sort of, you know, up the staircase, so to speak, you know, so that'd be good. Yeah, I had this exact same conversations with brewers and when I was on this trip this last week uh, mm-hmm. with brewers over there in the U.K. and in Belgium and in Germany about how there's this conversation that's kind of occurring that goes back and forth across the Atlantic. And mm-hmm. It's really uh, kind of pushing both sides uh, and kind of like an, almost like a global collaboration in a lot of ways. So great oh, for us consumers, too. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, it's great. Even, I mean, we, we sort of uh, went last year, myself and Stefano, to, to Italy. And, I mean, a, a country like Italy is not, not known for beer. And to see the, the microbrewing scene over there is just phenomenal. You know, it's, it's amazing. The, the beers, you know, they've got no, no sort of tradition holding them back. And they can uh, do whatever they want. And they do unbelievable things. Yeah, Italy's... So, uh, I mean, Italy is really interesting because I've been to the Salone del Gusto in uh, Torino for oh, the last nice, couple. Yeah, nice. and I, I, when I was there four years ago, it was it was like the, almost the birth of like the Italian craft brew scene, and it was yeah. it was like a Star Trek episode where you saw a planet being born. You know, you didn't know if they yeah, wanted yeah. to be like Belgian breweries or English breweries or or uh, German lager breweries, and they were you kind of saw them kind of struggling with the styles they were producing, but they really in the last couple of years have really honed it down. For sure, for sure. I mean, it's uh, oh, it's fascinating. I mean, I, I was at our friend Del Gusto, um, yeah, we were there last year, and uh, just oh, so much fun, so interesting, you know. Your brewer is Italian, right? Uh, yes, yes, Stefano, Stefano Cossi. Yeah, he's our genius uh, head brewer. He's, he's amazing, you know, just fantastic eye for detail, just incredible sort of perception of, of aromas and flavors, and, and his conceptual sort of understanding of how a beer will be is, is phenomenal you know he's, he's uh in a class of his own and he, um so it's, it's great that that we sort of you know getting recognition for our beers as well because it's um no he's a he's a star for sure the only uh, uh, Italian uh, craft brewer that i've ever read about or heard about i read about in one of charlie papazian's books it was the uh his travel one, uh, Homebrewed Adventures. Uh, is that Homebrewed Adventures? And he talks about this Italian brewer who uh, was putting giant... Uh, I'm, not, I'm not making this up. Uh, he's putting giant oh, earphones on his... Yeah. On, you, you know about this. Good. Phew. That's, that's uh, <laughs> from uh, Baladin, Baladin Brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, it. But his giant headphones yeah. on his fermenters to... Um, <laughs> and, and the theory is that every living thing responds to music. And, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's his theory. Um, yeah, he's, he's known as being a bit, a bit of a sort of eccentric, sort of bohemian brewer. Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, he does some crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy. And, be really... Really fascinating beers, though. It is. I'd love to try them. It's an interesting concept because there's. It, it sounds funny putting headphones on a fermenter, but it's based in a lot of research. There's research with plants and music, and, and, and babies yeah, in music. And uh, Doc, sure. tell me that this story doesn't make you you know want to smoke a doobie and, and listen to Grateful Dead <laughs> and see if your yeast do any better. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Does me pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, and that was several years ago that, what, that he wrote that. What kind of music was? Did he say? I think he was trying I all think different. He goes for all sorts. Yeah. All depending on the beer. Yeah. Yeah. And he was trying. He's trained as well. Yeah. It's so Italian. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. And we had to play the Grateful Dead for the uh, Gruet beer. Yeah. 
Yeah. I thought it was... I, I think there was even pictures of the fermenters in the... I don't really read books without pictures, so I'm pretty sure they were there. Uh, with giant headphones. I mean, I don't know why he didn't just play speakers in the room. Where do you get giant headphones? I don't know. Why would anybody need giant headphones? I know. They must have been Italian-made. He probably went over to Ferrari and said, hey, I, you know, I need I got, I got headphones. his friend, like, you know, he's got this really big head. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what is that? Well, what, what was it? Wasn't it that Roald Dahl book, the BFG, the big friendly giant? Maybe it's real, and maybe it's stole his. I don't know. Exactly. Is that what BFG <laughs> means? <laughs> big friendly giant. <laughs> I, I do have another question for you. As you and Sully were talking about real ale, it, it occurs to me that, um, you know, I think I know what real ale is, but. But maybe I don't. Is there some definition that makes real? Because it's you, you, you keep real. interchanging. I guess that could be it. Yeah. You keep interchanging. Uh, not you. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, people who talk about real ale interchange the words cask ale and real ale like it's the same thing. Is is real ale just beer that is not uh, forced? Car- it's just cask conditioned ale. What's the yeah? Pretty much. I mean, I think. I mean, again, it's sort of these camera definitions and. and I guess really we just at the end of the day we just make beer and it and it goes into a cask. Yeah, um, yeah. But really, it's I think it's usually I mean as far as I know like real ale or, or cask ale. It, uh, it's just you know you're doing an infusion mash. You're getting a um, you're getting a sort of your beer at the end um, using a sort of a top fermenting ale yeast and uh, putting it into a cask and allowing it to sort of finish off conditioning, getting a slight sort of a little bit more um, carbonation. Okay. And uh, and that's yeah. it really. I mean that's it's. So beer in its most simple form, you know, it's not touching filters, it's not not touching pasteurized. So kind of like the um, English Reinheitsgebot. boat. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's but again, it's sort of that's that's sort of a something we we want we're trying to we want to challenge people with that as well, you know, to say, look, just because the beer isn't in a cask, it can still you know it can still be good, and that's something we eventually want to play around with some kegging and, and see if we can still get this. It's the little bit. And, yeah, you know, well, and from the as well. And well, and that, that's the, I guess that's where my question comes into, and maybe this is the whole debate that everyone has about real ale. But I, so my question would be: if you do, if everything is the same, you, you know, all natural ingredients, you don't filter it, you do, you do everything that a real ale should be, but then you put it in a in a normal keg and you carbonate it that way, and then you serve it on a normal draft. Is it not called real ale at that point? Now, you know, I mean, by definition, pretty much anything that that is there's any type of sort of forced carbonation. So I mean, I mean, real it's not not very high in, in terms of volumes of carbon dioxide. It's only sort of probably between one and, and, and one and a half volumes. So it's you know really really slight. Whereas you know your, your keg beer, I don't know, I'm guessing that's sort of getting close to what two and a half volumes, maybe even higher if you're getting into wheat beers and, and Belgian ales and that sort of thing. So um, it's uh, I mean I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how how it would come out of a keg. I've, I've never really played around with that. Obviously, you'd have to, you know, set your pressures right with your CO2 going to the keg and see what it's like coming out of a font. Would you need to put on sparklers, things like that, to get a good head on it? It would yeah. be a, um, something to it'd be interesting, actually. It would be something, hopefully, we can play with once the new brewery's up and running because we're going to uh, have a nice sort of visitor centre and potentially, like, a, a good cellar and, and that sort of thing. And and uh, and the, the experiments shall begin, I'm, I'm guessing. I remember having like this debate in the cellar with Mark Durborough at the uh, from the White oh, Horse, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at uh, <clears throat> this is at there a couple of years ago during their strong 
uh, beer festival there. And uh, it was like probably 25 of us down in there. And we were basically debating whether or not what is real ale. And uh, there was like the hard line, like you're talking about, definition of what a camera thinks. And really the whole debate kind of turned and, and ended up being like, well, what is the pint glass? What 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 is it you're tasting? What is it it's all about there? Because... Honestly, over here, we do do real ale, we do cask-conditioned beer, we use firkins, we use pins, uh, mm-hmm. we do all that kind of thing. And we sometimes play around with it. Sometimes I'll take a filtered beer and put a new dosage of yeast and sugar in a firkin, and maybe cool. with some hops, and kind of do it that way. And I think, you know, the hardline uh, definition for camera, they would be, you know, they wouldn't go along with yeah, that. Paul. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like that's their punishment. I was going to say, I don't know, even if, if the beer is filtered, I mean, it's still, all that's doing is potentially really just taking yeast out, isn't it? I mean, maybe a little bit of flavor depending on, on how fine a filter you're using. But it's, um, yeah, it would be interesting to see what, what camera thought of that because I have heard over here of some uh, bigger bigger breweries that do, you know, what's defined as, as real or car scale, um, filtering and then priming and reseeding. So, I mean... That's you know I've, I've heard that happens and some some big breweries centrifuge and then uh, and then reseed to you know sort of to get that that amount of yeast in the, in the cast that they need to build up the condition sort of whatever it may be maybe half a million yeast cells per per mill of beer usually is a good good amount you to get in the in the cast to get some good cast condition so yeah I mean is that real out is it cask out I think it's probably one of those sort of um, chicken and egg sort of uh, Debates will go on forever. Well, I hope you're yeah, right that yeah. maybe the next, uh, you know, incarnation of camera, their next task that they take on is to is not just to promote real ale, but maybe to promote that mm, there's more than real ale too. You know, we've saved real ale, but also here's guys who are doing a great job at real ale, and now they're trying new things with it as well. Yeah. And uh, well, from my I, understanding, I agree. Yeah, it, it, it kind of started as as oh, maybe it didn't start, but one of the things that it does is. Um, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, go to bars basically and say, "Yes, this bar dispenses real ale the proper way," and that's exactly what it is. Because I like that. Uh, wasn't there? Weren't there a yeah. lot of people uh, kind of upset where you go to you go to a bar and something says real ale and it's not? Um, and it's yeah, kind of a heritage thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like it's a heritage thing, right? I mean, as far as as far as brewing heritage, and you want to kind of protect that. And I totally understand, but at the same time, sure. um, you know, lighten up. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, the great camp. I think I think there is a there is a sort of a um, there is room to almost have a you know this this pub serves traditional ales. You know, like I think to use the, the term traditional is really important because then mm. hopefully people understand right that's a, an ale that's been conditioned in a cask, yeah. been pulled through a hand pull, whether it be sort of you know using it like a. Um, Carbon, you know, carbon dioxide to push the beer from a cellar that's miles away to the hand pool, I think, is irrelevant. But, um, yeah, I think it's really important. And I've even heard uh, rumours of camera um, talking about allowing cast breathers to be accepted, which are, <gasps> yeah, yeah, like getting a nice sort of CO2 blanket on the, uh, on the cask. So, there's, um, I mean, if that would happen, it's a step in the right direction. It means they're moving with the times, they're realising that technology is not necessarily a bad thing, and you can still brew and serve traditional ales with, with the aid of uh, a little bit of technology to help keep them better in a cellar. You know, I mean, that's, that's another important thing with the, the popularity of, of these cask ales growing. More pub, pubs uh, want them in, and uh, but, but a lot of publicans don't have a clue how to keep them. So, mm, I mean, yeah. you know, every, every little sort of, every little thing helps, helps a lot, you know, so... 
what I what I think is great is that uh, you know you're over there uh, trying to get people to branch out from bitters and uh, mm. more traditional English ales, and we're over here trying to get people to branch out from you know cores. <laughs> um, it's funny to me because it's like, well, yeah. you know, I'm, I just want to get away from all like the boring, the bitter, and the whole thing. And I'm going, yeah, we would love a good yeah, bitter. I know, and, and that's what we try to do. You know, I think, I think, uh, I think that almost kind of tests the metal of a brewer sometimes. Is if you could do a real English ale, yeah, if you can make it taste real good and clean and malty and and what it's supposed to be, mm. um, uh, you know. And then you guys over there are just like, all right, enough, already. Let's do some hops, <laughs> right. Now, well, there's a lot to be said for a good, good pint of bitter, you know, it's, uh, you can't beat it, Absolutely. especially after a day's work, um, it's, it's the ultimate, you know, nice clean, like you're saying, nice clean tasting, bit of maltiness, hopefully a little bit of hop as well, and it's just magic, slides down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen, i got to take a quick break and take care of some sponsors real quick. What I'd like to do is come back and start talking about these beers that you are doing. And uh, awesome. I want to talk about the different barrels that you're putting beer in. I hear you got some interesting yeah, yeah. things happening there. Uh, I would like to talk about the ingredients you're using, certainly hops. I think that's pretty fascinating. We'll do that. And then, uh, you know, by the end of the interview, we're certainly going to talk about continuous uh, fermentation uh, with you. Yeah, cool. Okay. All right, very good. good. We've got Kelly Ryan on the line with us. He's from Thornbridge Brewery in the UK. Go to thornbridgebrewery.co.uk. We'll be back with the whole crew and more from Kelly. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire her up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. The new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The, the More Beer, beer deal, deal of the Day. day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the more beer deal of the day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices impersonated. Nico, listen, our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months. And then to the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now, it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty crack cans. Tasty crack cans. 
Have you ever noticed the pathetic look on the face of the Brewcaster poster boy? That's the look of a child that survives on ramen noodles and homebrew. Subprime Meltdown doesn't even begin to describe what this kid has been through. He lives this grim existence for his army, the Brewing Network Army. Times are tough for everybody. It's like getting stuck in time two days before payday. Cash is tighter than a post-it IOU stuck in a stripper's sweaty G-string. The unicorn's horn is limp and the rainbow has lost its color. But you can help change all that. If you were to take that sparkling change in your pocket and plop it on the table for the BN instead of the extra pint at happy hour, then the world could be a brighter place. When you buy a round for the BN, you buy a round for yourself and your fellow soldiers. And that's what it's all about. That and being entered into the reoccurring donor monthly raffle. So step up and start your own economic stimulus package. For just a few bucks a month, you can stimulate the unicorn, the rainbow, and a brewcaster. Hit that donate button just like you'd hit on that crazy bitch at the bar right after last call. You'll be really happy about it in the morning. Well, what's it feel like? Take awesome and multiply it by two. Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby. <laughs> it's the Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. All right, welcome back to the program, everybody. Just, Justin, just hold on a second, please. 21st Amendment. Here you go. I'm making out like a bandit today. Sully, you're invited back next week. Speaking of making out. <laughs> Such you get, the, get a couple lap dances. That's that. another $10, folks. Man, I'm telling you. It's the best idea the Brewing Network's ever had, Sully. Well, that way, you uh, you know, when you got a guy like last week coming on, you you know... To really cash in. You know, he just has to... You have to gauge how much you want to spend. Roger would have had to swipe his credit card somewhere. <laughs> uh, and that's what you should have here in the studio. A little yeah, credit card swiper. swiper. Yeah. Other than JP. <laughs> what? We would have made thousands last week. We would have made a well, lot no. of money last week. Easily, he could just uh, put a laptop in front of him. Yeah. And put the donate button really big. That's true. And, and every, every time... time just click that button. Hit the button. Roger would be like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Welcome back to the show. We're still on the line with Kelly Ryan from Thornbridge Brewing in the UK. Uh, where exactly in, in the UK? Uh, UK addresses confuse me, uh, Kelly, because because <laughs> there's like UK a... Well, world. there's like a... You know, uh, it, it it would say something, for example, it would say something like uh, Thornbridge Brewery, uh, uh, Water on the Lake, uh, Kelly Shire. <laughs> and so is it Kelly Shire or is it Water on the Lake? Like, I can't, I never, where, where the hell are you? I don't know, I'm from New Zealand, it confuses me. <laughs> I just sort of my car and drive and sort of where I am, and I, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm somewhere. Yeah. No, it's, um, pretty much, it's sort of how they work, but you'll have the name of the place, because places often have, like, names here. Like, uh, you know, maybe you, your, your uh, house won't have a number, it'll have a name or something oh, like that. Oh, I see. So, I mean, for example, our, you know, our, our pub is, it's, it's no number, it's just the coach and horses, and then it's the road, and then it's the town, and then it's the county, and then it's the, the country, and they throw It's in the shire. Yeah. So, I, yeah, as yeah. much as as confusing it is as it is, it's kind of awesome. Yeah. Like, Sully, how much would you like it if the two one eight wasn't five six three second street? If it, it was, was like, like, yeah, uh, I don't know, um, the the Firkin on bricks. 
Uh, <laughs> like, if it didn't have a number, it'd be great. 21st Amendment, fucking on bricks. Uh, half a yeah. stone's throw from the bay. <laughs> London Shire. Lond- yeah. S- San Francisco Shire. <laughs> <laughs> South of Market Shire. And I- I'm making a big joke, but really, I'm, you know, I-, I-, I try to go over my notes thoroughly when we have a guest so that I can get all the information right. And I'm looking and I'm going, try. I just have to say UK because I can't tell if he is from, <laughs> if the place is here or there. Are they like, like prefectures or something? It's a little townships or whatever. I can enlighten you. It's, it, there's, a, there's a place called Sheffield in, um, in sort of pretty much in the middle of England, really, quite close to it. Gary um, Sheffield. It, uh, you guys would have seen the Full, Mon- Full Monty, right, that movie? Yeah. You ever seen yeah, that? Yeah. yeah well, that, that's based in Sheffield, so it was a big sort of steel, um, a steel city. And we're about 25 minutes drive from Sheffield, just south. So just sort of below Sheffield's in a, in a, a really big county called Yorkshire. In, uh, in England, and we're in a county called Derbyshire, so um, just just sort of south of the border, pretty much. Um, so that's where we are, kind of probably an I hour. See. Or so I know right where that is. Well, but see, Can I should right? have asked because when Kelly says it now, I just feel like an yeah. asshole. Like it's very simple. It's well, like a couple of cities. <laughs> you, you can't you can't really write that on an envelope. So <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. I, to be honest, I wouldn't wouldn't have had a, you know a clue where uh, where Derbyshire or Yorkshire or any of these places were sort yeah. of a, a wee while ago. Because I mean, New Zealand's only got about twenty houses and, and three phone numbers. <laughs> and a billion <laughs> sheep. That's, that's what I'm used to, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're still on the party line system. Yeah, and lots of hobbits as well. I mean, <laughs> lots of hobbits. That's right. The Shire. So, so very, yeah, we know the Shire, but that's, we've only got the Shire, and that's it. You know. <laughs> that's it. I want to name my house. You know, like Eddie Murphy's house is Bubble Hill. It is? Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. I want to name my well, house. Never like lands this. up for sale. You can call it that. You can call it the stupid place where we have Easter egg hunts with cats. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the uh, cats really messed up tonight. Let's is, put the you don't like that name, JP? on the eggs. Is, is, is that like a shot? You, you should get, get, the, get the, uh, the scissors out. Yeah. Pop up some of those Twenty First Amendment sort of cans once you finish with oh. them. Make, le- make, letter- make letters out of them, and, that, and you can maybe sort of staple them to the side of your house. You know, sort of. In, there you go. All right. Recycling. Good. Recycling. Yeah, that's true. A good insulation as well. <laughs> that's very true. All right, I want to start talking about the Thornbridge beer with you. Cool. Yeah. Um, so let's kind of, if if it's all right with you, you know, let's get off the real ale topic and start talking about mm-hmm. what you know what else you real guys beer. are doing. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> get the real. Um, you know, maybe a, a good place to start just for fun, but then you know, you take it anywhere you want. Is it's uh, all fun? I did hear about different barrels that you're putting things in. You're getting some unique um, uh, access to barrels. Absolutely. I mean, it, it sort of began again, sort of a year or so before I started. Um, Stefano Cossi and and the other brewer that began the film, which a guy called Martin Dickey, who uh, now is at a brewery called Brewdog up in Scotland. Mm. Um, they uh, decided to to put one of our beers into a few few casks, um, and the, the beer that we that they chose was our, our sort of interpretation of a of an imperial Russian stout, which we call St Petersburg. Um, really nice beer. It's fantastic beer. And I thought, well, let's uh, let's throw it into some some whiskey casks. Uh, Martin was was Scottish, so he uh, he, had a, he had a love of, of whiskey, sort of inherent, you know, sort of inherently bred into him. Um, and they decided on on three different casks. They went for a, for an Isla cask, which was a Calila uh, whiskey from memory. Um, they had a, a Highland cask, cask, which was a Mortlach whiskey. 
and they had what was the other one, a Speyside cask, which was Macallan, Macallan cask. So they put the beer in, which was around 7.7% that went into the casks and um, left it for about getting close to a year and um, and pulled it out again, checked the, the alcohol content, and it's gone up quite a lot. It's sort of uh, one of them went, the space I went up to 8.8% from 77 The um, oh, the, the island. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it picked up a lot. It sort of, which oh, it didn't empty out the cask all the way. Well, it's, um, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, there was no whiskey left in it, so it's, I guess all that whiskey would have been uh, in the wood, which is which is crazy to think. But yeah. so one of them went up to 10.2, that the Isla cask went up to 10.2%, so so we'll probably be in trouble with customs because of uh, of grogging and all that sort of thing, but uh, yeah, yeah. hopefully they're not listening. That's a good point you make, though, because, uh, well, like Doc is saying, you know, we always think that uh, you only have to worry about whether or not the whiskey's left at the bottom of the barrel, but you're saying it was sure. dry, but maybe it's in the, it's just in the wood, too. You know, yeah. so I mean, maybe, maybe there was a little bit of sort of, um, I mean, there's, there's a little bit of residual sugar left in, in St. Petersburg anyway, so maybe there was, was some small amount of fermentation sort of happening over that time, yeah, but I mean, I doubt too. it. It wouldn't, wouldn't count for that much. And, well, then you've got to get know, some evaporation. The evaporation, you know, evaporation, yeah. Oh, all yeah. that sort of micro oxygenation sort of that's occurring, you know, because of the because of the wood itself. I think uh, two of the casks were were ex bourbon and one was an ex sherry. So I mean, it's um you know, different different oaks. I'm I'm guessing as well. So yeah, yeah I mean you've and got then, different, different the, yeah, and then the different warehouses, whether it's a wet warehouse or a dry warehouse. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Humidity plays an important factor. Temperature plays an important factor, and I mean how porous the oak is. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's known that sort of um, American oaks are, are quite porous. So, um, yeah, maybe maybe all those sort of factors sort of... It's all you know, good. It. Yeah. When we look at it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It's uh, fascinating. I mean, it's um, actually, funny enough, I was just looking at rate beer the other day, and we, we just got our first 20 out of 20 on rate beer, and it was for the Isla, St. Petersburg. So it was um, really cool, because we, we found a, a few boxes left in, in, excuse me, in Jim's uh, cellar, and Jim, Jim's the owner of Thornbridge Hall, because the brewery's in a, a big old sort of country house. Okay. Um, amazing sort of haul and that and um we sort of put them up for sale uh, sold some to, to phil lowry at um at, at sort of his, his his place um beer merchants and um and yeah man we're like oh wow we got a 20 out of 20 but yeah really full-on flavors you know if you like your isla whiskey if you like the lafroigs and all those sorts of whiskeys mm-hmm. um then you know that real sort of intense sort of pt sort of iodine sort of um Campfire kind of thing. Yeah, real full-on sort of... By the way, those are uh, all terrible flavor yeah. <laughs> descriptions, but I see what you're saying. Um, when you when yeah. you lump them together like that, you go, God... Tastes like iodine <laughs> and burnt that? wood. Licking yeah. a campfire. Uh, they've it's done a, tests... A wacky, certain mad flavor. They've done crazy. tests for certain people. Like tar as well. It's crazy. Yeah. It's really, I mean, interesting, though. Really so complex and... and uh, yeah, a, a good sort of you know, sit down with a cigar by the by the log fire and, and crack that baby open with a you know a couple of glasses to share with your friends. It's it's awesome, it's ideal. So, we, yeah, wood's fascinating. It's so interesting. It's it's always an experiment. You know, you never know how how a beer is gonna gonna work in, in wood, um, but you just kind of you have an educated guess and then you decide what sort of what sort of barrel we're we're going to use. Well, I mean, we haven't done a lot. We've only uh, done a, a couple of beers of wood. Um, the other one we've used is we've used ex um, an ex Madeira cask American oak and a um, an ex 
uh, Pedro Jimenez cask, which is Spanish oak, and uh, and we've aged a barley wine of those as well, which hopefully one of them's sort of winging its way to you guys at the, as we speak, so you can get to try it in the next couple of days if it, if it arrives. So yeah, we didn't get our uh, we didn't get samples yet. No shipment. Um, we're lo- no, looking forward not, to that. Not happy. Well, we got them. I sent them about two weeks ago, and they arrived back to me about I don't know a week ago or something. something like oh, that. So customs, like, huh? Hmm, something yeah. something hasn't quite worked here. So Oops. we've uh, sent them again. So I'm really hoping they they get to you guys soon after Easter. So Mark them Easter right. bunnies. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, Easter way, Easter way better than way better than Easter eggs. Yeah, <laughs> way better. Yeah. Now you, but, um, I don't want to gloss over some of these barrels that you're talking about. One of them I'm curious about is a. Uh, you say you put a beer in a in a sherry barrel. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that sure, I've ever yeah. had a beer, and could could I even get a sherry barrel in the U.S.? I mean, do we? Yeah, sure. um, I don't know. I mean, we yeah. we sort of had to get them flown over from from Spain, um, and I mean it was at a, at a big cost, but we thought, well, it's worth it because we 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 hadn't heard of of many beers being done in, in sherry ca- casks either. You know, we, we'd heard of beers being done in whiskey casks that were ex sherry, but but never in a in a cask that has come straight from a from a sherry producer or a Madeira producer. Yeah. So um, I mean, a, a, a sherry, for example, like the Pedro Jimenez, is just I don't know if you guys are familiar with. It's such a, a sweet, you know, this, it's the sweetest sherry. You know? Yeah, it's I know what you're talking sweet, about. Yeah. Amazingly complex and, and just wonderful sort of fruity, sort of pruny, raisin, all these great sort of characters. Um, so I thought, yeah, this is going to add something pretty cool to the beer. Hopefully you'll get a bit of that fruitiness coming through in the beer. And as well as obviously the, the, the oak characters, all those sort of lactones, all that sort of vanilla and coconut. Mm-hmm. And what kind um, of beer went into that barrel? Was it? That was a, a, a barley wine that we that we mm. brewed with uh, with Garrett from uh, from Brooklyn Brewery, and I mean you guys will be familiar with Brooklyn Brewery. Yeah, um, yes. he, he sort of came over and and we had a nice uh, sixteen hour brew day that that a double sort of mashed so we could get a. Get Did he wear a tie uh, for the brew day? Uh, yeah. of, of course, yeah. it's Garrett. <laughs> I think it was a, at least I don't know if there's such a thing as a four piece suit, but I'm sure that we <laughs> he wears an eight piece like suit. <laughs> he just wears he just wears two threes and it's a six piece. Yeah, so he's awesome. He, uh, yeah. He's, he's a good guy. Just, he's always immaculate, and you know, he never gets like a spot of sort of like malt dust or anything on him, and we're like covered. And you know, like he's um, but yeah, he's he's really cool and, and fascinating guy to talk beer with. And, Kelly, yeah, I'm getting get the ideas off, and oh, he's good, good, good fun. <laughs> so yeah, we brewed it with him. Uh, how long did it spend? Fifteen months in, in stainless steel. Sixteen. Um, oh, okay. Just mellowing away nicely. It's like a year and, and a half. Um, we used uh, his Brooklyn yeast as, and, as well as uh, our Thornbridge yeast. Um, sort of blended the two together, and uh, then yeah, went in the what was it? The Pedro Jimenez was in there for about six weeks, and uh, in the Madeira for about a couple a couple of months, about three months, I think, from memory. See, I've tasted um, barley wine that's been around for a while. We, we've sat here and tasted it, and one of our flavor descriptors com- sometimes can be, oh, it's gotten some sherry notes to yeah, it. Yeah, the oxidation. Yeah, and it gets that. So to actually, and, and it was always in barley wines that I've tasted it too, by, uh-huh. uh, by the way. Sure. So to double up on that, so now you've got a barley wine, and you ate it for quite a while, 16 months. That's like a decade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, the and then put it in a sherry barrel. <laughs> was your first girlfriend. I'd be curious about the, those tastes, if it's too you know too much is it well and and do you blend it or do you not blend it, do you build a beer around the flavors you hope to get out of that yeah, or do you just put an old standard in there that's question. that's kind of um, 
Yeah, we would sort of we build a beer to be an amazing beer anyway. I mean, probably, I mean, as, as fascinating and as much as I love the the two sort of barrel sort of uh, renditions of, the, of that beer, the the unoaked one as well is just awesome. So I mean, it's the, the beer itself was standalone was was fantastic. Um, sure, I, I think you just go right. Let's, let's, I don't know. I, I sort of when when, you, when I sort of envisage sort of beers that we're going to make or, you know, sort of concepts that I've got, I always envisage a beer as being sort of made of, of layers. So, you know, and I think if you can somehow add a, a layer of flavor or a layer, you know, a bit of character to the beer somehow, you know, it's just slightly increasing the complexity of the beer. Hmm. So that sort of, to me, I think the wood adds just that extra layer of complexity. So it sort of builds on, on the good beer you've got already. So that's something that's something that we always think about when we when we potentially brewing a beer that we might play around with in wood. That's always sort of at, at the back of our mind. Like we're going to brew a great beer anyway. Let's put it in the wood, see what happens, and hopefully it'll, it'll make it a better beer. And, and if not, if it makes it you know only as good as what it originally was, at least it'll have a little bit more complexity somehow. So that's, we tasted it, you know, at, when it's sitting in the barrel every sort of week or so. We'd pop out the bung, taste it, uh, see how it's going. And, uh, it's a good attitude that you right. guys have because when I start my brew day, I'm like, oh, this is going to be another shitty batch of beer. <laughs> <laughs> You've been yeah. thinking that for a week. Don't worry, that happens for us as well. Okay? <laughs> it yeah. happens. Yeah. I did have a question uh, come through from the chat room. One of our listeners wants to know, and uh, uh, you know, maybe you or Doc uh, will know this one too. You're both talking about it. When in a barrel, uh, does the alcohol diffuse through the wood quicker than the water? That depends on what I was talking about with the uh, wet or the dry warehouse. Yeah, I see. Yeah, that's exactly it. One yeah, favors yeah. one, one favors the other. I see. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So yeah, just it's. I mean, if, if you look at something like a winery, they've got sort of hardcore, full-on humidity control systems and things. We have just a cask in a shed, which is, I guess, almost <laughs> as high tech. But um, but yeah, well, I'd say that would definitely play, play a big role in it. It's, I mean, that's the main role is temperature, humidity, and and like I was saying, that the type of oak. If you've got larger pores in the oak, um, if it's you know, say American versus Spanish oak, you probably get some slight sort of differences in, in terms of evaporations of, of okay. alcohol or water as well. But okay. well, I think it's really important that you're realizing because uh, when we first started playing with wood over here in the U.S., I think a lot of breweries were uh, they were pretty aggressive about it, and you really have to look at it as uh, as adding to the complexity. You don't want it to over Power Firestone Walker does a great job with it with their uh, double barrel uh, beer because they're, they're just bring, introducing that sort of uh, oak uh, tannin flavor to it, but it's just right there. It's not uh, over the top. So I commend you. Sure, yeah. I mean, that's, that's always the worry as well. You know, with with uh, with using what is it can be overpowering. You can get a little bit sort of. You know that that Chardonnay character. You know that that butteriness, yeah. that, that almost sickly sort of like too much sort of vanilla, too much sort of um, of those lactone sort of compounds. And so, you know what it is too is it, you know I used to just think that it was just too much. Period. But it's not. It's. You know, a, a lot of wood or something in a beer can still be good for one beer, but you don't mm-hmm. want another one. Yeah, you don't want a right. second. Yeah. You don't yeah. want a third. So certainly for a brewer like you or a drinker like me who's going to have six pints in a sitting, um, yeah, yeah. it's not so much that it over... I guess I'm just saying this for people who are just getting into the flavor. Maybe you've over-oaked your beer and you go, oh, that's really good, actually. I love that wood flavor. And yeah. and I would yeah, agree yeah. with you. The flavor can be great, but, but try to have two or three of them. And before you know it, your mouth is all chalky and it's just too yeah. much. 
much. Yeah, you're covered. Yeah, at the, at the 21st Amendment, I'll give you another one. Beautiful. Uh, the, uh, I owe you. We, we, uh, we actually played around with a wild turkey barrel, and the first beer that we put in there and it came out of there, it was like, hey, I'd like a little uh, beer with my wild turkey. <laughs> uh, it was not the way to go. We were just neophytes in the whole process. And uh, we've kind of learned to kind of tone it down. Actually, what we're going to go with is uh, stainless steel barrels and actually use these uh, oak spirals that you can get that have been... Yeah, uh, that you can, you, we've looked at them. You get some really interesting ones as well, with high spice ones and French oak ones. And, yeah. And, um, yeah, so that, that's a good way to do it, I think, because you've probably got a lot more control. If you Absolutely. Maybe with a hot bag or something to, to you know, to, to hold them in there um, and, and take them out. You know, if it gets too much, you can you can play around a lot. So, yeah, I think, you know, that's, that's in, in some ways that's the future and it's probably a lot less hassle than, uh, than having to get barrels and, yeah. and put air into and out of barrels and all, all that sort of stuff, but... Uh, another good question that's uh, come through uh, from listeners is, uh, now that we're an hour into the interview, how many Red Bulls have you had? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, halfway through my second can. So I'm uh, <laughs> sitting there. Yeah. I'm, I'm not quite squeezing my legs to get a toilet yet, but uh, I'm good. sure the caffeine's going to kick in. Soon. But you, I'm feeling good, actually. Are you running around I'm in circles down, right now? Up, <laughs> are you standing up? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> uh, and, but more importantly... I'll, I'll start uh, jogging around. I'm in, in the kitchen. I'm probably going to start jogging. It's two thirty. He's yeah, like got Garana no. Will, like, he's got no pants on. He's two Red Bulls into it, and uh, <laughs> there's nobody else to talk to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn those webcams. How did you know? Yeah. yeah. So what are you guys doing? What are you guys brewing? I really like to brew this. What are you guys brewing? What are you guys brewing? All. <laughs> Uh, hooligans outside letting dust you know, on fire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, paint uh, the kitchen. But more importantly, uh, what beer do you have in front of you? Right, I've got actually the the beer that I've got is a beer called Ashford that we brew, which is named after the the uh, the town which the Thornbridge Hall is right next to, and it's a uh, nice one of my favourite Thornbridge beers. Actually, it's a uh, we've, we've sort of deemed it uh, or classified it as a New World Brown Ale, so the Brown Ale style. And it's, the beer Brown Ales uh, sort of aren't done. Um, there's not a lot of Brown Ales done over here. It seems to be more bitters and best bitters and and uh, premium bitters and ESPs and that sort of thing. So we were like, right, let's, let's reinvent the brown ale. And, so that's um, a, uh, you say New World, so it's an Americanized, these United <laughs> States version. I've been watching John Adams series. You have? Yeah, I've been renting those. <laughs> Pretty DVDs. much, yeah. I mean, it's it's something, I mean, with, with brown ales here, there was sort of traditionally there was like the northern style and the southern style brown ales. You know, one had a little bit more hop sort of character than the other. And we were like, right, well, let's, uh, let's sort of, you know, try and work somewhere in the middle of those two beers between the northern and the southern but let's uh, play around with some, some American hops, some New Zealand hops um, some Slovenian hops and, and some English hops as well so we sort of, yeah, we new worlded it up with, uh, with the hops, so a bit of Centennial uh, a bit of Ariwaka which is a, a sort of a Sartz derivative from from new zealand really nice really good hop so, so where yeah, are you getting your uh, your american hops from i mean who's your supplier which ones are you using america mm-hmm. well we um we we've got there's a really good hop supplier over here um called charles farm and they sort of do all the hops to sort of the breweries and the microbreweries and stuff so that if they just get shipments in from uh from the states um i think from memory, it might be like Hop Union. Does that sound yeah, right? Yeah. Hop Union, yeah. yeah. Um, I owe so them a lot of money next week. <laughs> so uh, we're trying to uh, break into <laughs> that week. with a couple of Hop Union plugs here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, loads. I mean, we, we, have, we get as many. We usually stock between sort of 30 and 40 varieties of hop in our, in our, um, in our cool store. But we'll, um, 
bring something like Jaipur. It's, uh, we use Centennial, uh, Chinook, and Atanam. Oh, wow. Um, what's another, what's another example? We, for our beer, called, we do call Kipling, which, uh, we've sort of styled a South Pacific pale ale. Really nice, 5.2% sort of, uh, golden pale ale. Is, um, we use an amazing hop. Uh, before the first um, brewery in the, in the UK to use it, it's called Nelson Sauvin. And Nelson Sauvin's a, a New Zealand hop, and it's got the most amazingly characteristic sort of um, sort of aroma. Very, very grapefruit. Um, very different than than sort of the citrus character that the American hops have. Though. Mm-hmm. It's sort of quite a sweety sort of a grapefruit, almost a little bit cat pee as well. Dare I say it? Catty, sort, yeah. of, sort of yeah. pungency. It's my new um, favorite hop. Really, yeah. really tropical as well. It's great. It's amazing. And people often are like, oh, you know, if you use grapefruit in this beer, um, I'm allergic to it. I can't drink it if you have. And we're like, <laughs> fine. Just, just from a hop. What's the name of the hop again? Nelson Sauvin. So it's uh, S-A-U-V-I-N. So really interesting hop. Um, Is it a high alpha or low alpha hop? Uh, about the, the, the one we've got at the moment. Thirteen point three from memory. I think all around. Actually, no. The new, the new oh, Atalaya yeah. two thousand eight crops thirteen percent. Yeah, so it's so quite high alpha. Yeah, but uh, just well, amaz- you amazingly pungent. Do you fantastic. use that single hop through the whole beer? Yeah, we you we do. single hop. Just uh, we do, do do three hop editions. We do a, do a first hop edition, second hop edition thirty minutes in, and then our final sort of knockout. We do the sort of um. You know, Stop the boil and do a 30 minute aroma rest with a real big amount. That's sort of our, our style of brewing. Is, is we don't tend to do a lot of dry hopping. Uh, a few beers we do, but we just do big additions at the end. Um, aroma uh, rest? Yeah, we, we, well, that's what we sort of call it. We, we, so we'll do a boil. We'll boil for, uh, for example, a beer like Kipling. We, we boil for 75 minutes. Um, first hop's going at the beginning of the boil. And second hops in about 30 minutes after, and then at the end of the 75 minutes, boilers off, and uh, we will whack in yeah a, a big amount of hops, um, mix them through, and wait 10 minutes, just mix them through again so they're completely dispersed, and uh, and then another 20 minutes, so 30 minutes all together of them sitting in there, we'll begin casting into the into the fermenter. So um, yeah, that's our that's our style. That's how we how we brew over here, and it's pretty much the sort of common way of of brewing huh. ale over here. The cask of the real ale. That's that's what the brewers do. Really? So you're just letting it hang out in the in the boil kettle before yeah, chilling yeah, that, that's the style. So, so we get a nice nice uh, hop aroma. I think. I mean, personally, I, f- I find when we do play around with dry hopping, you do tend to get a little bit of astringency, whether yes. it's from just that, that sort of extraction of, I don't know if it's sort of a polyphenol extraction or something like that from from the alcohol that's in the beer, from, from the sort of the leaf hop, or if it's, I don't know, if it's something else. Um, but, yeah, and what we find that sort of doing the sort of end of boil hop addition just gets a nice sort of smooth sort of uh, hop flavour to the beer. Not too much bitterness comes from it. You get a little bit. You'll get about... We reckon about mm, anything up to sort of five percent utilization, even more of the, of alpha acids just from that that sort of hop rest, you know, that, that at the end. But so what you do is you, uh, you you kill the kettle. I'm just taking notes right mm-hmm. now. Uh, yeah. And you you, sh- you so you, k- you kill the kettle. You add your hops, and then yeah, you yeah. let. How long do you let it sit for? And you have any like sort of uh, thirty minutes? We we'll, 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 first ten minutes so to mix it through really well. Um, then. Wait for a while, then ten minutes later, mix it through again, and then another twenty minutes. So thirty minutes altogether before you start casting. And our casting takes about 
close to an hour. So in effect, you're getting an, an hour and a half, you know, from sort of start to finish of those those um and casking. Hops. Casking is uh, when you're knocking the kettle out. Is that what you're saying? Is that yeah, yeah, ca- yeah, casting. You just yeah, the work, the sort of pulling the work down through the heat okay. exchanger and okay. so the casting. Here's my questions about that process: mm-hmm. is that my understanding of the late hop edition, and particularly, so the the uh, I don't want to call it the America. The, uh, my way of, of of brewing would be at flame out. I would mm-hmm. I'd add my what I would call my my finishing hop, my one minute hop, and and basically it just I do it at flame out, and it sits in there. Just uh, you know, I start cooling immediately. Okay, sure. and 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 the the theory that I understand is that um, that's an aroma hop because of the volatile aromas that will escape the wort and and leave mm-hmm. it and and into the air. So mm-hmm. the the idea in, in as I understand it is to uh, you know put the lid on my kettle and I've got that last hop addition and keep the volatiles in there, cool it down and put it in a fermenter as fast as possible, um, sure. so yeah. that those aromas don't leave the wort. But what you're doing is different than that. You're letting it sit there and and. But what you're saying is to 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 capture more of the hop aroma, um, and I'm just wondering why my th- this theory of capturing it isn't it's not leaving it's the wort is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, the sort of the hope is that I mean, once you sort of you know flame out, once that that sort of it stopped boiling, sure, it's probably it's still probably at you know 100 degrees mm-hmm. even more. Mm-hmm. So you've still got a lot of potential sort of volatile loss and, and we can you can smell that on the outside from, from the chimney from our copper. Okay. You can smell that we're still losing a lot of volatiles. But the hope is by getting by putting that amount of that much hops in, I mean you know putting a lot of hops in anything up to I don't know sort of seven I mean oh, it's going to be weird because of our different barrels and stuff but probably equivalent to Sometimes pretty equivalent to maybe half a kilo of hops per maybe 150 liters of beer. We're going in at that flame out, and um, and so we, you know, putting putting quite a, quite a lot in, yeah, and, and mixing it through, getting it in, into the beer. Hopefully, any of those sort of oils that are in those sort of aroma volatiles that aren't like super volatile and need to be to be boiled to be pushed out. Hopefully, they'll they'll be staying in there. I mean, I always liken it to people when I'm describing it as it's like a cup of tea. You know, like when you're um, it's just this is so you know, British people can understand, obviously, because they, they like the tea. <laughs> we don't um, know what tea is here at all. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> no idea. Uh, it's a, it's, it's coffee it's, here, it's, for Christ's sake. It's the letter between <laughs> S and U in the alphabet. No, yeah. um, the, so I always say, like, with a cup of tea, obviously, if, you know, your tea leaves have got fantastic aromatics, um, you know, and that's something you want to capture in your in your cup. And you, you do, you pour water that's just boiled over the tea bag and let it steep, and you're still getting those those wonderful aromatics caught, yeah. you know, d- just from doing that. So as opposed to, to boiling the tea bag, obviously, you know, because that's, that's what I'm describing, what we do for an aroma rest to people when they do brewery tours and stuff. But, I mean, I think, you know, if you can get those aromas from, from something like tea that potentially, if you boiled it, would be lost into the into the atmosphere, then, then why wouldn't it work for something like hops? Because, I mean, it's yeah. essential that's oils. That's a good point, yeah. Well, also, depending on the essential oil, you've got different sort of um, vaporization rates, you also don't have the vigor of the boil, so you're not driving those volatiles off, so you are probably sustaining some in the liquid. We actually, yeah. at the <coughs> 21st Amendment, uh, uh, we uh, we let it sit 45 minutes before we knock out. So You uh, do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it's more because of the whirlpool action, because we're trying to clarify the word. Uh, okay. And so yeah. there's yeah. the added benefit of this sort of last late hopping, uh, whirlpool hopping is what we call it, Yeah, Justin. Thank uh, you. And... Uh, 
And uh, So my last question then, and so now you both can answer, now that I know you're doing it too, what about this theory that I'm supposed to cold crash as soon as humanly possible? Well, uh, well Jamil started well, that. That's so. you. Well, Jamil's not here right now, so we can talk smack about it. <laughs> but uh, basically, uh, we knock out at what? We turn the kettle off at 212 degrees, so it's uh, 200, you know, yeah. 100 degrees uh, Celsius. And then we, uh, we knock out. It's still about 208 degrees when we start chilling. So we don't get a whole lot of... It's hot enough that you're not worried about I'm not worried about any sort of DMS issues or anything like that. Uh, And we just just run with it. Well, I think at that point, you know, when you're losing aromatics and all that, you're probably gaining flavor as well, right? It's kind of uh, like a subtle, almost flavor hop, mostly aroma hop. But if you're driving it out and you're leaving there for that long and the wort's kind of cooling down... There, there is going to be flavor impact yeah. in there, right? And with this big charge of hops at the end, are you uh, figuring that you're going to be adding to your IBU, your total IBUs? Oh, definitely, definitely. Okay. We, we use sort of a, a spreadsheet that sort of um, we've calculated sort of um, Steph's a bit of a sort of mathematical guru as well, and he cal- he's calculated all sort of the um, uh, like coefficients and stuff for, right. our, for what sort of IBUs we get back from our hop additions. So and, what- uh, what percentage would you say with this big hot position of your total IBUs are you getting out of the end? Uh, well, it depends on on the beer. I mean, let's say if, if it's a beer, for example, like like I was using Kipling as an example, we um we figure out it depends on how many alpha acids, you know, how many alpha acids, how much alpha acid is going in on the first couple of additions. Right. That will then affect how many how much alpha acid you're going to be extracting in that last addition. So the less you add in the, in the first editions that you know that are going to be boiled, and then those alpha-acids I summarised, the actual, the actually potentially the more you'll get in that final one because there's that sort of equilibrium, you know, almost like a saturation of of, of um, alpha-acids in the wort. So if you've got less in there, you'll get more from that final edition. So that's the kind of concept. That's what we work on. Just, I mean, you know, using this sort of um, this equation that we've sort of derived from from lots and lots of sort of past data, we've figured out that's how it works. And and um, and yeah, you. It's bang on. We'll get sort of probably within maybe maybe between two and five IBUs on average. I'd say we'd get within sort of two IBUs, um, you know, using this sort of process. So it's it's pretty good. It, it works well. A lot of home brewers uh, don't think that uh, by putting. You know the, the flavor of aroma hops at the end. Are you getting IBUs out of it? And, uh, granted, if you just put a little in, it's going to be negligible. But if you're mm. what we're talking about here, you're putting a pretty big, pretty big charge at the end of these these hops. You're yeah, going to yeah. get a significant amount of IBUs, which is going to change the overall beer. Yeah, oh, f- sure. at, you know, uh, five IBUs is is you know a flavor threshold, maybe a flavor uh, one and a half, and you're going to tell the difference. But I think you're adding it actually in beers like IPAs and all that, uh, beers that can sort of sustain those that IBU influx that you know, which is not really affecting maybe maybe lighter beers and all that. I mean, yeah. that's how we do it at least at the Twenty First Amendment. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, absolutely. So just don't no, I mean, it's, it's interesting thing to talk about. I mean, it's something that, to be honest, I haven't really thought about before because it's something we've, we've always done, something that works. And um, I'm like, yeah, that's just that's how we do it. You know? And it, it actually so goes back to the original conversation with Cameron and all that, that what does it taste like in the in the glass? And uh, if you're seeing some sort of, uh, you know, the thing about craft brewing, as you know, is that you repeat, you, pre- you repeat a recipe, you repeat a recipe, you make it, you taste it, you taste it, you taste it, and it ends up being, it, 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 it ends up like, 
tasting the same way all the way through, and you're mm-hmm. achieving that same flavor profile all the way all the time. So if you're adding this and you're happy with it, whatever your little formula you've come up with. Uh, and I'm just talking about my little formula, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I've heard you have a little formula. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah! On the show? <laughs> In front of people? <laughs> Stephanie's right there. Sorry. Anyway, she I'm sorry. Your little so formula. you're, uh, you know, you... you, you it's what you end up with. It's what you taste. And so if you, if it was something that wasn't happening right, you'd probably adjust it. Yeah, it's not the same. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, potentially... How you adjust it. I mean, at the, yeah, the new brewery, we're going to have to ch- might have to change the process completely because we're yeah. going going now into sort of mash mixer to, to Lautatan, to, to Kettle Whirlpool, to external calandria boilers, all that sort of thing. So it's going to be a, um, a, a good sort of next couple of months. It's going to be fun uh, with commissioning and, and flavor matching and, and seeing, uh, I mean, hope, you know, the theory is we're going to make our beer taste even better. So so it's going to be a, an interesting time ahead to, to see if we can do that, you know. So. All right. Cool. Looking forward to it. I got to take another break and take care of some more of our wonderful sponsors here on the Brewing Network. If you can hang with us just for a second, Kelly, that'd be good. Uh, all good. Cool. Uh, take care of some sponsors. Also, I'm going to play some brand new Cold Hot Crash off the yeah. new EP. It's unreleased. I will play that at the break right now, too. Coming so, at you. Uh, it's a good song. A new Tommy tune. I'll be playing that at the break. Uh, so just give us a few minutes. Here's what we're going to do. When we come back, it's time for our more beer donation giveaway. We're going to do the uh, we're going to do the raffle. We're going to pull out of uh, out a donation man's head, and oh, we're going to wow. give away a full temp control kit, uh, courtesy of Beer, Beer, and More Beer. Also, we're going to start fit. talking with Thornbridge Brewery about this continuous fermentation shtick going on over there. So uh, stick with us right here on the session when we come back. More from Kelly Ryan from Thornbridge about continuous fermentation. Plus, find out if you are the lucky winner of a brand new fermentation control system, courtesy of More Beer. Stick with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Attention homebrew shop owners at Fermentap. They know you're tired of buying the same old gear that everyone else has. That's why Fermentap offers the newest and most cutting-edge brewing equipment known to man. Since 1998, Fermentap has been leading the fight against the boring and mundane by offering strange, unique, and just plain smart equipment. Like their stainless-domed false bottoms. Never deal with the floating plastic hassle of other false bottoms again. And since they're made from stainless steel, they'll last a lifetime. Fermentap's line of copper Wart chillers are the best on the market, designed to cool your wart faster and more efficiently than other immersion chillers. They actually invented the equipment to make these chillers not only work great, but look great too. How about a fantastic line of ingredients, including vanilla beans, sorghum extract, blue agave extract, hot bitterness extract, unique wine yeasts, green coffee beans, sake kits, all stuff you can't find anywhere else. Fermentap carries all the standard products and equipment you need as well, such as all-grain systems, stainless hardware, kettles, carbonation stones, you name it, they've got it. Fermentap's entire line of products has been helping retail shops meet the demands of their customers for nearly 10 years, and they want to help you too. For more information, see them on the web at Fermentap.com or call Jason at 1-800-942-2750. Fermentap, better beer through innovation. 
Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their Williams German Pills is mashed with pure German Moravian two-row barley malt for a light blonde color and malty crispness you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out their unique fermenters, draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and more. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection and enter promo code BREW at the order checkout for $5 off your next order over $50. Orders placed by 3 p.m. ship the same day. Again, go to williamsbrewing.com and enter promo code BREW at checkout for $5 off your next order. Brewing is easy the Williams way.
pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Boys and girls, we're back. It's the session. We're live with Kelly Ryan from Thornbridge Brewing Company. He's out of some strange uh, town in the UK. As, Justin, uh, you didn't like that beer we just That's what we ended up discovering. Uh, it's not that I didn't like the beer. Uh, here's what we, we got these blank beers. Uh, Basically, what happened is that I... We can say where they're from because Arnie's yeah, yeah. a friend of mine uh, and yours. He's everybody's friend and he's a well, good dude. And the beer's not bad. It just... It threw me for a curve. Uh, Sully hasn't been here for a while, so he brought us a bunch of beers. I cleared my refrigerator up, basically. <laughs> Perfect. Jay Brooks from the Brookstone uh, Beer Bulletin had yeah. kind of an event in his house uh, yesterday, and wow. so I was thinking, like, you know what? I've got a lot of beer in my refrigerator. Do we get invited to those events? I, I do, no. yes. Oh. Do you? Uh, if by we, you mean me? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm real concerned about you. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and I couldn't make it. I was trying to RSVP, too, and I just, I could, uh, too much work to do. So he cleared his refrigerator out, so I thought I would do the same thing today. So I brought you some beers that I didn't even know what they were. So this is a Marin Brewing Company blank bottled beer. So uh, we know it's from Arnie, but we didn't know what was in it. Uh, I'm going to give you my guess, and then I would like you to taste it and, and tell me what you think. Uh, I think it was his, uh, it's a Thanksgiving beer. It's a, it's a uh. Halloween Thanksgiving beer. It's a Saison with with a, there's a lot of spice going on in there too, and I think this is one of his uh, Thanksgiving seasonals. There's nothing wrong. I was making the face because you I don't know what it is. When I you was, open it up, you have no idea. Yeah, I was trying to chew on it is what I was doing Whoa. to get the to get all those flavors. It's a little foam. It's got JP uh, has just poured his first beer apparently, and it's spilling all over. It's the got place. a lot of Saison foam. It's yeah, right. it's nice. Though. Bear with us, Kelly. Sorry, we He's did. rubbing the glass too hard. Get through this uh, beer thing. That's not bad. No, it's, it's, it's good. It's actually really nice. Saison, yes. Yeah, Saison. I get a lot of you tobacco. Cool. And some, yeah, a like a lot uh, of tobacco. Some cigar going on in there. Yeah, like really? pipe tobacco. Yeah. It's just pretty drink. awesome, actually. It just took me by surprise. I've only had the foam, so just drink the foam and you'll be fine. You'll, you'll get like all that, that tobacco. <laughs> okay. The other thing we're getting ready to do, then we're going to carry on with Kelly so that we can talk about continuous fermentation. He can teach us a thing or two today. But we got to get through our more beer donation giveaway. It doesn't take very long. It's courtesy of our good friends over at uh, More Beer, morebeer.com. Every month they do this. They give us a new item. And this month it was a, a full fermentation control kit. And uh, the lovely... Oh, <laughs> Stephanie is uh, her new nickname, <laughs> and she's topless now. She's got the uh, the BN Man um, official. I love this. Who made this raffle? My mother made that. Yeah, uh, she's Jerry right. Garcia. Pretty good. All right, let me get you on. Or cool. Dave McLean from Magnolia. I've got Stephanie on the video now too, so we can post this in the after show. She's not wearing quite the uh, cleavage shirt that you folks are used to from our chat room. And I don't think uh, I'm as well endowed as. uh, as Honey, honey, you're fine. It's all it's all how you wear it, uh, but it's fine. Let me. There's the BN (laughs) raffle. Not the size that counts. uh, There you go. Sure, that's what I tell you. So one of you lucky uh, donors, uh, whether you're a recurring donor, uh, donor, an 
and automatically entered into the raffle. Or you uh, bought yourself a $5 ticket. Uh, no you what are, you donate. You're in the raffle man bucket, and the lovely Stephanie right now is going to uh, draw the name and uh, hand it off to me. We'll find out who our uh, lucky winner is. You can read it if you if you want. Can you? Sure. Yeah, yeah I can. Um, uh, the lucky winner and, is... Wait, wait. I have sound effects and different things I'm supposed to be doing while also holding the Just camera well. for the folks at home. Dude, you're doing a lot there. <laughs> I'm like working the board. You mean to hold the camera for? Put your hand off your crotch. The winner is William Arrington. William, William Arrington. And he's number two one eight. Does the number mean anything? Uh, that's just in case there's two people named William Arrington. Is that like two one eight? It's that's pronounced two one eight. Customer two one eight. Which means what? <laughs> All right. Thank William. you for the names. <laughs> There we go. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, congratulations. Dun, 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 and dun. thank you to Beer Beer More Beer for giving away. That's a dual stage Ranko temp control. It's a firm wrap yes. heater and a thermo well stopper. Which is also firm. I got that right, yeah. right? You got, I almost you, screwed you, it all up, but I got you, it. You don't right. know what it means, but you pronounced it well. <laughs> no, I own all of those items, so yeah, I yeah. actually know what this month's uh, giveaway it was. It gives you better beer, makes you better beer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it uh, does. It helps you make better beer. Congratulations, Justin. Uh, so there we go. Uh, you will get your gift, uh, courtesy of more beer. All right. Uh, now we can get, uh, get along with the interview, because we're about to... Talk about some... We're delving into... Some freaky mysticism called... Uh, Spirit of Fingers. Uh, 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 continuous fermentation. Uh, you want to help me out understanding exactly what this is, Kelly? Absolutely, yeah. Well, it's something that, um, that is used, was, was sort of originally developed by this, this guy called Morton Coots, um, probably over, over sort of close to probably now 100 years ago. He was a, he's a, a New Zealand guy. He's a bit of a genius. He... he sort of um, took over his parents' brewery when he was 15 years old. <laughs> nice. And yeah. um, it was pretty cool. And he, and he sort of got, became really interested in yeast. And there's this one quote that he's got that I, I found really fascinating. And it was um, that yeast could be, the quote was that yeast could be properly controlled if you looked on it as a human being with a brain. So that was his whole sort of concept was, how can I control yeast? So um, he then decided... You know, to control yeast, I've got to have a good sort of, you know, the wort always has to be nice and sort of stable and clear. So we figured out that by, by cooling wort down to sort of zero degrees for a couple of days, you get this real consistently clear, relatively stable wort. So this is um, this is where it all began. This is sort of was the beginnings of, of this continuous fermentation process. I thought you were talking about so, slavery for a second. Because yeah. when you talk about, think of it as a human and how you control it, let's face it, we don't have a track record. Well, I thought I was the only one thinking of that. <laughs> I mean, we've got a terrible track yeah, record at this. Bit of Aldous Huxley, sort of, you know, Brave New World sort yeah. of stuff Take the pill on. and just go along with it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, so this is really, I mean, this is the same guy, Morton Coots, was the, was the first guy to, uh, to to broadcast TV signals in New Zealand, I think, which I think got TV about two or three years ago now in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and he was, the first guy to send the telegraph as well. So he was, you know, he was he was a smart guy. You have to just so to talk he, to the neighbours. He sort of went right. Okay, we've got this yeast. We've got this clear wort, and and he went about figuring out sort of different stages of, of fermentation, and then realised that he could control the, these stages of fermentation by using a series of vessels. So he had this. this Sort of clear, stabilized wort sitting in a tank, which he started feeding it. If you can imagine this, this series of five vessels, all of quite different sizes. Um, the first vessel you'd, you'd feed in the wort, 
ground, which would, would begin fermenting, you'd have some yeast going into there. But you'd also have some actively fermenting beer going into there. So it's kind of like all these loops and pumps and everything everywhere. And in effect, how it works is you've got the cool wort coming in one end and um, the, this, this sort of constant flow of sort of unmature green beer coming out the other end. So the, the system itself, it's just it's completely contained, you know, takes a lot of hygiene to keep it going and um, they'll run it'll run anything up to about I think the longest one that um, DB breweries ran was about 18 months so you've got you're continuously brewing work storing it in, um, in sort of sort of work receiving vessels at, at a cold temperature and uh, continuously pumping into this sort of system and continuously pumping beer out the other end so it's uh, absolute genius like he, he figured out how to control it he um, you know it's all through with yeast flow rates and you can actually speed up or slow down the system depending on how busy how busy it is. But the, the downside is that you're always getting the same beer out the other side. Oh, yeah. So, well, yeah, and what about, it's not, uh, it, well, the 18th months, when you say that, that number does surprise me, but uh, a lot of the yeast interviews we've done, we talk more about generations, right? So Sure, yeah. It's, so this, this yeast is in a constant, um, a constant sort of growth it's con- continuously growing depending on the vessel so actually they don't even sort of talk about any mutations happening with, with in terms of generations right. you're not it's all taking one. it taking it out repitching it taking it out repitching it Good it's point. just constantly growing constantly getting an influx of nutrients and uh and constantly just dividing 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 and uh never really slows down and it's all recovered um the yeast is, is separated out um it's it's washed and any of the old yeast that, that sort of phosphates to the bottom of, of one of the continuous um, fermenters is then um, is then taken into sort of a, a yeast into a yeast holding vessel and goes off to make the, the wonder that is marmite or, or vegemite. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's pretty. Uh, it's pretty impressive, actually, and the thought that it's always healthy—the the strongest, healthiest yeast that are fermenting the chat. I hope you're paying attention because this may be the only way you can keep up with our consumption around here. <laughs> A continuous brew, but I think it's a good oh, point, right? Because yeah. we talk about we talk a lot when we've done our yeast shows, where we talk about uh, you know yeast falling out, uh, you know, sort of uh, repitching, or, or or if we were to uh, rack beer off of a of a cake and then throw beer back on top of it, there's a lot of risk of contamination. Plus, there's a lot of yeast in there that's already dead. But the way you're talking about it, the, yeah, it almost seems like there's the a slow cro- yeast goes away, kind of like a constant, like you're getting like the they're sort of looking for the same the best active yeast, yeah, uh, almost like the high croissin yeast that's uh, going to be the healthiest and, uh, and sustain. Well, and I mean, the, the interesting thing is as well is I mean, with batch fermentation, you're, you've got your wort, you're adding yeast, and, and instantly you've got a lag phase. So you've got that lag phase yeah. where, where the, the yeast biomass is increasing until you know using up all that oxygen, you know, using it to sort of um, you know get all those sterols or those lipid synthesis in the cell membrane so they can uh, keep budding and keep budding. And that's something that you don't have to worry about with the continuous fermentation. It cuts out the sort of the, any there's no lag phase whatsoever because you're always acting. Um, adding this actively fermenting yeast in with the wort, so you, you know you're, you're looking at sort of a, a fermentation time. I think you can knock it down to something ridiculous like less than a day for you know for, for lager. This is which is you know crazy to think. So that what's the crazy. what's the process flow here? I mean, because I had heard that Miller had done this years ago. That's right. Yeah, I think I, mean, I think a few breweries played around with, with like all these sort of immobilized yeast sort of reactors where they used. Uh, 
glass beads, you know, that, that had like an increase of surface area, so they'd get the yeast cells sort of in these glass beads, and, and it would sort of trickle down through like a tower system, and I think a lot of breweries have played around with, with the technology, but no one's really stuck with it. Um, and I think, from, from, as far as I know, DB's the only one that, that, have, um, that have actually sort of stuck with it. But, so so they're still the, doing it, they're still doing it. Yeah, yep, still doing it. All their um, all their sort of core mainstream sort of New Zealand, what what's sort of referred to as like a New Zealand so, draft so, lager style, really. It's so visually, it. so I can kind of because I'm you know like Justin here, I need pictures. Thank uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Do you is it is it literally like you you feed like word in on one end and you have yeast kind of on the other and then you have like a long tube and then you have like a tap at the end of it and you just pour it off and you have beer there. Is so that like an well, it's pretty, pretty much imagine. I mean, okay, there's these um, these five vessels, pretty much. So, I mean, big vessels. The, the first vessel, the hold-up vessels, it, I think holds about twelve and a half thousand liters. Um, then you've got this massive um, continuous fermentation vessel, which is about one hundred fifty thousand liters. And then you've got another one, which is fifty thousand liters. And then you've got sort of your your maturation vessel and your yeast separator, which are a little bit smaller again. So imagine that. So these this series of big vessels, hold up vessel. You've got this this um this clarified you know this clarified cooled wort which has been checked, making sure there's no bacteria, no wild yeast whatsoever, because you don't want to put anything like that into the system, otherwise it ruins the whole system. So you've you've figured that out, and uh, it's oxygenated, and it goes into the hold up vessel, and. As well as that, they're putting in actively fermenting beer. And that actively fermenting beer is coming from that first continuous fermentation vessel, so it's getting sort of looped back into the smaller vessel, this hold-up vessel with the, the oxygenated wort. And straight away, you're, so you're straight away you're adding this actively fermenting yeast in with the wort, so that's, that means no lag phase. So probably saving yourself with this lager probably a couple of days right there. Um, but, and also the other good thing is, straight away you're getting a pH drop as well because you're adding this actively fermenting beer in. So you've got your work, I don't know, probably sitting at what pH for about five and bang it goes down to probably around about getting close to sort of, I don't know, four point two, four point three, four point four, something like that. So nice hostile environment as well. Just in case for some weird reason there was, you know, something in, in the work which which usually there never is. So, um, and then you get this hold-up vessel. It sits in there at, I don't know, between maybe 8 or 9 degrees Celsius for a couple of hours, and then it goes sort of, you know, it's obviously continuously being pumped through into the into the next one. And this next vessel, this continuous fermentation vessel number one, is where most of the active fermentation sort of um, occurs. And I think it's probably... I think the whole process might be a couple of days. I think it sits for about a day in this, this vessel, and you get quite a big drop in gravity. It's maybe sort of, I don't know, 20 points, so what, 5 degree Plato drop in gravity. A um, little bit higher temperature as well because lots of fermentation. And then it goes through to another continuous fermentation vessel, and uh, again, you get the drop to pretty much your final gravity. So that's that's what's happening. And then the beer goes into just the yeast separator, and it just the yeast really flocculent to the bottom, um, and that yeast is some of it goes back into that original vessel, hold up vessel, to, for that initial fermentation with with the actively fermenting beer, mm. and then the rest of it is washed with uh, with aerated water and uh, and collected in, in sort of a yeast holding vessel. Then finally, from that that second continuous fermentation vessel, it's going to this maturation vessel, which is just getting rid of your VDK, getting you know your diacetyl rest, and then into um into sort of beer storage, into into beer storage tanks. Um, 
you know, getting yeast off of it, and then after the filter, it goes. And that's the, wow. the proof. Do you have uh, issues with, uh, I mean, do you have to use a specific type of yeast, or are you using, I mean, does it work with all types of yeast? Are they using a specific strain that's been trained this way, or... Because um, I, I think you'd have issues with uh, kind of, uh, I mean, I don't even know. I mean, this is so foreign to me. It's Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's crazy. It's a crazy sort of um, concept, really. But um, as far as I know, it's just, I mean, it's a, it's a lag yeast, you know. It's just, um, it's, they've had their DB lag yeast for, for years. But, um, you know, I'm guessing it could be, it could apply to any sort of yeast as long as, long as it's got a... Seems like it. Why not? Well, you're keeping it in suspension the whole time, so... I can understand uh, why... It it makes sense why craft brewers, you know, yourselves and Sully wouldn't do this. Like you said, you always have to send the beer. Plus, it sounds like equipment costs. But it does sound so efficient and so consistent that I wonder why all the big brewers wouldn't do this. Well, I think it's uh, it's very. I mean, the actual sort of ins and outs of it are very top secret. You know, it's uh, um, it's, it's something you've just that, given I mean, it all away. Then <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been writing yeah. here. Uh, I, I thought you had a knock on the door. What's that? Some guys <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you better watch out. <laughs> Don't talk about that again. Let's just. Uh, you're off to Afghanistan. <laughs> this is your warning. Or your house will be set up like a meth lab if you put that. In. <laughs> They're going to send you back to New Zealand. You well, like Justin, out. like Justin said, I mean, it sounds like uh, the craft brewer is never going to do this because we don't have no, the, no. the monitoring yeah. ca- equipment. We don't have the process flow. We don't have the equipment to do this type of thing. But obviously, uh, yeah, well, it's, but, just, it's just fascinating to, to, to know that you know that sort of you can take something that you know so well, like which is batch fermentation, and and it almost throws it out the window. You know, it's saying right, we can. There are there are so many. You know, it's almost saying like there, there are all of these unexplored avenues in brewing that that you can you can still use to still make it make sort of you know good beer. And yeah, uh, I, I just find it really interesting. You know, it's such a such a cool thing. Uh, this is Augie Bush. I just wanted to answer the question. Uh, I, I would have been interested in this, but I no longer am involved with Budweiser. You'll have to talk to the Belgians. Uh, uh, we, we, decor, we, uh, we do it uh, the way we do it to make the most money. <laughs> yeah. It really does sound like a very efficient and consistent way to do things, but... Um yeah, yeah, I mean, in terms of making fun beer. No, no, no not for us. For yeah. the record, that was my yeah. in-bev impersonation. <laughs> Which is pretty good, actually. <laughs> All right, it was uh, certainly yeah. better than my Augie Bush yeah, impersonation, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Augie's always speaking through a megaphone at your impersonation. Yeah, well, because he, he has an intercom direct to the studio. And I don't know if, I don't know <laughs> yeah. if anybody ever got that. But uh, Don't say that, Justin. <laughs> well, when now he's living in Florida. Uh, shut up while you still can, Justin. Thank you. <laughs> when you're that rich, you don't talk directly to people. You no. talk through instruments. You have intercoms to the whole world. Yeah. Uh, much like Aldous Huck. Actually, that's what I do, too. That's yeah. yeah, uh, very... Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I really enjoy actually hearing about this concept about uh, the continuous for I just don't... I would like to see pictures and photographs. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. And this and is the detailed diagram. Detailed detail diagrams and, of course, you know, Have you charts. seen this in action yourself? Myself, yeah, when I worked, I was the, when I was a trainee brewer, I was the um, you were, I was okay. also the, the brewery microbiologist at a brewery called Tui Brewery in uh, in New Zealand. Oh yeah, and um, not to be confused with Tui's, which is the, the Australian. Oh, oh yeah, I was stuff. confusing it too. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, oh yeah, Tui's new yeah, or whatever. That's uh, yeah. got yeah, yeah, a different no, no, one. Tui T U I, which is a, a New Zealand sort of a native bird. Um, okay, and uh, yeah, but yeah, sort of, it's actually classified Tui bear in New Zealand as an East India pale owl, and in fact, it's a brown lager. But so. Uh, <laughs> 
We're not too smart what? about beer in New Zealand. So it's pretty weird, really. <laughs> Got it. And uh, I think they put, you know, maybe one hop cone in per sort of 4,000 litres. Well, Ke- oh. Kelly, I think, oh. we're, I think we're in a good position here. It's, what, like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning where you are. You're... You're probably feeling the effects of uh, all the Red being Bull. tired and the Red, Red Bull, Bull and all that. We yeah, can probably yeah, get a lot I'm, of information I'm, out of you right loopy. now. Come on, I'm, I'm not going to sleep from now on. It's We've uh, worn you down, right? Yeah, you're up now. <laughs> all nighter. All nighter. <laughs> Send the photos over. Yeah, we're going to get all sorts <laughs> of trade secrets. Well, before we go and before we get too out of control, which uh, tends to happen at this point in the show, I know it's getting late out there. Uh, tell us about what kind of beers we can find from you uh, coming up and where people can find it. I want to make sure that people know that they can get uh, some good Thornbridge somewhere. To send it to, sure, to be sure. in. Well, it's something, again, I mean, the next sort of uh, six months is, is the time we were gonna, we're sort of getting our own bottling line. At the moment, we just sort of do a, do a little six-head bottling machine that, that we are just do ourselves and we only do about 1,500 bottles at a time. And we don't, we don't bottle often. I'd say 99% of our beer is, uh, is in, in cask form, really. Um, but some, some of the... I've noticed that we're sort of sending a, a bit of cask beer over to the States um, for a few sort of Red Ale beer festivals in New England. I think sort of Maryland, Maryland has, has had some. Um, so, Maryland? But, I mean, yeah. Okay. Maryland, I like. Sorry, I would prefer yeah, to call it Maryland. Maryland, yeah, it funny. sounds much well, happier. You know, it's English, right? I mean, you know, yeah. it's Maryland. It is Maryland. It'd, I mean, it'd be the equivalent of, a, of, of probably you guys trying to say some Maori uh, place names in New Zealand. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be like, what? What are you saying? Yeah, Wahakaya. What are you saying? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that sort of thing. Or just laboratory but, um, and laboratory. I think. Or you know. tomato, tomato. But, but, you can go on. Say, well, yeah, we'll have all these beers. Sort of hopefully heading your way in the next six months. So. Okay. Should be good. I mean, we've got we're sort of playing around. We've just done a done a sort of brew with um, an awesome brewery done in Brighton, uh, sort of south of London, uh, called Dark Star Brewery. I don't know if oh, you yeah. guys have ever I heard, heard of that. them. Yep. Um, the head brewer Mark Tranters came up and, and did a brew with us. We brewed an old ale, which we're going to um, we're just doing some trials at the moment with some uh, with some sour cherries, and potentially going to do half the batch with some sour cherries, and then and do some bottle fermentation with some Brettanomyces. So playing around with, with a bit of yeast as well. Um, Okay, we had Chris White over maybe about a month or two ago. Actually. Oh yeah, oh, cool. He had, he, had, he had a look around, and and uh, so it was uh, it was cool to meet him, and and you know we sort of want to work closely with him and, and get some interesting yeast in, and, and our new brewery is going to have all you know sort of full yeast propagation equipment. And, uh, and we'll be able to go for it, hopefully, and, and potentially, hopefully, better store some cultures as well. WhiteLabs.com, big sponsor yeah. of the program, ladies and gentlemen. Just, uh, yep. just so you well, know. Do I have to pay for that, too? No, I'll, I'll, char- I'll bill Whitey for that one. Okay. Yeah. Bill Chris directly <laughs> for that one. It'll be fine. So Chris White was your lieutenant brewer? Yeah. What, Chris, did you say? Yeah. Who's yeah, well, he's, I'm trying to think. He was over here for some sort of brewing conference, I think. He, he it's always over. something. And he's golf. everywhere and for golf. something. Yeah. We don't know what he does anymore. He's, <laughs> I, I, there's a conference here. Really? I looked it up. I didn't. See, there's a conference. It's there. It's just <laughs> underground. <laughs> there's a girl involved. Trust me, there's a conference. Yeah. They can't afford websites. <laughs> okay, it's a dude in a hall, but still. It's a very small conference. I'm all about the small brewer. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does get to do some good traveling. Um, oh, sure. Actually, that, that's someone I just reminded. We had a, 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 a brewer that I've, I've um, never sort of I've heard of his beers, but never tried them before. A guy called Doug O'Dell. Do you guys know Odell? Yeah, Odell's, Odell's yeah. Brewing? From yeah. Odell's, he came and visited yeah. and brought his uh, like five barrel pale ale and ah, sort of red. Good ale beer. I liked uh, yeah. Odell's beer actually. Yeah, yeah. No, good package. IPA was amazing. Really good. Really nice. Good package. Great. Um, so, but that was cool. I mean, so. 
I'm just, I was just sort of waxing her for about cool brewers. Yeah. Lately, well, Kelly, Kelly it's really nice there. It sounds like you're into collaborations with American brewers, just saying. Yeah, we've, we've got sort of one coming up. We've just done Stephanie, our head brewer, just on just on Tuesday, actually, was um, brewing with an Italian brewer, funny enough, called, called um, the brewery called Burfitcher Italiano. And um, they've just brewed a barley wine, and they're going to... Um, Ages barley wine and some Ramondola wine barrels, which is sort of northeast Italy. These uh, this amazing kind of um, sort of golden sort of wine, which is uh, quite sweet, lots of oxidation, um, and apparently full of antioxidants. They're in about twenty times more antioxidants than, than the sort of standard sort of Chardonnay. I need that. Reason. So we'll live longer. Yeah, I need that. Don't yeah, need absolutely. Which is uh, why we should all drink lots of beer, maybe yeah. in, these, in these wine barrels. So yeah, we're, we're sort of doing that with them, and, and they're going to come over and brew with us soon, and we're going to um, age them in some night. Timber, which is night timber wine barrels, which is um, sparkling wine brewed uh, English sparkling wine, which just has won a, a big award. I think uh, the '98 sparkling wine, and actually uh, your your very own president was drinking it for the G20 summit here, probably really sweet. So, that yeah, alcoholic, I love. Great, <laughs> hey, he's everywhere he goes. He's drinking a new beer. Not a lot. Yeah, takes so, a sip. Yeah, okay, so he's, he's drinking. So it. The, that's, we're sort of playing with. Hey, it's a good and, thing. Um, it's good, good fun. We love our collaborations. It's cool. Well, you if you like, uh, I can send Sully over on the BN private jet, and uh, <laughs> there could be a 2-1-A uh, collaboration in the making. Sounds you know. good. Sounds Kelly, we well, should... Uh, Chris you know, White will hit, hit your ride on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. But we should definitely talk about that. I think I'm, I'm a big collaborator, yeah, yeah. and I like doing well, it. Well, I see you guys are doing something with the, the Struce. Yes. So, yeah. right? We're, uh, I think potentially in the next wee while, we're looking at doing something with them as well. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. These guys are really open to doing stuff, and we're yeah. super excited. Yeah. No, it's cool. It's cool. Now we love, we love our collaboration. I mean, it, it's a great sort of um, chance for us to learn off people as well. You know, it's, I mean, as as you guys know, being being brewers, it's it's forever learning. You know, once you, once you stop learning, it must be time to die with with brewing. I think so. Yeah. Um, so that's that's. I think that's know, a, a T-shirt fun part about about collaboration. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or nutters. <laughs> hey, what's your uh, what's your football team out there? Our football team, well, um, funny enough, the, the Coaching Horses pub, literally, um, if I look at my kitchen door right now, there's a, there's a soccer Stuck. ground, and, uh, and it's the world's first football club, the world's oldest uh, soccer club. Oh, right. So, um, so it's called Sheffield FC. So it's a little okay. amateur club, but um, yeah, it's 151 years old, I think it is this year, May, or maybe 152. But it's, Almost um, as old as Sully. where what they call the beautiful game began. It's still pretty yeah. hard for a rugby playing Kiwi like myself when I look outside and see the posts of the wrong shape and and uh, that just call me an egg chucker. swear here, constantly. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Egg chucker. Uh, you have hooligans there. <laughs> yeah, do you, are you part yeah, of the... Uh, yeah, we have, we have lots yeah, of you got a hooligan sliding nah, dustbins in shirt here, shirt. Pretty good. Really? So, good, good bunch. Good you get like the, uh, the, the Sheffield casuals in there? <laughs> it's, uh, I'll tell you what, if you ever get me on a football field, it's a very, very sad day for football, I can tell you that. <laughs> See, the only rowdy fans yeah. we have here are Raiders fans, and that's different. When they're angry, they set people on fire. They're, they're criminals. <laughs> like, nobody gets beat up, yeah. they get set on fire. If we, if it was just a friendly beating, that would be great. Well, I'd love that yeah, kind I've of involved. intensity. Well, you know, they're, they're, it reminds me of Bill Hicks. Do you guys know the Bill I was trying to rob that total oh, joke from that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead, go ahead. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> There's this... Uh, Hooligans and Jewsbury or whatever it was. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> just tip- trash cans and then that's all rubbish bins. And We're tipping over yeah. dustbins. Um, <laughs> but no, it's pretty, it's pretty good around this part. It's, it's not, yeah. not too bad. 
Not that I've seen yet, anyway. <laughs> the thing I like about soccer hooligans is that they, uh, you know, there, there's this thing on YouTube. It was, it was a show on Bravo. It's called The Real Football Factories. Uh-huh. And they, they hang out with all these football firms. And, uh, you know, they're just talk, telling stories and, and, you know, how they're fighting and all this kind of stuff. And they, they'd go and they'd fight, and that was it. But here, mm-hmm. like you're talking about with the Raiders fans, yeah. if you happen to, to, you know, beat one of them up or whatever, they'll get the whole family and they'll come and kill you. You what? <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's it's not friendly They're going to come back. It's not a friendly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, like, crazy. It's not a rumble anymore. It would it's be great a, if it know. was just a good old-fashioned friendly beating. It's yeah. Not, it's you know, not the Jets and the Sharks. Yeah, you meet in the street and, you know, you you, you smoke bombs. You and hold one hand. One time like I stabbed somebody in the underground. It's great. Look it up. It's on YouTube. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, she, some of the cities are like that. Sheffield, where there are two, like, big football teams, Sheffield United and Sheffield Wednesday. And the, the Sheffield United fans are, the, are the, called the Blades. Mm. And the Sheffield Wednesday fans are called the Owls. And they are, yeah, they sort of are, that sort of stuff, that, you know, they hate each other. So they, yeah. they get into the fighting. Yeah. And, 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 uh, but, yeah, it's, I'm coming from a rugby culture. You know, we'll, you know, beat each other to sort of within inches of our lives on a rugby field and then have a beer and shake hands afterwards. That's so great. That's a great part, yeah. It's, uh, yeah it's, you're bleeding in my like, beer. <laughs> I, I just learned the rules of rugby recently, actually. I was out with Motor at a uh, oh. at a cow. There was a big tournament going on motoring. There. And he taught you the rules, and he, huh? he was like, he explained it all. But we actually spent more time in this little, like, garden area, like, drinking beer than actually watching the game. But that's Motor. That's I word, thought though. the rules to rugby were don't be a pussy. I yeah, they are. They it's, like, it's like, you know, uh, uh, give blood, play rugby kind of thing. I see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. It. There are no ambulances. Yeah. What's yeah. really confusing is Australian rules football. Yeah. Now, I, used to play, I used to play that as well, funny enough. Really? In New, in New Zealand, to make it even more confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was making it more confusing. That is a crazy game. Uh, it's, yeah. It's good fun, though. Good fun. Oh. Well, listen, uh, Kelly. I look forward to trying this beer that's on, that's in yeah, right. Yeah, right. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. We've got you've got have got three different beers coming your way. Great. I can um, one of them is called called Halcyon, which is our Imperial IPA. It's at seven point six. What's it called? Halcyon. Halcyon. What is that? H A L C Y O N. Sleeping pill. No. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like you know, like the sort of the, the concept of an Indian summer. They they often yeah. refer to like Halcyon Day, you know, the, I see, the days yeah. of sort of enlightenment and happiness, and, and that's what that beer makes you feel. Only oh. Doc would if understand you, that that's a drug reference. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So we actually we, we wet we wet hopped it. We used uh, a massive amount of um, like, I think we brewed about thirteen hundred liters, and we used God, that is 20, a lot. Yeah, twenty kilos of, of hops in the in the actual sort of brewing to get the IBUs up, and then we're using thirty kilos of fresh hops just in the in the maturation vessel. Wow, that's like a thousand it's pounds. Like a, a dry hopping, it's um, a lot of hops. You know, it's funny when you say kilos uh, for us over here in the U.S. who are using it's like, a drug reference. You know, it's <laughs> always a drug. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it's an enormous amount of cocaine. That? Yeah, because well, the only time that we use kilos is on the news yeah. right. when they say that they seized you know a thousand kilos Kilo, of cocaine. Yeah. It's never pounds. We're discovered yeah. off the coast. Like they double, and it's, it's roughly pounds, isn't it? So yeah. 60 pounds of hops, does that, does that sound about right? Oh, oh my See, God. Now, now we're talking. <laughs> that's insane, yeah, and, actually. And, and now you're talking. And a small amount of beer, only in, in 1,300 liters. Don't ask me to convert it to, to U.S. gallons. That's okay. Can you convert it to U.S. by U.K. Gallons? gallons and pints and all this sort of stuff over here. So. <laughs> it's a lot. But, um
but yeah, that's coming your way. That's that's winging winging its way to you guys. Okay. Uh, Bracha, which is a a beer that um, we brewed uh, where Stefano's from in, in Italy. He, uh, there's a beekeeper that lives close to close to him that has uh, hives in a chestnut orchard, and uh, you get chestnut honey, which is is amazing honey. It's very very bitter, very intensely sort of sort of the aroma is crazy. It doesn't smell. Well, it smells like honey, but it doesn't taste anything like honey. Okay. So uh, we we use that in a in a nice sort of dark ale, nine uh, percent. Bottle re-fermented, really, really nice beer, really full-on, really complete. Sounds good. And finally, we've got yeah, the, uh, the one of the alliances that we brewed with Garrett, the um, oh. the one aged in the Pedro Jimenez cask, which is really nice, nice, lots of citrus character, and some good, good uh, oakiness. In there I as promised well. to nice put on a tie when I opened. Did Garrett ever like hold the glass up to the light and point with his other hand and say like? <laughs> It's got a very nice. I think we have somewhere. You have to have the <laughs> yeah. photo, don't you? I'll I'll send you a photo of uh, I love our Garrett, producer doing that same thing. Uh, he's a lot <laughs> uglier, but uh, he's got the pose down. I don't Garrett know about that. The man. You know, that's all that matters. Yeah, <laughs> he has to work on his natural first. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have to do that. Plus, he owns a tie. All right, the last thing, uh, <laughs> oh, one uh, tie, Kelly. Before I let you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rumor has it that uh, we might be able to get a great recipe out of you. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. You got a beer recipe you know, for I'm, our I'm listeners? Gonna fig- I'm going to try and figure out how to um, how to word this so so people can understand. You no, know, you no don't kilos, to, no grams. No, no, make, I, make them work for it. Yeah, don't convert it. Just say it as it is yeah. because we, you know, twelve uh, stones of pale ale. <laughs> 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 what, I, what I can do is I can give you um, a grist percentage. If that's a good idea, percentage yeah, for, sure. the, for the grains. Yep. So I'll, I'll give you a recipe. For for um for a beer that's called it's called Lord Marbles and it's uh, our traditional bitter that we do it's a four percent beer um, goes on really well people really like it um, and it's uh, in terms of hops we do tend to play around a bit so I'll just give the, the three hops that we're using at the moment are, um, are North Down which is the English hop uh, East Kent Goldings and uh, or, or Goldings will, would work as well. If you can't get that, it's something like Sturian Goldings, Savinsky Goldings, even Bobek, one of those um, Slovenian um, varieties sort of okay. has some good character to it. And finally, the, the English classic hop, Fuggles. Um, in the past, we have used First Gold as well. So it's, it's in terms of IBUs, we're aiming around about sort of 38, 38 to 40 IBUs, so a little bit of, um, little bit of bitterness there. Um, and then in terms of grist ratio, we use a, a pale ale malt uh, called Maris Otter over here, which is fantastic, really, really nice malt. Yeah, um, we've heard of it. We, <laughs> I mean, if you can't Can get, we get yeah, it here? Get that, yeah. Anything will do. Any, I mean, two row, I mean, whatever. I mean, what would be the main sort of base? No, we can get Maris Otter. Yeah, we can get Maris Otter. Yeah, we can get it. And Promise. Uh, so was, we're just, America for Christ's sake. What was the. Uh, yeah, we, I'm sure we stole it from somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what, what was the percentage of that? That's uh, 83.5% right. of, of, the, uh, of the base malt, pale ale. Um, and then some, some what we call uh, torrified wheat. You guys will, will know torrified wheat. Yeah. Um, 9.3% torrified wheat. Um, and next up's uh, crystal malt. And we go for 4.6% crystal malt. Uh, what low we buy on the crystal malt? Yeah. Amber malt, 1.7%. Getting into smaller numbers now. Chocolate malt, 0.56 percent. Oh. 4.6 percent will work fine, I'm sure. What, what kind of what kind of crystal malt was it? Uh, we can get several yeah, kinds we, here. Uh, yeah, we just, it was just like our standard, like about around 100. Oh, I don't know. Again, it'd be pretty different color. 120. Yeah, about around 120. Okay, good. Um, yeah, so your chocolate malt, 0.56 percent. 
and a, bit, a little bit of roast barley as well, 0.37%, 0.4%, something like that Just would a work. touch. So you'll get nice sort of um, nice brown. Again, g- give it a go. I, I think play around with those those um, the hop additions that, w- that we do, which is probably about from memory. I'm, I can't I can't remember exactly what the sort of um, the measurements are in terms of first and second hop additions, but it's probably something like a um, again for for 1,640 liters that we do here. We're using probably about four to five kilograms of hops. So you okay. have to sort of do, do the math. Um, probably about three kilos of those in the end. So if you go kilo first edition, half round, half an hour into the boil, another kilo, and then and at the end about three kilos. Um, and, and it should should work all right. You know, I like the so fact I'm that the, the the only one taking notes right now is Mike McDowell, who uh, won the uh, Sam Adams long shot competition. <laughs> there's a reason, and there's he's a reason a why he's on the uh, six pack for the Sam Adams uh, long attention. shot competition. Uh, uh, and what about uh, what about yeast? Uh, also, what kind of yeast? yeast do you? I mean, we use um, like a, a, just a top fermenting ale yeast, and we've got our own strain. Um, so, I mean, something like a Nottingham ale yeast. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that would probably do do the trick quite well. What about temperature um, uh, for that ferment? What's that? Sorry. Uh, temperature for that ferment, and you can give well, it we, to us in that freaky sea you do. Yeah, we we kick it off <laughs> at a bit about over here. <laughs> but you kick it off at about um about eighteen degrees, and uh, sort of get it up to probably twenty um, temperature off twenty one once the yeast's slowing down a bit. Yeah, seventy um, degrees 70, or so. Yeah, seventy degrees. Yeah. yeah. In, in, initial Such. gravity. Um, we, we look at a uh, 1041.3, so what's that? It's, uh, I don't know how many, how many plaster, around, around what, 10 plaster, wasn't it, roughly? Yeah, 1023. Yeah, okay. so about yeah, 10, 10.3 plaster. I've just yeah. got my little calculator. Yeah, that's fine. We got that. It's about 1040. And then down to a final gravity of 1010, 10, so what's that? It's uh, two and a half. Yeah, two and a half plus. Yeah, so, and then and we actually because we've got really soft water here, we um we add some we use brewing salts, and I don't know if I mean you guys play, play around with salts or not. Yep. So um, oh yeah, been known to. Yeah. Nice, nice. In terms of the um the the um salts that we use for that, we use again for this for this ten British barrel brew, which is one thousand six hundred and forty liters. We're using a bit of calcium sulfate. Um, in terms of, oh, I can't, in terms of sort of milligrams per liter, you know, ppm, I can't remember. But I can again for sixteen forty liters, we're using one point two five uh, kilos of calcium sulfate. We're using three hundred and ten grams of calcium chloride, one hundred and fifty grams of magnesium sulfate, and a hundred grams of sodium chloride. So that's our um. Our sort of our salt additions for that for that big amount. So again, you're about to sort of take that backwards, pretty much. And okay. um, and yeah, you should should get a good beer. You should get get something that's a nice sort of nice better. Oh, we actually have just started playing around with some uh, some dry hopping as well. But taking uh, instead of using the flowers, we've been using pallets and making it a liquor like a hop tea. Um, and pouring that into the into the maturation vessel just prior to transfer from the, the fermenter once the fermentation's finished, um, just you know, only a very small amount, only sort of for that ten barrels for that sixteen hundred and forty liters roughly, 
um, we're adding only a quarter of a kilo of this little, of hops and a couple of litres of hot water. Post-fermentation, uh, you're saying? That's post-fermentation, yeah. That's, yeah, that's post-fermentation. Adding it in and um, just give it a little, a little bit more sort of hop, hop on the nose. Um, you can probably play with whatever hops you want want for doing that. You know, it's um, the world's your oyster. So, but we, we usually go for something that's slightly floral. Just get a nice sort of floral hop aroma on the nose, not something too citrusy, because uh, we're going for that real good sort of traditional um, British style sort of bitter. Nothing at too feminine. At the moment, we're using <laughs> Bramling here. Bramling Cross is, uh, is what we're using at the moment. Really nice. The, the latest crop of Bramling Cross coming through has actually got quite a sort of. Uh, we don't get that. Character. No, I don't think I've ever had that before. I've heard of it. Yeah. I've dated her once, really but I haven't nice had it. Job. No. <laughs> That's what you did when you tried to go okay. for it. I do have a caller on the line for you, too, Kelly. Cool, cool. Tasty, do we have that whole recipe? Can you? Are we good? Did I miss anything? Did Kelly miss anything? Yeah, we got it. We got it. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, Hayes Brewer from Placerville on the line. wants to talk to you. Hayes, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, just doing our thing. I appreciate you taking my call on this. So, so I'm getting ready to um, do a run of uh, English beers and... Um, course as, as Jamil has taught me you know always use the ingredients for the style you're gonna go so you know in German beers German ingredients and so on and so forth and I spent a lot of time uh, lately tracking down some traditional English hops aside from you know, like Fuggles and EKG which we can get here you know pretty easily um, but looking for you know progress and target in North Down and just wondering if you think you know it's worth the effort and and the money to find those I found I've got all of them except the North Down. I, I found a supplier f- for those. Sure. Um, I just wonder what you thought about that. Well, I think, I mean, in terms of, of, of English hops, I'd say Target is fantastic. I mean, it's a hop that we've been trying to get uh, from this crop, but it's all sold. So um, if you can manage to track that down, it's great. It's got some Which one was that? I'm sorry. The Target. The Target. Target. Okay. Yeah, really great orange peel sort of character. Um, it's, it's a hop that, it's you know, it's it's got a bit of guts to it. You know, it's... Um, it's that one that I did find. It's, uh, it's really odd. So if you can get that, I'd, I'd go for it. North Down, is, it's a nice hop. Um, it's it's not full-on, you know. It, but, I mean, a lot of the British hops aren't, aren't really full-on. I mean, Target's probably one of the stronger ones. Pioneer is, a, is another one that's got some, some good character to it. Um, but I'd say, yeah, if you, if you can get Target, have a play with that. I mean, and, and use it use it like you would like an American hop, and, and use it liberally. If you're doing an English style IPA, whack in a load of, of Target at the end, and uh, and you'll get oh, cool. a really nice citrus sort of character from it. But um, but I mean, you've got you got your classics. Your, your Fuggles is always good, um, and you know, and you can go on. You, you know what you're getting with them, and they're, they're nice hops. But again, that's why we love American hops so much here because you can uh, you can sort of put a lot more character into the beer, and it's something that that people aren't used to when when they are when they drink an English style beer because they they used to sort of that, that standard sort of British hop character. So that's solid. Thanks. Yeah. No worries. You're welcome. Welcome. Thanks, Hayes. Yeah. See ya. Cheers, brother. Cheers. See ya. All right. Well, we got our recipe. Wow. We found out about continuous fermentation and the <laughs> mystery that lies there within. And we learned about real ale. We figured out that uh, English to America, back to Europe, uh, this, the circle is complete. <laughs> the brewing circle is alive and well. Kelly, I'll be out there next week. We're going to work on a double IPA or something like that. Okay? Sully will cool, be there man. next week. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 
As I've said, you can go to thornbridgebrewery.co.uk. I recommend you go just to just to get a look at these guys. They look like rock stars. You can read about their beers on there. They got a blog uh, where they're writing about the different brew days. And also, um, you know, I, I read through a couple of your blogs. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I like a little bit of attitude in in a couple of them. You know, when people well, we do the same thing. Uh, uh, craft beer in, in the U.S., even though it's thriving among craft brew drinkers, the mainstream uh, media still fucks it up all the time. And, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we kind of rave about it every time they do. The person who does a really good job of raving about it is Jay Brooks over yeah. at the Brookston Beer Bulletin. Um, and I saw a couple of those things in your blogs, too. You guys, uh, you don't let people uh, say the wrong things about the right beers. I like that. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of there are a lot of dicks out there, you know, that, <laughs> yeah, that, yes. that want to talk about beer as you know, as if though they know what they're talking about, and in fact, all they do is drink it and write notes on it. And it, I mean, to me, if you, you, you know, you got to have knowledge about what you talk about, and then the minute you make an assumption, as far as I'm concerned, you're in the fire firing line to uh, for me to have a go back at you. But yeah. it's um, I'm you know. I'm, I'm all for that. You know. You're like a hooligan <laughs> brewer. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I... Uh, Twirling my cane and... and <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's not... It, but honestly, going back to the whole Japur uh, IPA experience at the at the White Horse, I mean, it's mm-hmm. not... It, it, often on this show, we have brewers that call in, and we talk about beers from, you know, these distant lands. But, to re- I mean, honestly, uh, that experience alone, that beer blew me out of the water. So, I mean, if there's any way we can get that over here, or any way I can have that again, I mean, it's absolutely phenomenal. I mean, you you hit the nail right on the head with that one. It was, it was like a, it was an American beer in England, and uh, I, I had a moment there. <laughs> it was good. Well, actually, we just had one of the um the, the BJCP guys uh, email through and say he tried it at a, at a recent beer festival and wants to include it in the, in the style guidelines for for English. Look, those guys don't know what they're talking about. So. Anyway, um, <laughs> <Those> BJCP guys. <laughs> no. I don't, when I first heard BJCP, I was like, "Wow, what do these Americans do? This is BJ. We know how to party, Cody. That's right. <laughs> we rate all the BJCPs. Yeah. I wish it was a little more exciting like that." To be honest, um, maybe no, I'm happy certified. you enjoyed the beer. Anyway, it's going. Cool. Actually, we've got we have bottled some that we're about to uh, send a few cases over to the states through uh, I think a distributor called Beer United. I think. Oh yeah. Using. So yeah. Um, you have to keep an eye out because it should be should be floating around uh, somewhere in the next probably month or two. We've seen the labels finalised this week, so uh, it'll sh- be uh, heading over as well. So yeah. Keep Speaking of uh, distributors, Chat the producer, do we need to give a special thanks to beermerchants.com uh, for helping us out, getting oh, us in touch yeah. with uh, Thornbridge? Yeah. Yeah, Phil's awesome. You know, it's, uh, he does some some great work. What the fuck? So Chad just like shook oh, his wait, head. Wait, like, hold on a minute here. Hold hang on, on a minute. You, wait, Kelly, the plug Kelly, is, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Chad just, uh, either Chad's drunk or he just doesn't care. He just went, I don't care, whatever. <laughs> Phil Lowry's a great man who runs a great company, BeerMerchants.com, and he just like <laughs> tossed goes, it over to him, and he just went like, Chad yeah, goes, eh, what, yeah, whatever. whatever. I clean the litter box. Yeah, eh. what are you talking about? <laughs> Chad's eating a lot of cookies. <laughs> Oh, it's good, it's good. com. Phil Lowry is a nice good man. Dude, good, good friend dude. of the show. Should we give a shout-out? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, you know, he gives us beer, free beer. All the time. Yeah, yeah, That's I why we know. pay Shat the big bucks. He's the funniest producer you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Uh, Phil is a good guy, though. You work with him in the uh, over there in Europe to uh, spread the beer around? 
Yeah, yeah, he does, he does some stuff with our beer, and yeah. I've sort of um, caught up with him at a few sort of beer beer expos and those sorts of things. And, uh, and there we go. Yeah, he's always entertaining. <laughs> he is always entertaining. He, yeah. He's a good egg, he's, actually. He's got, he's, he's got a bit of toot as well. Eh? He, yeah, uh, he but he's... he's yeah. In a good way. Yeah, he does. Definitely. Actually, he uh, he brought some of your beer, I think, to the uh, IPA festival. Oh, yeah. In, uh, at the uh, Bistro. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, during <laughs> oh, SF cool, Beer Week. Cool. Yeah. So. He's a good guy. Yeah. Chat wouldn't know. Yeah, it, I'm going to be over. Hope, I'm, I'll have to come and see you guys. Hope, hopefully, um, next year I'm going to be over for the World Beer Cup. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. Here. I'll, I'll, have to, uh, I'll have to head up and then see, see you folks as well and have a beer. Where is or next you? year's uh, World Beer Cup? Did, don't they list it? Tears of San Diego? It's back in San Diego again? Wow. Yeah, back in San Diego. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah we'll see you there. Wow. Yeah, Hopefully, we'll it's not there. at the same resort from 1968 <laughs> that, <laughs> that we were at built, last yeah. time. Yeah. Pastel blues and whatnot. Oh, it's okay. I liked it in San Diego then. I mean, my childhood. Yeah. All oh, right. That's, that's I, should, I was going to say this before. You, I tried a fascinating beer tonight. I tried a 30-year-old Thomas Hardy's ale. Oh, is, um, I'm a what? huge fan of Thomas Hardy, but I don't think I've ever had one that's 30 years old. I've never seen yeah. one. Look, well, Jim, it was Jim, the owner of, our, of the brewery, and the owner, owner of Thornbridge Hall's 50th birthday tonight, and uh, uh. I got given it for my 30th birthday last year, and I was like, wow, perfect night to try it. Yeah, um, how was it? Uh, it was amazing, Re- just absolutely amazing, just molasses and chocolate and prunes and, and cherries and, and just everything going on, just like a like a delicious port. It Did like, it have that kind of like damp basement flavor, too, that those get when they're that old? <laughs> I like it. I know it's no, another it terrible didn't. flavor descriptor, but it, it's good. That beer really holds up. I'll tell you what, let's turn yeah. the mics off right now, jump on the jet, and let's go out there. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's I'll, what the... I'll, t- I'll tell Jim that so I get some rooms ready at Thorn Patrol for you. Of course, do. Totally. Yeah. Sully's already well, on no, the It's um, been fun, guys. It's been really fun. Really enjoyed it. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you staying awake and doing the show with yeah, us. Yeah, Kelly, uh, was great. We, we really don't like to do recorded interviews, so I appreciate you staying up. Yeah, and doing you're welcome. Yeah. Anytime. All right. Well, you're welcome back anytime, Kelly. So if we don't see you there, you let us know when you're out here and uh, come on the show. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Awesome. Yeah, and let me know if any of you guys ever over in uh, in, in England. And we'll, uh, I'll be there next week. We'll we'll around the brewery and a few beers. It'll be good fun. Yeah, I'm there right do. now. Turn around. We will do. <laughs> <laughs> our, our creepy host is already there. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. Are you guys the, I thought you were one of the continuous fermentation KGB guys. <laughs> you know what you're talking about. What are you saying? Where is your yeast now, brewer? <laughs> is your beer done or not done? Yeah. You tell me. Tell me. Fill out this paperwork now. <laughs> the knock on the door, that is for you. I know I sound German, but I'm KGB. All KGB sounds KGB the same. all the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a hooligan for KGB. Polish these boots, brewer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kelly, cheers, my brother. Thanks again. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> okay, enjoy your Easter. We will do. Thank you. Mine's not for two Good weeks. Time. All right, Kelly Ryan from Thornbridge Brewing yeah. Company. Uh, what an awesome show. Yeah, uh, really bringing it strong, staying awake. Um, and he's a, he's he was stoked to talk about it. You know, like some fun. people just ramble on about nothing. Yeah. He when what he was saying? going on, he was uh, <clears throat> so, um he was talking information. It was all he information. Was, and and we always worry when we don't get the brewmaster. Um, you know, when sometimes we get other people, whatever their position, yeah, the sales guy going like, "Let me tell you about our label." Well, because a lot of times, yeah, <laughs> you know, we'll ask the brewing questions, and they'll go, "Well, you know, I don't know. You have to talk to our brewer," which is what we asked for yeah. anyway. Uh, but but no, Kelly, uh, Kelly knew every uh, all about the beer. He really knows his job, so that was uh, just great to talk to him. Yeah, definitely. a lot of fun. That was good. Uh, Shat, good job over there, huh, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> hey, woke up. He woke up. 
Wow. Yeah. Should we get... <laughs> Chad, what do you think? Should we end the show? <laughs> Pork. Do I got to do anything? <laughs> Pork. Oh, sorry. Hang on. I turned off your mic accidentally. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Well, it was off anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, uh, according to chat, i got a couple of things left break. to do. We're going to talk to Sully a little bit about his collaboration with Destroyset. Uh, let's find out about that beer and if it's going to be available here. I'm real yeah. curious to know about that kind of stuff. And uh, also, we still got a Drunk of the Week to give away and oh, yeah. some Belgian candy sugar and a special news segment. A we got a, a brew tip com- coming to us from our friend Colin Kaminsky oh, really? at Downtown Joe's. So stick with us. A little bit more to do here on this session. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Okay, I rolled a 15 and I get a plus two from my yeast starter. No, sorry, you failed your roll. Your beer is infected. No way. You had to be at a 24. It's schizosaccharomyces. This sucks. I just failed versus oxidation. Our party is fracked. Doug's the only one left and his beer is a Berliner Weiss. What's this? A tea party? Hey, this is a brew session, man. Get lost. Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really uh, use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. Are you a 10th level beer nerd? Does your significant other know the difference between an Irish red ale and a Flanders red ale? Do you burp, strizzle, spalt, and fart Y-E's 2308? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs, ingredients, equipment, and knowledge 24 hours a day at northernbrewer.com. Plus fast, cheap shipping, only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the socially awkward Patters beer and the sci-fi convention showstopper number eight make 10th level at northernbrewer.com homebrewers listen up have you seen mike mcdole's picture on that sweet sam adams six-pack well it's your turn did you know the two prior long shot winners have gone on to become professional brewers themselves it's time to enter this year's samuel adams long shot american homebrew contest Jim Cook first brewed Samuel Adams Boston Lager in his kitchen using a 100-year-old recipe from his great-great-grandfather. This is your chance to have your handcrafted homebrew recipe distributed all across America. Be the next homebrewer on the Sam Adams Long Shot Six Pack. This year's contest is going on right now, and you should be a part of it. Time is running out, though. All entries must be received between April 15th and May 1st. Go to SamAdams.com for all the details and to register your entry, which, by the way, is free. The Samuel Adams Longshot American Homebrew Contest. Giving back to where it all began. Enter today. What's funny is, brewers just say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a short beer. beer. (laughs) (laughs) The home of live beer radio. Thebrewingnetwork.com. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. 
Thanks a lot for tuning in. Uh, Can I go put on my nutters now? <laughs> I did want to point out something about the nutters. Uh, Doc is uh, is telling us that the that the nutters are brand new, right? JP, I would like you to inspect this slightly yellow portion around the bottom ass edge of the yeah, nutters and tell that. me if those are brand new. Uh, okay, hold on. A well, look, it's still got it's still got not the, yours. The, it's still got the tag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Part- they, does it smell new? Hey, it's probably been on the shelf for 30 years. Maybe in the sun. Oh, this person had broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty... Well, you're holding it up Isn't like there's there stained. Yellow, there's a yellow... Yeah, even on the color. I know. I, 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 I saw it when you Look first held it. it. Okay, I'm looking at it. I saw that. Yeah, it's even up here, too. And, and it looks like, like, that's why you picked it. I them? figured it's... It, no, I didn't pick it. It looks anything. like all the underwear I gave my mom when I was 13. Can, can I put them on? Can we put them on now? Yeah, put them on. I'm going to put them on over my shorts. Don't put them on over your shorts. Come on. They look to be washed. Don't like, be a... Or, or oh, they got to be washed. Oh, yeah, they look oh, to be worn. yeah. Oh, these are nutters because I'll tell you right now, just by feeling the undershort, my nut would be hanging out right now. Both of them. One on each side would be hanging Left out. Left right. So you're saying is that they actually hang out? And you have That's to wear... The thing about nutters, you got to remember, is that you wear them slightly higher than you wear shorts nowadays. You yes. wear them just under your belly button. That was the way you did it. It just was... Uh, just you got around for a second. So you just looked over, so slightly yeah. slightly over the there. There's a wolf. <laughs> oh, JP went straight forward. <laughs> he took the shorts off and put the nutters <laughs> right on. Boxers but on he left his boxers but, on. All right, I'm going to do that, too. It's pretty then. good. You can't have JP. No, you can't. Yeah. 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 I'm not even going to leave the room because then there's... It's actually really free. It's quite free. I showered yesterday. It's quite free. Sully, there's one more pair. You know what, honey? Come on. You can put them on. Come on. No, Sully, they're they're not going to fit me. Too. Oh, Jake, come on. Come on. Come on. Nobody come on. needs to see come that. On. It's very freeing. It's like, oh. Wow. Oh, I feel like I could run a mile I know, right, right? You want to go jogging? I, I can see you yeah. in Central Park with those on. I do feel like I could go running. I'm going to run in place right now and okay. see how the nuts feel. In the oh, you yeah. Guys, it's pretty good. Okay, this pretty is good, insane. Right? They're both running in place right <laughs> now. Times. Justin has like a dark blue one on. Right, JP gonna, has like a powder baby blue I'll one on. I'll video JP the first, the and then he can video... Uh, wait, we got to stretch out first. zoom enough. Stretch oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, out. Yeah, get it. Wait, hang, stand by, JP. Okay, there wow. We. Yeah, you do have to stretch out first. And uh, yeah, hold on, here. This is one you want. <laughs> oh, I'm glad JP's wearing his underwear. Oh That's right. not really helping. Well, JP, matters, your so. legs are kind of long. All right, give me the run in place. <laughs> a lot. Let me more see beer. that. Uh, <laughs> you got your, beer, coming up. Boxers hanging out the bottom. See, you're wearing the yellow stain ones. I don't know if you can see that on the video. I'll be posting this video in the after show. Just watch it. Uh, JP's not up. as Greek as you I do. You got to kick the legs up. Yeah. Bring okay. the knees oh, there he is. to the yeah. chest. Yeah. Now you must pe- uh, your legs must come up higher. You're, you're not doing it right. You have to do <laughs> it higher. You're not doing very well. And you have to get closer to no, me. JP, you have to tuck your shirt in. That's <laughs> key. High kick the legs. High kick the legs. That's how you use higher, the nutters. Get those legs up. Uh, get him, like, Oh, I just came out. I just came out. <laughs> I, fell, I fell right out. Can't you know what? Them. I just came out wow. too. How about that? That's is nothing. it on the video? Oh yeah, is <laughs> me falling out on the video. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, it's this elevant trunk hanging out. I fell out. Yeah. There, there are actual nutters, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I didn't know you were Irish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had no JP, idea. JP, you have to you tuck your Somali. shirt in. Wow. That's key. Oh. You guys, are you apparently like didn't run hard enough, now. JP. No, for the these show. are real nutters. Or my my boxers are kind of tight, maybe. I don't know. Go. Well, that was awkward, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are pretty good. Often you, is. You guys can sit down and quit looking at each other anytime. That's now. even better when you sit down. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Did you just fall out when you sat down? No, well, because I have my boxers and it's almost. <laughs> He's like, maybe I'm not as big I have as my you. boxers. So uh, the B and session yeah. band. Oh, I was on hold. Sorry, yeah, I thought. Not, sorry, no, ringing. he's on hold. I'm a grower, not a shower, Sully. Justin, okay. B and session band has to wear headers. Oh yeah. I don't know. Not after that uh, display of affection. <laughs> well, maybe let's not run in place. What'd you expect? They're called. No, I can't help it. Uh, you know, on the stage, you kind of run all over. The, my, I'll be falling out everywhere. That'd be great. That's, imagine that. That's Flopping. with the boxers on underneath the nutters. Well, now, do you have, like, cloth ones? Like, the ones that yeah. are stretchy? They're yeah, soft see, and they're clothy. stretchy. The tidy whiteies. Yeah, aren't you, you know, supposed to wear yeah, tidy whiteies? That's why when, when nutters were popular, know. tidy whiteies was or the... Uh, some of the nutters under. have that, Justin, that net mesh underneath. Yeah, you know a lot about the nutters phenomenon. I do. I've, uh, yeah. it's, an, it's been Research. an important part of my life. Uh, you guys are lucky. I've, I actually... Great report. I shaved my regions for the first time ever just a couple weeks ago. Why? Yeah. Uh, because, so... A, a it, tree looks, tree looks better in the movies? desert? Yeah. I'm going to give you a, a two-nutter what? salute on that one. So That's what a good I'm job. What was it, home movie day? <laughs> well, I just... I don't know what brought it on. I just... People have been yeah. telling me for years you ought to do that. You want to compare lengths? And, uh, did, did here, you we got like nutters it? on this. Did you like it? Uh, I didn't like it. You didn't? Wait, wait, no, wait, wait. Did you I, shave I or did you trim? I Well, both. I buzz... Down. The part, I don't the part shave that with just, a razor. The though. part that just fell out of my shorts, yeah. I shave. Well, that's your that's your penis. You, you shave you, the bag? You shave your penis? Oh, it was both. It was my yeah. bag and oh. my... Uh, I didn't shave my penis. Shaved bag is weird. Give it like three days. I hope you wouldn't have to. <laughs> Listen yeah. to JP over here. He's like, it's a little weird, but you'll be fine. Give it a couple days, yeah. and it's all going to come back around. Yeah. I didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> it's weird. I don't like doing it. I cut mine. Yeah, I got hair in mine, so yeah. Actually, I, I did... I'd be asked, well, why'd you do that? I did it a couple, I did it a couple months ago, and I... Cut myself on a vein. Oh, I and it would not too, stop gonna, bleeding. Th- yeah. It would not stop bleeding for like five minutes. What do you call the paramedics and say, I, I cut my bag? Did. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to pass out. I'm bleeding out right now. Yeah. yeah. I'm go- uh, he cut his bag. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, so much for yeah, the non vulgar uh, thing. Well, what I'm saying, at the point is, I'm just saying, <laughs> you got, because of the of the, of the the nutter mishap yeah. that, that happened, you guys are lucky, because had it been a, a couple weeks ago, you'd have seen nothing but fur. You'd have seen, it would have been like a... It'd have been like... Sasquatch. It'd have been like Chewbacca. Yeah. You'd well, be like, oh... I, I would have preferred that. Why are we lucky? Because we didn't see fur, uh, and we got to see everything... Uh, got to see the whole... Yeah, the whole package there. Yeah. I can't believe it's on video. The chat room wants to know if you're itchy. I was itchy. Yeah. No, no longer. It's grown out enough. Um, all right. Got a phone call. Uh, looks like it's a Drunk of the Week phone call uh, from our, uh, our old boy, Baloo. Uh, Baloo! Baloo, what's going on, brother? We got nutters just for you. Hey, boys. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> just got in. Hey, boys. Uh, drunk of the Week. Huh? What's co- this is uh, actually not a Drunk of the Week call. Oh, okay. Right, well, then, okay, hang up. What do we got? Hey, don't hang up on me. I got you. Oh, we already did. No, no, but this this has to do with the drunk of the week. Oh, I think this week the contest. As long as you're clear about it. The who comes up with the best fat joke? Fat joke. Whoa, wait. So, what do you 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 have a new box of Kleenex you want to check out or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe yeah. No, I'm. I like the uh, I like the, the premise behind the competition, but uh, I feel like uh, drunks won't be able to come up with the best jokes. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want well, skill kind of competition. Me? I also feel you, like you, you it had the limerick competition, and that was good. I yeah, thought I I'll came up with a, a pretty good one. You know, that was good. The one well, was a guy named Doc. Shut the fuck up. That was that was good. good. Yeah. I liked <laughs> it. Everyone liked it, but Doc really. I, yeah. yeah. Well, it, well, you know, it, it, yeah. Well, he's a little. 
He's a little prick, so who cares? <laughs> oh. Whoa, hey. It, it, it's kind of like asking for an apology. If you have to ask to have people do it, it's not worth it you know, as much. I'd rather make up fat jokes um, you know, without Just because. you liking it. You know? All right, make one up right now, JP. Um, Blue is so fat that he can not have to I don't know <laughs> seriously wow uh, yeah. ouch and once was a man named Baloo <laughs> eat everything in the world long fit into his shoe oh, he a, got uh, the flu and ate the blue and that's why the back like a ball you've heard this one yeah Sully's good there once was a guy named Baloo oh is it Shut l- the fuck fat out. limit jokes he's fat Thank you. So fuck Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. I- I'll tell you what. I'll put it into the running. If it comes down to the wire, and there's a drunk of the week who's told a good fat joke, and a drunk of the week who does who hasn't, fat joke guy gets it. Absolutely. How about that? All right, let's do that. That's the, the skill end. Right? competition. I think that's the way we can do it. That's good. All right. Thanks, Baloo. They hold on oh, a yeah, second. Yeah. No worries. Just, just hang on a second. Yeah. One, oh, wait, Sully has things to say to you. Uh, 21st oh. Amendment. Oh, okay. I, I have to get it. Oh, you okay. are Justin Buck. Yeah, yeah. thank you, okay. Baloo. Uh, yeah. I'll cut you in 30%. Is that weird that I just caught Sully Thanks. looking at my legs Cheers, at the corner of his eye? Uh, like my yeah. thighs? My milky white olive skin thighs? You were just Ooh. checking out JP and his nutters? Yeah. Wow. Not this time, maybe five minutes ago. But not when he <laughs> says it. Can we get him a blanket? <laughs> a Greek blanket. All right, it's time for a brand new segment here on the Brewing Network. Colin Kaminsky, our friend at Downtown Joe's, is going to do a, a, a quick brew tip for us each week here on the session so that we can, uh, you know, basically when, when, when we get off track and then we're doing what we do, uh, we can always bring it back with a nice <laughs> brewing tip from uh, Colin Kaminsky. So uh, we're going to do our first yeah. one for you this week, and you can look out cool. for them uh, each and every week right here on the session. So here's Colin with this week's tip. Now, here's Colin Kaminsky from Downtown Joe's with this week's brew tip. Make sure to throw away your beer. What? No, really. It's the mark of a good brewer to realize they don't need to taste that off flavor ever again and toss the whole batch. Before you toss your beer, make sure you know exactly what went wrong and how you're going to fix it. If you have to, get another brewer to taste it. Remember, you are a brewer. You don't ever have to drink bad beer again. Listen next week for another brew tip from Colin, right here on the Brewing Network. It's a good tip. Hundred percent agree with to that. Live by. In yeah. fact, I did that before I came in today. You did. I had a lot of old beer in my house because I was cleaning my refrigerator, <laughs> and I said, "Hey, Steph, get over here. It's prohibition. Let's open these cans up and throw them away." You did. So, oh yeah, because I have a lot of like you know beer from old batches and all that, and. Uh, they cracked him up and threw him away. And she was—we were sm- smelling all of them. Like, hey, it's not so bad. Yeah, I was taken aback at uh, first. I heard uh, that. What? But uh, you know, he makes a good point, and I like that he's really giving props. Where he's saying, you know, remember, you're a brewer, so yeah. you know, you know what good beer tastes yes. like. It's uh, not prison hooch. Yeah, you don't have to drink it. Well, right. how, how many batches has Jay Z thrown away? He always says, "I ah, give it to the snails." Threw yeah. it away. Yeah, and he thinks not uh, even twice about it. It's a good tip. I don't want it to be a good tip. Because it, it sounds wrong, well, but it's a good tip. It kind of is, dude. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can always it, it bring it over is. here. They'll drink it. Yeah. It does sound good. Colin understands. There's, a, there's a famous singer. Actually, not a famous singer, but Kevin Keeney, who's a singer-songwriter from uh, the Athens, Georgia. Probably Dave Little knows who he is. And is he it has, drafty in here? 
And he it's said, a little, "It's a little." Cool. Can we turn the heater up? Sorry, yeah, put your pants back on. Go on. And he says, "Life is too short to drink cheap Chardonnay," and that's the same thing about beer. So dump your yeah. beer. That's I very, agree. That's very white upper it's a, class. It's thing really to a say. good tip. Yeah, I didn't like it, but it's a good tip. You do it with a slur, <sighs> like. It's just too, yeah, Speaking just of good tips, are you gonna are you gonna now. post your fallout on the? Speaking of good tips, how about my nutters? <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna post the fallout or what? I, I think can't I saw post the, the fallout. You should put a bar sure over it. The he- it was kind of all stuck together in one big lump. It's, uh, uh, it's hot in here. Uh, uh, can, you know can, when it kind of all just uh, you know. Yeah. Yes, we know. Are you glistening? <laughs> are you glistening? You're vocal- vocalizing the obvious. Um, <laughs> Can you put that on and put that? Uh, I can't put that it little on. spot that gets all blurred you out. You can put a bar over it. Listen, do you guys know how famous Small Paris bar. Hilton got after her little mishap? Imagine what would happen if I put that oh, on the web. Um, Should do it in slow I motion. I would be so famous. It's uh, on I TMZ. Can't, it would hurt. I can't put you guys through and that. You've got families to think about. I don't. Uh, you don't have time to go to the Kimball <laughs> show. My son doesn't even yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, so go you for could, it. You guys really all want me to do that, huh? No, that's it. I can, listen. That can't happen. It's a what? different website. Of webs. <laughs> That's uh, stephanieinthechat.com. You might see it on there. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Being, <laughs> being gone wild. Paying for the 218's new project. <laughs> oh, that's another tip. By the way, I did buy us a new website that you're going to see some fantastic new features coming up on very soon. Oh. I'm already seeing some fantastic new features. <laughs> <laughs> Not those. those. I thought they were a little lackluster, actually. Uh, yeah, hey, they're shaved. They're glistening. What do you want? Yeah, stay tuned to uh, TerrenceTheBlack.com. <laughs> uh, this is not a this is not a bit. Uh, stay tuned to wow. TerrenceTheBlack.com, and going to be some good BN features coming up on there very soon. Our good friend Terrence has uh, agreed to help us out with some new content here on the BN. Wow. So, uh, what do I need to know, Steph? You were uh, about to tell me something. Should I read no, my I uh, messenger? <laughs> oh no, I was just listening. Is Boo Boo on the line? No, um, is Boo-Boo. Viper on the line? Boo Boo has tried to call in. He's he's. He's in the running for Drunk of the Week, but his phone died, and he doesn't have a battery or can't charge it. Great. So. That's Drunk of the Week right Good. there. <laughs> Aren't we supposed to taste his beer on this program? Yeah. Uh, do we have to? All right, let's taste his beer. He and since the, he can't call in, that'll serve He him says right. it's yeah. the best beer ever. Great. So. Oh, <laughs> let's do it. I've never had the best beer ever. Wow. Okay. In the world ever. All right, well, let's go to Viper Piper from Baltimore calling in for Drunk of the Week. Viper, what's happening? Yo, what's up, guys? Hey, we're doing all right. Yeah, I saw Baltimore from the train. Yeah. Didn't look so good. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not that hot of a place, man. It didn't look like it. I see. Yeah, it's. It's. Uh, I mean, you know, it depends. It depends on where you're at in Baltimore. Where I was. Not so good. The, well, it was the train tracks. I mean, yeah. everywhere. The train yeah, tracks the, the, also the train go through tra- Pacheco. It's a very... Uh, yeah. Well, look the other side of the train. It might be better. Yeah. It, it depends. If, you, if you're looking at Baltimore, it's fine. If you're in Baltimore, it's not fine. <laughs> right. Depends on where you're at. Yeah. Just blowing through. Uh, so is this a Drunk of the Week call, Viper? This is this is a Drunk of the Week call. All right. Give us the rundown. Okay. All right. The rundown has been about, like, uh, I want to say, like, about three liters of homebrewed municellus. Thank sober. you for putting it into our, for the Euro show, putting in the liters. <laughs> You sound pretty sober, though. I'm, you're pretty cool here. Yeah, I sound, yeah I, it's it's very very. You can ask my dad. He's he's sitting here. <laughs> Like Looking that. at me like, what's, how many leaders do you Daddy you know says what? I'm the best French kisser and I'm drunk. <laughs> Put, uh, actually, I would like to ask your father if he's if he's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Let's talk to him. You, would you li- would you like to talk to my dad? That's yeah, a good start. Let's do that. Let's talk to your dad. Hello. All right, here, here you go. What's his name? <laughs> Angry guy. <laughs> hey, good evening. Hey, how good are you? Uh, who hey, are we talking I'm, to? I'm, what's your name? Andy. Andy. I'm Andy Senior. Andy Senior. Oh, so that was yeah, a junior. Brother. All right. Yeah, Rock. And uh, well, Andy Junior says that you can vouch uh, for uh, for the fact that he's had himself a few drinks tonight. 
Um, I, I think he's had more than a few. <laughs> uh, really, really, three liters of that uh, Hellas? Wow. Yeah. It's very nice beer. I'll tell you, I took a couple of sips myself. No. Oh. Uh, he had another one over there. What was the dark one you gave me today? Oh, he had a Weizenbach. <laughs> nice. Oh, that was nice. What are you drinking, Andy Sr.? Right now, Andy Sr. Roman drinking a, a, a glass of water. i got to go to the uh, oh. hospital tomorrow. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, now you're bringing us down, Andy Sr. job. Yeah. You got to get the uh, the old tubes tied, or you got to work tomorrow. What's no, I'm that? getting the tuna. Homo, I get a tuna. tuna. Studying for the test. What is that? A facelift or something? No, I'm going to get a tuna, man. He said when he gets done with my 60 year old organ, I'll be blowing a load like a 20 year old. <laughs> <laughs> a little real. Oh. <laughs> is Andy Senior beating out Viper Piper for drunk of the week right now? I hope so. <laughs> um, Man. Oh, man. Andy Senior. <laughs> He's going to get the Roto-Rooter job. Uh, yeah. Andy, Andy That's Senior. what my doctor told me. He was smacking me on the back, and he's saying, congratulations, wow. you're getting the tune up. <laughs> congratulations right. to Andy oh, yeah. Senior. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought you would enjoy that. I Where do you get these at? Do enjoy that. And then, just, so just a quick, so you generally enjoy your son's uh, oh. beer that he makes at home there? No, no, he's, he, it's, this is the son right now. Oh. oh, yeah, you got to limit him. You had to cut him off or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to Put cut your him dad off. back on. It's far more entertaining. Him, I can only give him so much. <laughs> so does he usually drink your beer or is he drinking like uh, <laughs> yeah. Pabst or something? Is your mom around? What's that? Is What's she that? a Pabst drinker or does he usually drink your stuff? Doc wants no, he to usually, know. He usually drinks, uh, he's usually a Budweiser guy. Okay. Actually. No problem with that, you know. He's, he's into the Bud. All right. But he likes your, <laughs> but he likes your homebrew. <laughs> I think you're into the Bud, too. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. I think Andy Jr. Actually, there. Uh, I, I met you guys at NHC this year for the first time, and Doc <laughs> told me that I had a shitty mild. Oh, yeah. No, it, was, it was the brown ale. <laughs> Yes. They'll do yeah, that. Was was that. And I think I think my words were uh, crappy brown. Uh, was no, 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 no. It was uh, I, I brought a white ale, and you guys liked the white and then the the white ale, and then uh, and then and then Doc tried the mild, and he he like we we I, I went away from the booth, and I came back, and uh, Doc's like, I'm like, what are you drinking? He goes, I'm drinking some shitty ass mild. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you got to learn the uh, right way to answer those questions. Hey, you know what? I got to say, at I least was... you got the honest answer. <laughs> I'm always like, <laughs> and I was standing right. Uh, we told this story after the NHC too. I'm glad this is you calling, Andy. <laughs> I remember uh, that. Yeah. I was standing right next to Doc, and it was everything I could do to hold it together because <laughs> I heard the whole interaction go down, and I saw the look on Doc's face. He just, he was, he kind of shut up for a second. I'd never <laughs> seen Doc just have that look on his face after Andy tells him, "Oh yeah, that's mine." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's 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 my beer, and he yeah. goes, oh well, you know, I mean, it had some problems. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, back it up. Uh, did I did I say shitty? I, what I meant was uh, it had some issues. Yeah. yeah, that was that was that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, actually, I think I just ah. told that story last week. I got to love Captain Politic over there. <laughs> All right, well, I'll tell you what, because you put your dad on, I'm going to put you guys in the joint running for Drunk of the Week tonight. Uh, All right, I like it. I yeah. like it. We'll do and that. We'll be there for the uh, the BN anniversary party, I think. Excellent. Uh, okay, we'll so I dissed your... I, Doc will keep an eye out for I, you. I dissed your beer, wow. and I dissed your town. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah you, did, you, yeah, you, you may not want to go to that. Like Just uh, I'll see you there, but uh, don't bring any of that shitty uh, brown from Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a, a mile, JP. Bring the mile. Bring, bring, don't bring that mild. shitty mile. Fucking douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're a fucking douche, JP. <laughs> 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 Extra points for Andy. Oh, true, Andy. All right, brother. Thanks for the call. We'll see you in June, and you're in the running.
All right, man. See ya. Out. I hope your flight gets delayed. <laughs> so we Baltimore got... is the pit. <laughs> yeah, it is, dude. So don't wow. forget, we've got Irwin from Denmark from the beginning of the show. He's still in the running. Oh, that's right. We've now got Andy Sr. and Jr. in the running. Oh, uh, yeah. Andy. Uh, the old Andy. Yeah. The Andys. The Andys. I still want to know what's going to get What the hell he's going to... What, what does that, is that even like mean, like an implant? Dude? Is yeah. he just getting the pipes No, no, no. He's, get, he's getting the rotor-rooter. They're, they're cleaning yeah. out his ureter. Uh, no, but, but he talked about it. He's going to be oh, able yeah, to Yeah, they're blow, widening it up. But so, that's, I guess, the cleaning. Yeah, the cleaning. What is it, like a root canal? Rotor-rooter. Yeah, the, ro- the like rotor rooter, the ureter. Yeah. Should should I, I, have I, you had one of those? Doc? No, I'm not. I'm not that old. <laughs> should I schedule that appoimment now? Yeah, Sully should Sully uh, get in line for that? Staff. Yeah, uh, Sully's wait, wait, wait. It's a tap rotor. How some old sort of distance did he say he was going to be when he came out of the procedure? Sixty. No, it was sixty going in and twenty he'll blow coming like out. A 20 year yeah. Old. yeah, yeah. Ooh, Sully. <laughs> <laughs> so so sign right. it up. I'll wow. check on the insurance on a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, let's have a look at that. It's not elective. Yeah. You know what's weird is I feel like mm. I'm just sitting in my underwear in these things, but I'm not. You're not in your underwear. <laughs> You're he, hanging he, out. He is definitely in underwear. touch with his nutters right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. He's like really very. I'm really giraffe. glad Sean you guys got some use out of these when I brought them in. <laughs> you thought you were gonna have to wait till June? It's yeah, nights. I did. So yeah. my eyes are up here. What are you looking at? <laughs> it's 1975. You're in the Castro. Let's go. <laughs> wow, this is really good. Yeah, this is the uh, the brewery. Oh. What is it, Justin? All right, we've got uh, Boo Boo Kitty F's uh, beer he sent into us. He wanted us to try. Is it right here? Boo it's fucking a, kitty fucking fuck. It's, a, it's a 100% Brett Belgian blonde wow. beer. Wow. He says it's the best beer ever. Well, okay. But uh, it's actually really good. It's tasty. It's really good. Oh, that's pretty awesome. It's it great. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, for for a, a homebrewed sour beer, this is yeah. one of the better yeah. homebrewed sour yeah. beers I've had. Oh, I, had I'd pay 20 head. bucks a bottle for that if it was commercial, if it had, if it had go, a label on it. I'd go 14 for yeah. sure. <laughs> I'd go fourteen ninety nine. No, it's actually really clean. It is clean. Yeah. yeah. It's I'd super be glad clean. I bought this. It's got that uh, uh, sweet flavor because it's a big beer matched a lot of with the sour from the bread. It's and got that, some like apple. I'm kind of curious it. how old it is. I think it's that Brett pineapple. You can yeah. get, you know, pineapple. Is he in the chat at all? I got the recipe, but yeah, I don't I have, have a him date. on. I'm, or, or I'm yeah, messaging him on the computer. Read what he says, but do it in a voice. We do have another call while we're waiting to hear from him. We got uh, Andy from Greenwood, California. Also another Andy? For, uh, oh, is this Andy this Wood? Is so from Andy. now on, if your name's not Andy, is, don't call in. Is this the Wood? This is the true Andy Wood. No. Okay. And, uh, Wood, What's you're calling up? in Drunk of the Week this week, huh? I'm calling in Drunk of the Week, but I want to support the Andys because I'm part of that clan. I see. Oh, that's that's your family? It's all no, well, no. if no, they're Andy. consider the, the Andy, just the Andy uh, group a family, sure. A little slow, okay. But I just want to sing to you. <laughs> Your nuts are hanging out. Oh, well, oh, hey, uh, you know that song. Would you like to, before you start, you might want to tell me what song. Occasionally I can find accompaniment. And what it's about. Sure. Well, let's well I'd like to say hello to Doc and that I love him. Hey, man, thank you. Can't so, wait to see you at NHC. This is going to be great. Be an orchestra. You sound real excited, too. Oh, this is going to be I fantastic. I am so excited to see Doc and his wonderful abs. <laughs> Doc does have nice abs, actually. And you know what? If you can punch him if you want, as hard as you can, he I'll, likes it. He I'll let you. It. Oh, sure. I'll let you. You get how one many shot. Sit-ups? Do you do you do them every day? Uh, I've been slacking, but yeah, when I'm in my my routine, yeah, every day. And how many? Yeah. You, are can, you, you doing? can work abs every day. So how many are we talking that you're? Uh, this guy's doing over here. Oh, 60 a day Jesus. at least. I haven't, Whoa. Done, I haven't done 60 in five years. <laughs> I, went, I went for a 10-minute walk today and almost died. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Oh, I you, you walked over to your Vespa and you bought <laughs> I did. All right, what song are you singing? 
Um, I'd like to sing Don't Know Much by Linda Ronstadt featuring Aaron Neville. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Stand by. Could you get more specific? If Blobber Glob from Canada would sing the uh, Linda uh. Ronstadt the high part. Oh, sure. Uh, okay, he'll have to. If he has Skype, then we can do that because the that you're on the phone line, obviously. Do so the high someone's, part. Someone's going to have to be on Skype. Well, we're trying really hard to make this happen. Yeah, now, you, sound, you, you sound like you're about two years older than Globber. I am very old. Uh, okay, you I, have I a kind, you, but you have that voice that. Uh, you know, I'm just saying. I don't have the Aaron Neville version. You know I only have Tell the Linda you, Whatever you want me to sound like, I will sound like that. Really? I'm a hero. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you uh, do it in kind of an English accent? I can do it in a Scotland accent. <laughs> Blobber's going to try to Skype in right now. And look at the size of that head. A Blobber has like children. But what do they look like? Right, it's like it's like a tiny atmospheric pressure. So why did you choose this song? What's the uh, dealio yeah, behind it? It's Scottish. Yeah, because it's weird. Because Justin's right now like well, combing through... Uh, I only have like, the Linda Ronstadt version. Well, it's really more of an Aaron Neville um, tribute. Um, Do you have that thing on your face? Things growing on faces. <laughs> and I really, I enjoy bringing shows to a complete halt. No, that's okay. Well, this, the only, halt the, the only thing singing com- almost any time. The only thing that's coming to a halt is because Justin is uh, <laughs> My checking the uh, archives <laughs> oh. while sitting on his uh, nuts. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. I can relate I, and understand. I understand that. Is Blobber uh, doing the Skype thing? Yeah, he says he says he is right now. What's the deal with Blobber? Oh, here he is. All He's right. a man. He's Hi, a man. I've got children. Do you? <laughs> I don't. Hey, Blobby. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. All right. Let's All see right, if we can get, see so, if we get his, uh, his old lady yelling at me. <laughs> does now have you guys prepared this? Uh, d- does Blobber know the Linda Ronstadt part? Or uh, I don't know, and I don't think so because he's Canadian, but he is tiny. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it should be a He's given. Canadian. Would fucking kick oh. it up a notch, man. Hey, somebody oh, turn their volume down in the yeah, background. Somebody's got the their line. TV on. Blobber, turn your volume down in the background. Will Don't you? make him make me come up to Canada. Hey, are both of you dudes? Uh, I use that term loosely. Coming to NHC this year? <laughs> yeah. Blobber. Blobber. Naked. Are you coming, Blobber? There we go. Blobber's gone. Apparently. There we go. Oh, yeah, that's it. Sister Christian. Look at me from my hands. Hello. My northern years are so Look at this life. I still don't know what it is. My father, my father. Thank you. But I know how I love you. <laughs> He, he's like that dude at. Uh, okay, and now Blobber. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you hear me? It's hard to hear. Oh, crap. What matter? <laughs> Big Blobber. Oh, I missed you. his cue. Oh, look Here it comes, Big Wolf. What the fuck are you doing, Blood? Who's this Not one? Fine. But I know how I love you. I think they've... Kim, get off the line. I'm making my debut. Pirated the show. Oh, man. Wow. My wife is on but the other like line. That. I don't know what she's doing. Get off the line. It's like that what? car accident that what? you can't stop, you know? <laughs> no, I can stop it. <laughs> Let it go. Which, where's Blobber? Let's see to the end. I need, I, need more, I need more volume on my uh, mic here. On your headphones? Yeah, a little more on the headphones. 
There you go. Can anybody hear me? What is this, American Idol? I can hear you. Tell me what you I can hear you. Sometimes I see so clearly. I haven't even heard of this song. I've ever known is me and you. Hey, Justin, right now, 21stamendment.com. Here you go. It's 10 bucks. There it is. Where's my wife? Are you on the line? Blobber's like a, he's like a mouse in the background. I think I scared Blobber into a tiny shriveled sack. You don't have to go far. This is a good G- All right, you're in the running. <laughs> That's how no, I get it. If, bo- if both of those dudes are That's coming to NHC, can they do a sh- can they do a song on BNA four? Oh, but they have to do it over Skype. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> the Woods and Blobber can do anything they want. Oh, uh, Blobber. Uh, should we put them in as a combo? Uh, Blobber, yes. and, Blobber and Wood. Yeah. yeah. All right, you guys are now in uh, the running for uh, Drunk of the Week. Oh, the Blobber didn't really do Blobber Wood. Blobber. What was he didn't, Blobber but, uh, in that? Blobber would. But that's almost the magic that is Blobber. You know, he's a minimalist. But I like hearing his voice, because I can't believe yeah. that he's... Uh, I think his Skype was bad. If anybody should have their pipes cleared out, it should be Blobber. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Hello, yes, this is Blobber. I just went to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine he calls in one day with that. Are you my dad? I'm a man. <laughs> right. I think the whole chat should be thrown in as drunk of the week. Okay, I'll take it. That's a lot of medals to send out. Justin is noting that. I'll allow it. (laughs) But they have to share a single medal and pass it around to each other. We're very cheap here at the BN. Just touch it and And it's tax season, don't forget. (laughs) And Boo Boo's on the phone about the beer. Boo Boo. And he should be in the running for drunk of the week, too. You know, you're giving out. You're too friendly today. Yeah, you're like, what's going on, stuff? I think everybody should win. Please. Everybody's a winner. I'm a school teacher. Hey, a blobber. You all did you, good uh, job. You still on the line, blobber? Yes. He's yep. really low. Yes, I am. He got yelled at. Yes. Did you get yelled at? Do you have to be quiet or something? Yes. I have no clue. I've been yelling shit for the past five minutes. I think it. I think when you turn down your uh, session volume, you turn down your mic volume. Is what happened. Yeah, you stupid. I, yeah, we can barely hear you. I have no clue. What, oh, just a second here. There you there go. You go. There it is. And Blobber learns how to work the volume. Okay. Now that you figured it Why out. Why the hell does Skype work? Right, shut up. Uh, stand by. <laughs> just stand by. Now that you got it figured out, just hang in there. Um, Don't talk. Which one's online? Boo Boo's on the line. Yeah. Boo Boo, what's happening, brother? Hey, how's that beer? The beer, oh, is, dude, it's awesome. It's pretty unbelievable. You're saving man. the show right now. Yeah, uh, really. You Probably did a gone, right? you did a really good job on oh, this beer. Yeah. Yeah, that baby's in NHC, so we'll see oh. what happens. You know what? I'll tell you what's going to happen. Good things. That's a really good beer. You're going to do fine in the NHC. Yep. I'm hoping. You did a good job, and uh, you might have a chance there, kid, one day. It's really a good beer. Cool. Thanks. All right. Go. Cool. Thank All you. Right. You're like really mellow guy. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Digs, please. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey Steph, you know. take you. There you go. Take you. Is, that the is this a uh, blended beer? Anybody? Did you blend? No, I said it's 100% bread, right? Did you blend this at all? Uh, yeah, it's it? just one batch. Just and one there's a, a lambicus in there, yeah? <clears throat> no, it's a brat lambicus. It's brat lambicus. These, you know what? They're not even paying attention to Boo Boo. I apologize. I'm They're not, all enjoying I, your beer I'm and uh, not attention. saying a word back. Doc's paying attention, apparently. No, I think it was phenomenal, just actually. Just not saying a word. It was good. All right. It's very good. What do you want for me? Thanks. Uh, well, tell it. No, tell us about it. Like, what did it start out as? What kind of beer? And then, what did you put in it? And how'd you do it? It's, oh, it's, it's a decent. It's, like it's, a, it's it's an awesomely good like beer. Pils- I took like a. It was like a Belgian blonde, but I. It was like a Pilsner blaze. 
okay. based beer. So it's like a, I use sauce hops and it all the way through. Kept it real, yeah. Kept I it low in IBUs. Um, and I just threw the Brett Lambicus in there, and it just did wonderful things. Yeah, I mean, I haven't uh, read the label or anything like that, but it sounds like you got Belgian Pilsner, possibly Belgian wheat in there, and it's definitely saws all the way through, and uh, you definitely got the Y yeast uh, fifty five twenty six in there. I would say. I mean, I'm just yes. pulling that at the top of my head right Sully's now. He's got a palate like a champ because I'm a brewer. I don't I'm, know if you knew that. I'm just saying that I think that right now, after tasting, I think the OG was probably around. I don't know, Original somewhere around sixty four. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I was just going to say. I thanks for you know cutting me off there. Where did you learn this? Uh, it's just tasting it what right now. What was the address where you learned it? As this? a professional, you know, just tasting <laughs> it. As a professional. <laughs> and you I learned I, it at Firkin on Brick. I think it's an awesome beer. It really, yeah. really is. I think you do your recipe oh, formulation it, on binder paper. Was it a <laughs> foolish guess in the underground? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Well, Good job. Thanks, Boo Boo. I really appreciate it. It's a fantastic beer. There's not, even a, not even a recommendation of how to make it better. for drunks to call in. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Hey, enough of the beer information, yeah. Boo Boo. We got a bunch of drunks lined up, huh? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what the? Fuck? Thanks, brother. Where's he calling from, by the way? Yeah. Is he Canadian? Buffalo, New York. Oh, okay. Close. Hey, you're you're Canadian. Close you're Canadian. Okay. Same difference. Really yeah. close. Hey, how about them Sabers? Huh? Yeah. Six to one the other night. Good yeah. job on you guys. Sabers. Uh, too bad they suck. All right. Thanks for the hockey talk yeah, moment. Bad. You're welcome. Brought you to you by you know, brought to you by JP's Cats. Yeah. And they say tonight's yeah. session hockey talk moments brought to you by Snuggles and Wampapoo. <laughs> There's a third one too, <laughs> Doctor Cornelius. Sorry, I forgot yeah. about that one. Yeah, the third. Of, speaking of JP's life, um, I'm pretty sure that uh, Schumann has dis- not only discovered the fabulous world of Warcraft, oh, but is, no. is all of a sudden like a level thirty elfin is Merlin he? or something. He bought yeah. that from somebody, didn't he? I don't even know, but he's been in front of that computer for 18 days. Playing uh, is that where he is? Yeah, somewhere in front of a computer. I'm sure. Oh of it. man, he is already level something. He's deep in the universe of elves. Great. <laughs> I'd love to get Warcraft as a sponsor. That'd be <laughs> I so know awesome. you would, because they would pay you to just play on air. Yeah. In a world of Warcraft, <laughs> we where JP a- is a man and not a young boy in yeah. shorts, we, we can have an elf leader. <laughs> takes a the guild. stand. Yeah. They base you up. Yeah. Iron Forge. There is an Iron Forge. Really? I just made that up. Yeah, no, apparently not. You should write for World of Warcraft. <laughs> I thought that's what you called uh, the Nutters. The Iron, iron Forge. Forge. Apparently not. Apparently iron is bendable if you got uh, Justin Wang <laughs> hitting it. <laughs> you guys, hang on a second. I have a, I have a credit right now. Uh-huh. 21stamendment.com. Oh, yeah. He did have a credit. I, credit. Right. You, you, credit. Missed, you missed my uh, lead-in. I said, where did you learn that? And you were supposed to say... I didn't hear you over there, did uh, yeah, Hey, uh, Blobberglop, you still <laughs> yeah. hanging in there? I'm sitting next to uh, Tasty here who's, like, analyzing beer. Are you talking about my thighs again? That's all I got to do. He's not listening anymore. <laughs> Joe thighs. <laughs> you made your microphone worse. Hi, yeah. Hi. Say something. Hi. I'm... My my wife thought I was one of the kids. <laughs> oh, you suck! It's like he's in a, it's like he's in a time warp. I'm in a helium balloon. It's like right he's now. in World of Warcraft. Or he's trying to call oh! to us from the other side. Hey, maybe we can quest together. I'm here with Schumann, and <laughs> it's, it's stop talking. <laughs> he hasn't gonna, been reborn yet. We're like gonna poltergeist. We're gonna run razor thin downs, and I need some mage to heal me, please. Yes, please, some mage. I don't like digital blobber. I'd rather him on the telephone. Yeah, yeah. have him call up the regular way. I don't like Canadian blobber. We well, can't. His battery's dead. Oh. Uh, well. 
All right, we no, got that a, was Boo Boo Kitty. Oh, they charged us We got Beer Punk Boo Boo Blobber uh, calling in from Arizona, also for uh, Drunk of the Week. Beer Punk, what's happening? Hello. <laughs> what? I love it. It's huh? like uh, it's like we've disturbed them in their sleep. Like I called him. Uh, look, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, uh, the cold. Can, t- I, can I help you? The cold tile on the bathroom floor feels pretty good. It's, it's kind of like they just found this thing and they decided to pick it up and press a button, uh, and they don't know what's going to happen on the other end. What is what? This? Who is this? What? Hello? This talking machine is talking to me. What's happening, Beer Punk? And. Calling it for Drunk of the Week. Yeah, you are. That's a good idea. And uh, maybe you uh, should do that. You, know, you want to tell us a little bit about that? Uh, well, I've been drinking since <laughs> about two okay. years ago. And yeah, it was a it was a holiday, so I thought I'd start drinking. <laughs> it's, and a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Christian holiday. I thought. Okay, yeah. Oh, Jesus. All right. And. <laughs> They were talking about Drunk of the Week, so I thought I'd call in. All right. That all sounds reasonable to me. <laughs> what, and, makes uh, you, what makes you think you should win? <laughs> I, know, I like it's like you're like police officers when you talk to these guys. Like, yeah. yes, and uh, so, uh, uh-huh. sir, uh, yeah, uh, what have you been drinking? Yeah, and exactly uh, how many what? ounces was that, sir? <laughs> and did you have food with that? And don't oh, yeah, lie to me. Kind? What did you tell me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know what you've been drinking. And listen, don't lawyer up, hey. okay? <laughs> Not going to help anybody. Yeah. I'm drinking beer. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Right. what kind of beer, sir? He's entered. This you're, man is yeah. entered. You're not that's being it. That's all we need. That's a good yeah. thing. All of these people are in the chat. I, I'm still for the whole chat for Drunk of the Week. What, what has he entered? One, two, three, four. <laughs> that's five entries this Enter week. a world. Insider? That's a record number of entries, Insider. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You know, we were at the World Cup the other week. Uh, they were announcing the categories. The World of Warcraft Cup. <laughs> yeah, the, oh. I'm a dwarf and slave. What are you? Great <laughs> thing. I was hoping they were, when they got to the cider category, I was just uh, hoping. Hoping. I was hoping. Hoping, man. Hoping. hoping to get late. Hoping and dreaming. But... Uh, you want me to go ahead and tell uh, Schumann what server you're on so you yeah. guys can play together? Oh, I'll tell him. <laughs> tell him. <laughs> I'm on the Cinerous server, in case anybody knows. <laughs> Make sure he knows. Yeah. Are you a dwarven elf? No, because those are two distinct races. The dwarves are but those are two opposite <laughs> yeah. and distinct races. The dwarves are alliance and the elves are the horde. Are you a hunter or a warrior? <laughs> I have a hunter and I have a warrior. I have a mage because and I have a paladin. Because those are not two distinct races. <laughs> no. They can work together in tandem. Those are you know, classes. You know the guy that uh, just died? <laughs> one of the creators of uh, Dungeons and Dragons just died. This yeah. Gary Gygax. Yeah, okay, just he like, died like... <laughs> that was like a softball. Like, he died there like you go. Out of the park, ago. JP! <laughs> Uh, if you're talking about Gary Gygax, I would appreciate if you used a mister in front of the name. Yes. Some of us call him a captain or sometimes El Capitano. I'm, rolling, I'm going Sir. to roll an eight-sided dice right now, yeah. and then you will lose hit points. Oh, man. I, have, I actually have a rogue named Gary Gygax after him, and someone said nice name. <laughs> So, obviously, the joke was not lost on the people of the Cinderous server, was it, 
look, look if, if, if anybody's listening, if anybody's in earshot of my voice right now, yeah. and you're looking to get laid, yeah. you're looking to get laid, please yes. do not use that in the course of conversation. I'm talking to you, Blobber Glob. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brew Tattoo's on the line. Oh, uh, also oh. calling in for DOTW. Brew Tat, what's happening? Speaking of women in skirts. <laughs> Brett, what do you have to Speaking say? what? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> what's happening, brother? Hey. Oh, Sully. Hey, where are your where, shirts? Where is that you're a brewer for? <laughs> what, what did you just oh, say? He's trying to make me some money. Yeah. He said, Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, let's try. Wait, let's do it again, but be more clear. Do it again. Ready? Here we go. <clears throat> hey, Mr. O'Sullivan. Where are you a brewer for? That would be the 21st Amendment at 563 2nd Street, just two blocks from Pac Bell Park. Cha ching! Hey, oh, Brutet. Where, where are your t shirts? No, it's fine. I, I brought you the have, money. You, you have T-shirt. You have T-shirt from what brewery? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, never mind. I one per caller. Okay, buddy. <laughs> All right, fine. I mean that's I'm that's trying, reasonable. I'm to help here. That's reasonable. I'd appreciate uh, it too. Okay, let me. I'm going to tell you a story about Belgium. Right now, I'm sure you are. Well, I mean, once he gets off the phone. But <laughs> by right now, I mean in a second. <laughs> All right, Tat. Uh, give, give us the rundown. What do you had? Is there a sober off this year? A so- oh, uh, I don't think I can. I don't know. Uh, That's going to be hard work, dude. <clears throat> I'm happy to do sober it. I, I hate what to. Is that? I hate to. I hate to back down, but. Uh, because last year, you know, you said you wanted a rematch. Yeah. I know, I know, and I'm all about the rematch. Just um, back up, you'll be fine. I just, uh, I got the bus tour to do, and I'm responsible for everybody on the, I know you'll I'm be there. there, but you're not responsible for everybody there, I am. And then I got the party where I'm also kind of responsible for everybody. Uh, it's kind of tough, you know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. We might have to do it like on another event than the anniversary party where I'm not responsible for things. At the beginning. You weren't responsible last year? I was, but there was less to be responsible for. Because for one, it was at Colin's place, and yeah. Colin's really good to me. He doesn't care what I do. He's great. We and, broke his uh, stage for crying out loud. Yeah, <laughs> That's why I was upset. that helped. Well, actually, Big Joe Hurt broke his stage. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Hey, is the contest we're talking about called Soap Her Off? Sounds great. <laughs> is that what we're talking about right now? Chad with the zinger in the dirt ball one. <laughs> He's got riders in the back there. I think it's a great game. We should play. <laughs> I think because if that's not what it's called, it. I don't be. think it's a good game. I, I want a T-shirt. I don't think I. There's <laughs> a whole league that plays that game. I'm not. I'm. I'm yeah. I, in a sense, I'm backing down because I gotta. I've, I gotta. You know, be responsible for these people. Here's what. Let me tell you. What's going? I don't it's understand. a good thing you bring this? it up. Well, I, we had there was a drinkathon last year. I'm supposed okay. to. You know, we went out uh, for hours and drink, hours. Drink for drink, and 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 I lost. Uh, you know, at the end of the night, okay. I appeared to be drunker. You lost. I, I was just actually. I was looking and, at uh, pictures of that. Yeah. Probably two days ago. For some reason, I came onto this. Uh, uh, gallery, yeah, and you were just—I oh, was hammered. Yeah, I, I was hammered. So I, I lost, but I definitely wanted a rematch. And uh, but the, let me—it's it's interesting that you bring this up because let me tell you how the planning for this bus tour went. Every time I got in the line with somebody and they're ready to say yes, they're like, "So, but it's like a whole day of drinking and a bus tour, and how many people? And there's beer on the." It was very nerve-wracking for everybody to say yes. So my point is, 
not only is everybody going to have to be on their best behavior, but I especially have to be on my you best behavior to. so I can knock you guys on the back of the head when you start to get stupid. You know, otherwise uh, you have like a 15-hour tour of what the uh, Anchor Brewing Company did in the last you know, 20 years of its history. Nico. <laughs> <laughs> it could get ugly quick. Yeah. So, uh, so Brutat, if the if the if the if the question is, am I going to back down? I, I think the answer is yes. It's not the right time for me to do it. Yeah, it's not the right venue. Yeah. Uh, that being said, um, oh, you know, uh, I, I, I will line. take you on another time. Pick just, another victim. I mean, we may never do a BN bus tour again if I say yes to you. So uh, I can't. Well, that's you're a good not point. All day. I can't risk that. Oh, oh he drink. will be drinking uh, all yeah, day. But he's. Oh, I'm drinking all day, of course. Day, but it's going to be day. no competition. I mean, no. you can keep up with me if you want, but it's not yeah. going to be any competition, you know. He's uh, the host. Yeah, I got to I gotta be... Re- with the least. It's if, weird if, having if things Justin on the Justin had line. nothing on the other end... Yeah, then, then I'm all about it. It might be worth, you know, giving it a go. Yeah, but uh, we just let's just reschedule or, you know, yeah, If he just had, like, a bag of dope and some tie whores, it'd be fine. That'd be... Ca- it's it's a little soapy. N- nobody was worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Tat. Uh, well, you're in, the, you're in the run. Do you want to be in the running tonight uh, or just... Uh, the no, tournament? I'll never win. <laughs> I'll bet you'll never I'll win. I'll never win. You'll never win. That's true. You are. You're way low on the totem pole right now. I'm too manly. Yeah, I know. For the, yeah. for I've, I've probably had more to drink oh, man. than else, but that's okay. I know, but we have to have. All right, all right. Triple rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want to say my ass. What do you got? That was my uh, uh, what's Roger the deal with the badges? Because we had the the uh, little blow up at the GABF, and everybody's asking, "Are we doing badges again?" and all that shit. <laughs> I have a feeling. Every- wow, it's like technical stuff now. Uh, I have a feeling everybody is one other dude. You want the logistics line? Uh, are you gonna have like a badge for me? All right, off the top of my head, sure. I think badges are okay this year because badges? there's not like a bunch of private areas at the NHC. It's not like the GABF. <laughs> okay. No, we have right. nutters. So, nutters no yeah, private yeah, areas. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, so. Uh, 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 preliminarily, yes. Yeah. Badges, yes. Is that a word? <laughs> okay. But yeah. you got to make them bright pink so they stand out. Ooh. Preliminarily. Yeah. Preliminarily. They're going to be the same. All right, thanks, Tat. No, they're not. I don't think that Bye. word you're a good man. means what it means. It has come up, by the way, in the forum about the guidelines for who gets drunk of the week. A lot of, a lot of really? humming and hawing. They really want uh, no, there's a real rule, like, easy like, rule. You read that thing? Whoever Justin says <laughs> is the yeah, drunk of the week. That's really it, man. Is the drunk if, of the if, week. Yeah. yeah bottom line. Like a, yeah. Yeah. should be like a... Granted, he's throwing it on me when I didn't want it. <laughs> but T-shirt thing or... Well, it's just... You know, look at it. Uh, people go, if you're... You know, you might not be very drunk, but if you're funny, then you get it. Or if you put your wife on the phone, then you get it. And oh, the truth uh, of is, course. I, I kind of agree with you. If you make the bit a bit... I mean, what's the point in having drunk of the week if it's not I entertaining? Want, like, you don't want to guy I mean, if you call up and go... Oh, really? Uh, Twelve cases of PBR. Uh, thing of, 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 and that's I'm really... <laughs> and that's all we get out of you. Well, yeah. you can't do that week no. after week. No. But you call in, you put your old man on the phone, he tells you he's going to be pumping out stuff like a 20-year-old <laughs> again. I'll tell you what, you're in the running. You are absolutely in the running. <laughs> yeah. so, you get uh, called a loopy cunt, you're probably going to get drunk. Again. You're in the running. All right. That's the way it goes, huh? Yeah. Let me get out of here. I agree, you, dude. Before we lose another sponsor. Yeah, Uh-oh. <laughs> I can hear the check being ripped up right now. Blobber, glooby, 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 globby, globby, glooby, glob is on the line, on the real line. Uh-oh. Hey, Bloob. Hi. <laughs> What's happening? You want to sing a song? Gollum. Are you really I, I, just drunk every week? I was supposed to sing some Ronstead shit. Yes, you were. I think he just thought You brought it weak. Yeah, uh, well, I'll tell you what's yeah. wrong. is Skype and iTunes just... 
fucks up together. That's what happens. All right. I don't need your life story. Uh, I'm so fed up with technology. Make it right. Technology sucks ass. It's really not very nice to me. Maybe if I, uh, Blobber, I'm going to turn all the bass up on the on the phone. Let right? me see what happens. A lot of reverb. All right. Let me turn the. Now you I can just talk like a man. Stand back. Give you give you a pair of nutters. Right, let's see. I'm almost there. And uh, okay, give it a shot. Uh, what do you got? Hello. <laughs> Didn't change a thing. Yeah, that's My weird. Yeah, it didn't change anything. And I live in Canada! <laughs> Where? Canada. <laughs> Canada, you Canada, can. America's hat. You are the most exciting uh, person I've ever talked to. Uh, uh, Let me tell you what. I'm going yeah. uh, to make an agreement with the BN Army right now. Uh-oh. If the BN Army <coughs> donates enough money, uh, <laughs> I'll come up with a goal. We'll have to think about this goal. Right. For us to put in this, a second permanent line. I will put in a permanent blobber gleepy glop line. That's how much I just enjoy having him at our beck and call. Like if I could just at any given time turn up his fader for blobber glop's input. Uh, Without like having... a red phone. <laughs> it's a red. Uh... Like the... Yeah. Like uh, what was that show where they had the red phone to the to the Kremlin or whatever? Yeah, it was a, a, a thing about the president or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Batman. Yeah, I get it. Okay, they're fucking red phone. So. So Batman was a communist. <laughs> you see, you get my point here. By the way, yes. it's losing steam quick. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to say, do you want to lose donations? <laughs> <laughs> just love having it. Just That'd be uh, awesome. <laughs> I love it. Here I am. Are you still there? Yeah. I can call it anytime. It's still expensive for, for what's-his-face with the ass. Roger. Yeah. What's-his-face with, with the ass. Who's the guy with the, with the butt? <laughs> Bad guy. The True. butt guy. Because in Canada, we can't say anything but butt. Hey. I... I, I can, can we have a competition? Uh, about what? Go on. I need a BFF for NHC. BSF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. BFF. You mean a BFF? Yes. I love this so idea already. You don't even have to describe it. In the chat room. Blobber's BFF. BFF. For <laughs> he needs a buddy. I love I this idea. I need a BFF. And we need a competition for a Blobber's BFF for NHC. This is my wife's idea. I'm all way. about it. It's an essay competition. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in, all about it. In 200, 200 words was, or less. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I was thinking wet t-shirt and knife fight. Yeah, you wish. Uh, yeah. How about we have a uh, contest for the BFF for your wife while you're gone? Oh, <laughs> Brewer's Code, Doc. Oh. Brewer's Code. I travel with You're so cruel, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, sorry, Seriously. Why do you have to hurt me, Doc? He, he needs a buddy. He needs a conference oh, buddy. What like about my fucking feelings? All right. Right now. <laughs> when, right. Do you like beer? Blobber? Oh. BFF. I we would need love it. to be a but judge for that competition. Oh, you're in. Yeah. Stop I have a judge. no clue what are they going to be. The, the, well, the, don't worry about it. We'll figure whatever. the rest out. You have to stick with Blobber Glee Globber Glee Globber The whole time. Oh, the whole how time. about they can't get served any beer unless they're together? I hope JP wins. Yeah. If they're, in fact, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking... JP can be stuck with me. For I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking they have to actually be physically tied together the whole time. Uh, little handcuffs? Handcuffed together. Oh. Handcuffed together um maybe yeah. what we could do is pay the entry and uh, uh of the of the of blobbers bffs to make it worth their while so they get to go to nhc right and if i have to go on stage at bna4 whoever my bff is tied to me has to go on stage too well yeah you're handcuffed well, of course yeah i mean because i i'd feel pretty <laughs> bad if you made it up on stage without him 
<laughs> just an arm hang. a lot about this. Wow. I really like the idea. That's great. great. I do, too. All right. <laughs> of course you do. Let's line it out now. We need a deadline. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> okay so, so is BFF going to take have... care of you, or they're just like to calm you down a little nah, bit? No, I just, I don't know. We For whatever. Is he going to sleep in the same room as me? Obviously, because, uh, you know, you're uh, handcuffed. We will allow... <laughs> I guess well, cool. there's certain logistics that you can't, like, help out, you know, so... Showering together. Are you going by yourself, Blobber? Is that what you're saying? He's got to stand outside the shower <laughs> with, the, with the handcuffs on. you got to put each other's nutters on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I, I, uh, you are, are the blue gonna, one. Is there going to be nutters available for uh, NHC and <laughs> no, NHC? This guy is for like, Reno. what do you think? There's just like a bin of nutters somewhere <laughs> that you just grab? <laughs> hey, I look long and if hard for these nutters. If he wants a pair, I will get him a pair. Right, it's, like, it's like going to a 3D movie. You take you take a pair out of the bin, you wear them, and you put them back in the bin when you leave. That's the free Let's box. have some yeah. hot grenade nutters made up. and uh, I think yeah. we can, we can have Hot grenade nutters. You know, you make them, we would buy them. Yeah, two weeks true. before probably two hundred words or less. Why you need to be bloppers? But well, it may have to be sooner than that because if we're going to offer that uh, we will pay their way, I mean, it's got to be some motivation. Well, Who the hell can... wants to be tied up? I think, I think that's the funny part because I don't think they should be tied up. They're almost sold out. That's I, the thing. I think that they <laughs> should not get beer unless they're together. I totally agree. They got to be together, and I think they got to be tied together. Tied. <laughs> Like or at least an ankle, ankle. or at least an ankle, or wear like matching shirts or something. Or I'm, with blobber. <laughs> I'm with Blobber. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with Blobber. I'll tell you what. We're gonna think about this. We'll come up with the results right. next week. We'll do that because this is gonna take some planning. I love the Blobber. I love the. See, this is why I want the direct phone to Blobber. It's a great idea. <laughs> That's the first I- good idea he's had in ten thousand phone calls of high pitched awfulness. First is I- a good idea he's had in a long and, time. And it's, and it's official. Like kids. Yeah. 3,000 miles. I'm at NHC BNA4. All right. I'm there. Oh, that's great. Some stupid French Canadian from northern Quebec. He's going to be there. Shunt? He's going to... I don't know what the shit... Don't be so hard on yourself, Blobber. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're stupid. You're still a French Canadian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, brother. It's on. Uh, we'll come up with the guidelines by next Sunday. Tune in, and uh, someone's going to win themselves, I think, a pass to NHC if we can work it out. Uh, we're going to do that. All right. Yeah. All right, yeah. brother. Thanks, man. All right. Later. Okay. Uh I know that you guys are holding up the feedback sign. Do we really want to do the feedback at this yeah, point in the program? I, I yes. like the banjo music. Doc likes the feedback. <laughs> Doc's just hoping that someone mentions him oh in an email. God. You've got mail. Kick ass. All right. All right, we can go now, I guess. Wow, that's weird. That was really long. I'm going to yep. skip that one. <laughs> uh, That's just weird. That was really long. Hey, yeah. Justin, I uh, thought you'd like to know that the BNers have already posted the Pacheco sneaker to the uh, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> did you did you uh, reference that, uh, JP? Uh, that wasn't me. That was someone else entirely. But have you uh, noticed that it's already on there? Yes. And what the official thing yes. is? And is the description right? Yes. I was given a link. Yes. Let's see. Yeah, it's a pretty good description. <clears throat> Let me check it. Uh, Pacheco sneaker. Uh, you take a dump in somebody else's shoes without them knowing it, pretty especially accurate. when they are passed out drunk. That's really accurate. And then I think there's a uh, an example. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Oh, here we go. Uh, yes, the example. After Ryan passed out, they drunk jenged him and gave him a pair of Pacheco sneakers. Two references in one. Yeah. We got drunk Jenga in there, too, huh? It's pretty good. Uh, click on that. 
Drink. You know, I think I'm going to talk like Blobber for the rest of the show. Oh, yeah, let's look at... Uh, thank you, Tacey. I will click on that. The Drunk Jenga. A game where all peace... It's, not, it's written in another language. A game where all peace have a different way to drink or a different group of people drink. If you knock over the tower, you finish, you drink. The goal of the game is to get drunk. Well, they didn't do very well on no, that, no. did they? That sounds like a bunch of uh, drunk Filipinos. <laughs> it's not, I think you can refute that. It's really not accurate. Uh, we, uh, we have to have uh, definition number two. Yeah, we do. All right. In uh, English. Phil Brazil wrote in last week, and we didn't get to his feedback. He had a question, though. And oh, what was the question? No stories, only questions. Okay, oh, so questions. Uh, questions are to improve the attenuation of my beers as to get a healthier fermentation. I generally use dried yeast and have a controlled fermentation temp. I aerate my wort with an aquarium pump and filter. We and, have uh, aquariums in Canada. What would be the difference between pitching the yeast before oxygenating the wort or after? If I let my pump go for 45 minutes after pitching, would I get more attenuation, or would that result in oxidation? I'll go on. Why don't we start there, uh, Doc? No. doesn't matter. Uh, Thank it you. really doesn't matter. It, it, uh, oxygen to the yeast is just um, food. You figure, figure it that way. They need it to uh, uh, build cell walls and a lot of other things. So whether you put it in once they're in there or after they get in there, it, it doesn't matter. No. Uh, right. Just... You know, you know, go for it. It really doesn't okay. matter. I really do feel half naked in my nose. <laughs> it's too. not the it's, same. It, and it is totally drafty now. All right. Uh, what's the maximum time you can let that pump go? Um, you're you're going to hit a maximum amount of oxygen in there, and, and he's using an aquarium pump, and uh, um, regular air is only 20% oxygen at best. So you're only putting so much in there. The, the problem more is people that are putting in uh, pure oxygen. Yeah. Uh, because you're talking about over-oxygenating the wart. It's still really tough to do. Yeah. Uh, once you put it in there, it starts to uh, gas off anyway. So whatever the yeast doesn't use, it's going to gas off. Um don't worry about it if you have an oxygen pump or, or an aquarium pump because you're only going to be putting in... 20% oxygen, so don't worry about it. You're, you're not going to overdo it. Okay. And then the second question is about rousing of the yeast at the end of primary fermentation. How Ooh. much more attenuation will I get uh, from doing this? Um, I wouldn't do it at the end. Okay. I would do it midway. All right. Yeah, midway. Probably midway while the yeast is still active, not wait until it actually goes to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do it about midway, uh, roust everything. Uh, it's more contact time with the wort. Yeah, wort. Okay. <laughs> uh, are there any problems with oxidation if, I just, if I'm shaking the carboy uh, to do that rousing? Um, no, because there's already a, a CO2 blanket over the top of the carboy. Any shaking is not going to uh, put any more car, uh, oxygen into the, into the wort. Okay. Uh, he had more, but that's enough for one email. Uh, let's see. Uh, Not that much information. Hey, ah! JP. It's Blobber Gleamy. Here's some kudos. Uh, hey, Justin, JP, Doc, Bevo, and the rest. I'm sure he also means Stephanie and Sully. Oh, yeah. Docs and Chat and Tasty. Uh, I just wanted to well, tell you about the great weekend I had. It was in large part due to the BN. I started by enrolling in the Siebel Institute Concise Course. Oh. Yeah, I said thanks to the info from the Keith Lemke interview we did with Siebel. On Wednesday, I brewed with Dave Peacock at Rock Bottom. 
in Loveland, Colorado, thanks to the interview you did with him. And finally, on Friday night, I attended the AHA rally at New Belgium, and I ran into Bad Rock. Oh! Good dude. Despite being tall and ugly, he's a good dude, as we all agree. We all know that. Thanks for providing all that valuable info and creating this great homebrew community. Yours lovingly, you heard me right, Baloo. You know, I, I was. Baloo. P.S. I've not had any nutter butters or cheeseburgers today. I was. Uh, I was thinking <laughs> this. Uh, this uh, feedback was high in cholesterol, but uh, it was just. Uh, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back to my blabber voice. Now. Ah, yeah, Canadian. And that's all for the feedback today. That was yeah. it. We held off for that. Well, I, there was one long one. I, just, I can't do it. He was uh, a nice guy. I have a long one, and I'm a nice Come guy. Come on. My wife, we married when uh, we were 15. Can I, sp- can I speed read it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you usually do. Can I speed read it? Let me try here. You usually paraphrase anyway. Uh, Dear Justin Associates, yeah. I'm you refer to the classic lurker. Download all the shows and podcasts. If I don't participate live in the chat, while I occasionally visit the board, don't post this. My way of coming to the lurker closet. There are a couple of things I don't know about. Meaning to email you, uh, put it all together. Sorry, but it's rambling. I want to start by thanking the Brewing Network. I've been brewing for about three years, but now two years. Uh, Send Brewing. you a clear collide. <laughs> He's been reading. Time for the Jamil shows and the Sunday session. I really like the atmosphere of all the shows. Listen, my daily commute to work and there's a time to fly by. I know the tips I picked up from listening really help my brewing. I find me and brewery uh, buddy at work. Spend a lot of time discussing the things that we hear each week. So it also makes work go faster. Right, yeah. well, a couple of cons so far, but I hope to enter more. But we write too. Uh, Stout won a category in the crowd choice of the mass in Wisconsin. Yeah. Contest. It was a, that was beer reading. It was designing great beers. Thanks a heads up for Doc. Uh, the second item is that you need to get the pickle brewer back on now? Morgan on the show. Okay. I like pickle. All right. I, you know what? We should do one of those. Uh, brew tattoo every, back on the line. We should oh, do every, one of those every oh, week, shit. Justin. So I can practice my speed reading. Oh, no. I, yeah. We should get like the high points. And if you're, you're too drunk to listen. I think because he mentioned Doc twice. That's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's why he liked it. Brutal. Doc, I'm back. What's happening? Why? Did you stain your dress? I, I would just like to say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sir. Blubberglop. Yeah. Yes. Sleeping with me. He's I'm sleeping. With oh, you, you guys are sharing a room. So, so I better be his BFF. Oh, yeah. I see. So we've already got a BFF. Are yeah. you willing to be? Ooh. Are you willing to be handcuffed to Blobber for the entirety of? Now, when you go to bed, that's whatever you do is your thing. Uh, but once you got, <laughs> yeah. but when the two of you uh, leave the Sweet room, uh, you know, are you willing to be handcuffed? On the public, reverse that. When you get in, oh, the he wants. Uh, he only wants to be handcuffed. When I think that's awesome and everything, but it's no fun for us. You know? Well, you know what? Uh, it, yeah! it, it, it sounds like our first cat fight over Blobber Gleeby Gloss. It could be. Well, he a, has to write his essay. He has to write his yeah, essay. We yeah. to, we're going to have to hear your you essay. you got to earn it, buddy. Yeah. You have to have well, it. Yeah. You might get oh, that third roommate. Kimberly is in, yeah. the, in the running for Blobber Glop's BFF, and I can't compete with her. Well, it depends on how good your essay is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Stephanie is on the panel, and she is not swayed by good-looking blonde women. Yeah. Yeah, well, I did something. Enough, so I'm out. I see. Okay, well, listen. If you want to be a quitter and throw in the Red towel head. that quickly, yeah, I can't help. But it. he is sleeping with me. That is oh, exciting. That. Yeah, there's a lot of like <laughs> as, uh, as personal Steph- information here. As Stephanie can attest, yeah. that doesn't mean <laughs> that doesn't a thing. So, okay. What are you getting at? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. What are you getting at? <laughs> who's going to be oh, in the other way, bed? Yeah. On the on the Urban Dictionary. Yeah. Krusty Trout is in the Urban Dictionary. Is that one of ours? Yeah. I've never heard of it. I don't remember doing the crush. Yeah, you did. Oh. Okay. Yeah. We were all together when it came up. Apparently, you remember it, Justin. Was, you remember it. <laughs> was, you remember was it. Was I also handcuffed to protect it? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was at that, uh, in Portland with, uh, the, with, that guy. uh, 
Yeah, do yeah. Oh! Oh, yeah. yeah. That's how I respond to a lot of stuff, too. I'm sorry. I don't remember. I was getting a dirty glass while giving <laughs> yeah. a shaved bunny. Right. Yeah. I certainly can't remember amidst all the floppy libidos. Yeah, and the the watery gingerbread. Yeah. And the, that that hey! the, big old, and the uh, slinging lard. Chat like so well. And the yeah. fat pumpkins. Yeah! Chat like the glue. Oh, God, what I'd like give the, for a uh, fat pumpkin <laughs> right now. <laughs> I got one in Canada! <laughs> fat pumpkin. What the fuck is a fat pumpkin? I, wow. I can't wait to find It's blue on Halloween. <laughs> it's French! <laughs> it's forte, forte, That's my new jack-o'-lantern. All right, Chad, uh, I expect a 200-word or less essay uh, if you want to be chained to blobber. <laughs> you know you're going to get that, too. No, no. All right. Oh, come I'm not, on. I'm not, I'm come not, on. Earn it. All right. Thank you. No, no. Ah! Look at the shirt that Schumann got, please. Oh, boy. Uh, what is it? It's it's a guy doing uh, bench presses, and it says, I thought you should know I totally blasted my pecs today. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. And nice. I think the guy has nutters on. Yeah, the guy has nutters on. Oh. <laughs> the picture on his... Oh, wait. Schumann's got to put nutters on. Oh. Do, do we need to see that? we got to do so nutters. much editing to this archive. It's unbelievable. SamAdams.com. Oh, he's going to go commando. <laughs> SamuelAdams.com. <laughs> Now, you're not helping my editing. Schumann work. can't go uh, commando, please. Yeah! We're, we're in our boxers, Schumann. Commando. Are we done? Doc just wants to see oh, yeah. a lot of cocks today. Yeah, you got the feedback done. Uh, we didn't give away any bells and candy talking about yet. something that popped out. And we didn't say who's drunk of the week yet. Uh, who's going to be drunk of the week? Tell you what, this week's drunk of the week also gets Belgian candy sugar, just because we're lazy. Thank you. So, well, what if the drunk of the week is chat room? Okay, well, then they have to share the Belgian candy sugar <laughs> yeah! and the metal. Each get a drop of sugar. Candy sugar. I will put the chat room in there, but it's going to be difficult. Okay, then maybe it's Belgian Canadian sugar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Um, first, I will run down the list of nominees, and then you all will vote. I'll run down again. So just, this is just the initial rundown. Go ahead and uh, feel free to take notes uh, about who you, who you like or uh, don't like. Uh, don't forget about Irwin from Denmark at the beginning of the program. Yeah. He called in. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was pretty good. He uh, was good. Uh, and certainly you could tell he had had his... And the farthest caller. Yeah. yeah, he was, yeah. He was I mean, right now, he's, he's drunk of next week. Now. Yeah. <laughs> he's now. Yeah. That's what we said, drunk of next week. Okay. Uh, let's not forget about the Andes. Andy Jr., Andy Sr. Oh, yeah. I like uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that. Andy Sr., uh, very revealing and uh, just the sort of thing strong uh, that we look for here yeah. on the program. Very, very strong performance. Father and dad team. Yeah. I don't owe him anything. Let's not forget about the uh, <laughs> tag team duo of Blobberwood. Or, or, yeah. uh, or doing, Woody Gleepy Glove. Uh, yes, uh, doing uh, Linda Ronstadt's... I don't know much. No, you get the feeling they have like, representation on the room. Yes. Mafia is on the phone calling oh, in for Drunk of the Week as he's well. A, he's a little late. Okay. He's a little late. It's too late. Nominations. Nominations are closed. Closed. <laughs> uh, the entire chat room was nominated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're in there. Yeah. Oh, and Schumann has nutters on. Uh, uh, but don't run too fast, uh, Schumann. Yeah. Just, uh, just a heads up. <laughs> tuck, tuck in the shirt. <laughs> uh, Beer yeah, Punk. Tuck in the shirt there. Beer Punk's in the nomination. Uh, he called. Uh, he had had a couple. I don't remember anything memorable about that call. There must have been something. I think it was good. Uh, <laughs> And then, of course, oh. Brew Tattoo. Uh, gay right now. Was in the uh, was in the <laughs> running. Uh, we're taking photos right now of JP and Schumann and their nutters. Uh, okay, now's the time on the show when, uh, when we 
Look at JP and Schumann and Nutters. And also vote. You're, you're, you're on, distracted right now, Justin. On Trunk of the Week. In a gay way. <laughs> in, a, in a not very straight kind of way. Is that so weird that our, our, our leg hairs were touching? <laughs> it's weird and kind of gross when you it's put like it inner that inner thigh way. leg hairs, too. It's still gay. How did that happen? You, you cross legs for the photo? A little bit, yeah. Oh. Schumann? I don't know how it happened. It just kind of, you know, worked out that way. God, Schumann is so... Yeah, it, just, it just worked out that way. <laughs> he is so excruciatingly comfortable with his sexuality. It's uh, it's, uh, it's uncomfortable to me. I Whatever felt, that sexuality might I felt be. movement. Yeah. There are a lot of outfits that Schumann wears that's pretty G-rated. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. That's nut- <laughs> nutter-rated. See my feet? God, who was I kidding during the show meeting when I said we do a nice show? Yeah, seriously, yeah, dude. Oh, wait, I wasn't here. All right. One word of advice. <coughs> delete, delete, delete. <laughs> I don't know. Somehow the archive cut halfway through the show. It's I don't weird. Know. It's weird. It's going to be a long night. Yeah, well, you All right. It. It's time to vote. Anybody, show of hands. Uh, you only get to vote one time. Oh. Uh, unless you're Stephanie, because in the tradition of Bevo, who can never just vote one time, you're allowed to vote mo- multiple times, Stephanie. Okay. Please don't abuse the privilege. Okay. Uh. Uh, it's not a child, after all. For all who would like to vote for Irwin, are you? T- am I falling out of these shorts that you're taking a picture of again? Yeah. Hey, at least someone's looking. That's pretty good. That's a compliment. Wait till you see the snail trail on the seat when I get up. This should be no editing here. That's not vulgar, because a lot of people don't know what a snail trail is. You have a garden there. Yeah. Everybody who would, uh, all right, everyone who would like to vote for Irwin uh, from Denmark, uh, show of hands, please. Okay. Noted. (laughs) Chad is a wizard at Hang on, let me recount. Let me count them all up. Recount, good, good. Okay, Okay, done. All right. I'm going to move around the list. I'm not going to go in order. Okay. Uh, everyone who would like to vote for Beer Punk for today's Drunk of the Week, please uh, show who hands that, in the studio. There's uh, a guy uh, called in you know, Beer Confused. and He was drunk. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Hold, uh, please hold your hands up high uh, so I can count them all. See mine. Okay. Oh. Uh, did you get the guy in the back? Noted. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> Easy blobber. Okay. Uh, I have children. <laughs> blobber Woodstat. Everybody, please raise your hand for Blobber Woodstat, the Blobber and Wood uh, team. Uh, wow. Drunk. Really? Wow. Not All even a, way? Not a single vote? No, there are multiple votes. Oh. Look carefully. Look at the guy, look, what are you talking the, about? Wow. Steven Steph doesn't want to utilize her multiple vote in status? The thir- third row, Justin. Wow. Look back there. The, I procreated. Uh, not, okay. Because I'm a man. Uh, everyone who would like to vote uh, for the chat, the entire chat. I don't want to do that. Entire chat. Oh, well, you guys haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, right. uh, no, I have actually. Chat, Steph. uh, Steph's, <laughs> Steph's got your back. Don't worry, Steph's got your back in Been this there. in this blind vote. Yes, it is a blind <laughs> vote. Blind vote. You're not even looking in this anonymous blind <laughs> vote. Steph has your back. Uh, anybody who would like hey, to vote for the Andy duo, the Andy Andy Senior and Andy Junior. A couple of votes there, I think. Okay, it's, votes. It, it's gonna be close. A lot okay. of votes. Um, okay. All right. And uh, last, uh, but certainly not, not least, out. and, and no. potentially a candidate for uh, Blobber's uh, BFF at yeah! uh, at BNA four and, and NHC. A uh, Brew Tattoo votes for Brew Tattoo. Please votes for Brew Tattoo. Okay, tallying those votes. Tally them all up. <laughs> Wait a minute! I'm voting again. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 
Wait, wait. Cal- wait, hold on a second. Drum roll. By a near. Did you use a calic- calculator for that one? Because it's did. close. By a near unanimous near. decision. This week's Drunk of the Week. Andy Senior, Andy Junior. Yes. yes. That's right. I will send two medals, one for each of you. I expect that Andy Senior's medal gets worn in the appropriate place. <laughs> Uh, Andy Jr., you do what you will. What do you mean? And the appropriate time. Yes, and at the yeah. appropriate time. When he's reliving time. his youth. Please send your address information. <laughs> Justin at thebrewingnetwork.com. I will send you your Thanks medal. So and also, I will send you some Belgian candy syrup, cur- uh, courtesy of Belgian Candy Sugar, Inc. Thank you very much. Good Blubber said he would call back and sing You Are the Wind Beneath My Wings. Haven't we heard him do that? Uh, I don't even before. know. What is that? I We're wanted done. to sing O Canada. I thought done we'd be and done. done. Time ago. O yeah. Canada. I will sing. Native land. <laughs> True patriots lie in all our God's command. Yeah. His glory. Sing it. hither something the truth <laughs> And free. I have children. The sun is in Canada. I'm we in the basement. stand on guard for thee. My family's upstairs. God save our land. Glorious Germany hockey game. Wait to be Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week.
big fine. But don't you give me that American crude, boys. I want a real homebrew. Homebrew, don't you really love a glass of homebrew? Can't get enough of it. Homebrew, it blows my mind. I love homebrew all the time. Yeah, I think I'll have it. Well, 